Hi, everybody. Everyone in Radio Land. I didn't sleep too well, so I got like, uh, I'm tired. You look wide awake, though. Nah, that's how I just usually look. I'm always tired, so this, yeah. oh, this is my wide awake look, but it's actually tired. This is a rough one, bro. Sleep with your, trying to sleep with your own thoughts. Ugh. You don't like that? No. You don't like that generally, right? No, especially in the city, because uh, I was staying in the city, so I uh, I didn't have the TV in the bedroom in the city. Right. I just don't have it in there. So, you know, he's kind of Why don't you have a TV there. in your bedroom? I just never, like... Why am I asking you? Who thought cares, about getting it. I know. But I just didn't have one, so I, I just had to lay there with my thoughts. Right. I don't like my thoughts. Ugh. Especially when, you know, it's like this shit. Then it's all you think about. You can't sleep. Oh, it's terrible. Terrible. Oof, yeah. Like everyone. I've never been in this position before. Yeah. This is a fucking strange world. Oh, it blows. I guess we start with, um, I don't even know, man. That news story, that Fox story was perfect. Oh you like God, that? It oh. it's Kevin from Connecticut, I mean, you know. In the end, we got to try to laugh. Kevin writes, Patrice looked terrible for 14 years old. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. You yeah. want to play that? Yeah. Yeah, maybe play that uh, maybe clip. Kickstart us and get us going. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously, we lost our dear friend uh, Patrice O'Neill. You're kidding. And uh, this was, I, I just told Jimmy and Ant, this was the only laugh I had yesterday. The only one. It was just a horrible Because, again, the news. Because <laughs> again. the news. Uh, again. And, and you know what? Of course. Of course. Uh, just listen very closely to this clip. Yeah. Sad news tonight from the entertainment world. Comedian Patrice O'Neill has died. O'Neill died this morning from complications from a stroke he suffered last month. The Boston native appeared in September's Comedy Central's roast of Charlie Sheen, where his struggle with diabetes was a punchline for many jokes. O'Neill was a well-known presence on talk shows in the stand-up industry and was a frequent guest on the Opie and Anthony radio show. He was 14 years old. <laughs> That's a hell of a career. 14. <laughs> what were you doing at 14? Uh, yeah. You didn't do all that at 14. No, no. I knew I liked him for a reason. <laughs> oh, Uncle Paul. Squeezed a career into 14 short years. I was a caddy at 14. I thought that was impressive. Amazing. He's doing stand-up and roasts and oh, radio shows and 14. movies. And 14 years old. Oh, my God. Um. Twitter was a buzz uh, yesterday. Well, I guess we got to back up to, uh, you know, our Patrice had had the stroke on um, what what was it like October eighteenth? Oh, I want to say it was twenty something back. I don't remember. Yeah, and we all knew at the time that it was not gonna be fucking good, man. And we'd just been all hanging around, just uh, waiting for the inevitable. Yeah, you kind of hope, you know. And but, then um, uh, yesterday, Jimmy like. I, I just knew when Jimmy grabbed his phone and ran out of the studio yesterday. But then Jimmy didn't really tell us. Yeah, I, I figured which you was knew. pretty amazing because you're way better at it than me. Because then you told me, and I'm bawling for the first time, and I, I can't even tell you the last time I fucking cried. <clears throat> and then and then we did the Gary Oldman interview. You're right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the longest 40 minutes of, of my life, just sitting here. And, and, and it's, it's a big fucking star. It, it turned out to be a great interview in the mm -hmm. end. The reason is, by the way, people asked about it, and they had a legit question, like, why would you not just say it? Because I wanted to make sure that his family, because I got the call from Matt Frost, who's his agent. Right. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that the family was okay with it, because it's not about getting the news out there. It was about yeah. what his family wanted. And um, 
he talked to Vaughn, and Vaughn had wanted to tell their daughter, or her, her, her stepdaughter, herself. Yeah. She didn't want her to hear it, on the, and she was in school. Right? Yeah, so yeah, she yeah. wanted to be blown up on Twitter. So out of respect for what she requested, yeah. it, we, we, I knew the story would be out by the time we came on today, but that was the important thing was that she wanted to right. get to her daughter first. So that was why we continued with the show, and I didn't say anything. So the guy, I finally told Oak because he, I knew you knew, and I even th think Sam could see it. Like, but I, I couldn't. I, I figured after the show, I'll tell you as soon as ten is on, I'll say it. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, I, at the bathroom, Oak asked me, and I was I'm not going to lie, and I, I, you know, I knew I was being obvious. I totally got it. I mean, yeah. you, you rarely run out of the studio with a f with your with your phone. Every once in a while, you might have a problem with uh, a gig or or, or, or traveling or yeah, or someone has to reschedule <laughs> test <laughs> results, <laughs> test results, <laughs> but not like yesterday. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to. Uh, that, but that was why we got some some questions about it, and, and it was a fair question. Like, how could you interview Gary Oldman after that? But that was, that was. I was grateful he was in because it was a. a it was a almost a distraction, right? Oh yeah. I yeah. think it was. If it was just me, you, and Anne at that point, no way. I would have wanted to end you, the show. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, probably would have yeah, abruptly yeah, got the fuck out of here. That would have been. But a that was a rough. distraction to have Gary in. Um, so. Uh, yeah. So it is what it is, as a lot of people like to say. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I you know, I, I don't even, I don't even know what to say. I it mean, I, sucks. I, you knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. You know, um, he was not in good shape, and people were asking for updates, but there really wasn't much to tell. No, I no. knew it was really, really bad. Um, but you know, again, when the family requests something, or yeah, you got, you got to do me. what they, you know, do what anybody wants. They want. So yeah. you, uh, you know, it was just a bad place for him to be, and I was—I yeah. didn't want my friend to die. But if the option was that, or to to live in in a, in a bad way, oh, I know, to move yeah. or whatever happened. These strokes are motherfuckers, man. When you have a stroke in the wrong place, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Look at Dick Clark; like he had it in the right place, quote unquote, to live, right, and function. But if you have it in the wrong place, you fucking you yeah, know, it's just devastated. bad. Especially someone like him, you don't want to, you know. You definitely don't want him that fucked up. Yeah, you know? that giant fucking mind and oh, loud I know. voice it's... to be—you can't have it. It's no, a, can't no, have it. just like that. You can't have it. It's oh, oh, to continue. It's worse. No, 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 silenced. I mean, you just oh, yeah, can't no, be alive no, no, and no. have that. No, not... no, no. It's uh, terrible. We only saw him once. We went to the hospital the day it happened. Um, mm -hmm. We got a call. We got a call from Bob Kelly. Um, like we told you, you know, we said we didn't know where the hospital was. We did. Uh, the reason we said that was because the family didn't want people, and this Damn, was legit. Right. They they were afraid that people would meaning well would show up at the hospital. Because what was happening is, is I know his blood pressure was going up and down, and they just didn't want people showing up at the hospital. They didn't want people uh, showing up to make amends. Sometimes when someone's in a bad way or very, very sick, people show up to try to uh, say you're sorry or I love you or whatever it is, and they just didn't want any of that, and the doctors didn't want it. Yeah. So that's why we didn't know where he was. We didn't. We weren't seeing him. Mm -hmm. Nobody was. We weren't allowed in. And finally, we went last week, um, and uh, we went and saw him. And he was, you know, he actually looked oddly. And people say he looked, but he looked okay. I knew he was, you know, yeah. at the end. But he was uh, thinner, and he had a uh, beard, which uh, looked better on him than I would have thought. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you would, I would have thought Patrice Lacarbo and he actually looked okay uh -huh. in a beard. And it was his mom and his sister, and uh, and Vaughn, and then. Um, a couple of the guys went through and saw him after that over the next few days. Mm. Um, but we didn't talk to him morbidly. It wasn't, you know, goodbye, bro. It was none of that stuff because I didn't know at that point if he was able to hear or not. And there's nothing worse. 
like you kept all emotions outside the room because there's nothing worse than when you 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 you're laying there and people mm. are losing are their bawling shit. over you. Right. It's just yeah. terrible. It's huh. like what how fucking bad do I look? You know, it's just right. you, you don't want that. Right. So yeah, yeah. We just saw him for about ten minutes, and uh, I'm glad I did. I'm yeah, glad I saw him. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there was nothing to be done. I told everybody was asking for him, and I don't know if he heard it or not. I hope he did. Mm. Yeah. You just don't fucking know. No. It's terrible. Fuck. <laughs> That's really young, though, man. Geraldo, too. It's like fucking. I know, right? Mike DiStefano. It's like all these guys are young. Yeah. DiStefano, I think, was, was he just under 50? <clears throat> yeah. He was. Yeah, I think they were all in their 40s, right? Trees is a rough one, though. Uh, this is uh oh yeah we've all lost people i mean every fucking person listening to our voices oh, yeah. but for some reason this one is really fucking rough yeah it's kind of a you know testament to who he was that everybody uh is taking it so so hard uh, the fucking guy is just so full of life he took over a room just fucking took over a room wherever yeah. he went yeah. wherever the fucking guy went I remember when I first met him at NEW, Jimmy brought him in. I was scared shitless of the guy. He was so intimidating. <laughs> no, Voss did. I was actually out that day, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I met the first day he came in. Voss I, brought him in yes, officially? Yes, I believe uh, Rich Voss did the first time. I, th I always thought it was you. Now we uh, had talked about him and stuff. But I think Rich. I at, think Rich did the first. And he time. came through that door, and I'm like, "Holy fuck! What is this big black guy about? <laughs> Going to be trouble." I, I was fucking intimidated for a long time. <laughs> probably the, probably the first year Patrice did the show, I was, I was always intimidated. Really. And then you really got to know him and realized that in the end, fucking, he was a softy, man. Yeah. And I mean that as a as a compliment. He was a softy and had a had a great heart, an amazing heart. And uh, a lot of people yeah. didn't have good first impressions of Patrice. No, I, I think Bill, I think <laughs> yeah. Bill Burt uh, tweeted that last night yeah, saying yeah. it was always fun to to watch people um, meet Patrice for the first time. Because he was just that, just he would just yeah. take over, man, physically and just and emotionally. And there was no uh, there was no buffer period between like where he would meet you and and then start giving you shit. Right, it was just immediate. Yeah, right. It really was. <laughs> He'd call you out in a second. And you knew. You, well, yeah. You, it's funny you, sh you should say that. You need you had to have your shit together when he was around. Oh yeah, because yeah. he would call you out on every everything from your dumb shirt to your stupid joke. Yeah, he yeah. would he would call you out on it. Yeah, he was he was very. A lot of guys. We were joking last night at the cellar. I said, uh, "There's as many comedians happy tonight as there are sad." <laughs> you know, guys that he had just really uh. told about themselves. <laughs> he could be very harsh, but. Uh, you know, the worst thing you could do with him was underestimate how smart he was. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, because he's a loud dude and a big black guy and, you know, and he's silly. He never minded being silly. If you argued with him and you didn't realize what a smart guy he was, you were going to be embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. And I watched him embarrass some people horribly. Like, <laughs> like, like the type beyond embarrassment of slipping on the ice. The type of embarrassment where you're stripped nude and you're exposed yeah. as being a fraud. Right. Like where your entire existence is opened up as being not important. He was able to do that with just a look, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like he could, if somebody was being stupid, he would turn around, not even acknowledge the person, and give that fucking look to you like, what the, f is this person, what, really? He would just dismiss you with yeah, one, yeah, one yeah. glare. With that look. With fucking one look. hilarious. I don't, I don't. I know. I never got one over on him ever, never. Yeah, not not yeah. a one. <laughs> Colin had a very funny tweet about him. Can you get, grab Colin's uh, 
Twitter feed. Um, he had, I don't know how many he sent out yesterday, but he sent out one that I thought was very. Did you have it open? Uh, no. I don't have that one. I that fucking all. Mad Magazine. I got tweets oh, thing well, that you had from uh, Tough see. Crowd is hilarious. Uh, oh, this is, thanks to everybody for the Patrice O'Neill comments. One of a kind. In heaven right now, charming half and infuriating half, then reversing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that really fast. <laughs> then reversing. Then reversing. That's <laughs> classic. Yeah. Fucking classic. That is exactly, exactly a, a perfect summation of Patrice. <laughs> I would go home so tired after he did our show. Just because he oh, yeah. challenged you, man, to be on your fucking toes. You had to bring up your emotion. You had to be in it, you know? And mentally, I would go home, like, just having, knowing I had the best fucking time and yeah. also just being exhausted from from him. He, uh, um, just how he twisted it. Twisted shit. Just yeah. twisted little little things in pop culture that you never thought of before. And he, people were, last night, they're like, what was your favorite Patrice moment? I mean, <laughs> I, please. I, and I, I realized late last night I can't I can't put my finger on one because I, I start thinking of a few and then all of a sudden a, a, another five or six pop up in your head. Yeah. I, I guess this weekend we're just going to play nothing but Patrice. Yeah, yeah. On uh, on this channel, so I find it hard to listen or watch videos like right now. I could read shit like when people tweet shit and they're like, "Oh, remember this one," and then you kind of play it in your head and hear the voice and everything like that, but. To watch videos right now, it's, it's still too, it's a little tough. too soon. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, that one of him laughing. Uh, oh, I know. Yeah, that's one of my. It's probably my favorite video of him because that to me, like, that's the guy I know. Yeah, yeah. Like whatever, because yeah. a lot of people were scared of him. He was, he was mean. He was laughing. Oh, but God. that fucking silly motherfucker, <laughs> like the guy falling on the genuinely falling on the floor, <laughs> right? Laughing yeah. at Bobo's dick. Like that's the guy. If, if you ask me to sum up Patrice and what I know, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. In, in that moment. And uh, I had a few moments with him like that in, in our existence together, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. in Brazil, laughing uh, at this guy, Evan, <laughs> trying to speak Portuguese. <laughs> we, had, we laughed like that. And, uh, uh, and Will right. uh, Silvens, who loved him and was his roommate, um, when we saw his bunions on his feet. <laughs> we all came in and his feet had worse bunions. Or <laughs> and we probably laughed like that for 15 minutes. That, that was one of his qualities. I mean, he was tough, but... If, if he found you funny or something you said funny, man, he would absolutely give it to you, you know? Yeah. He would absolutely make make sure you know that was fucking funny. <laughs> and that laugh would come out, man. He wasn't afraid of funny people. He wasn't afraid yeah, to be around yeah, funny people. Yeah. Funny people never are. Like, he embraced funny people, and he loved being yeah. in that environment, and he loved being made fun of, and he loved making, he loved teasing people. Oh, yeah. More than anything, he loved yeah, to tease somebody. Yeah, that's pretty much, yeah, yeah, that was his uh, one thing that he really loved doing. And he would say that's it in that schoolyard vernacular. Yeah. He would say it like, I just love to tease people. Right. <laughs> He's like, you're 40. He's <laughs> 14. You're 14, I apologize. Yes, 14. <laughs> yes. Uh, Rich Voss is on the line. Uh, Mr. Voss, how are you, sir? How's it going? Hey, buddy. Well, we're just trying to, I don't know. I don't know what we're trying to do. We're here, though. How are you, I buddy? I've, uh, I've had nonstop anxiety. Uh, I'm devastated. Uh, and it's all because I spelt his name wrong. <laughs> yes. Oh, rich. Only Rich. I guess. Only Rich. <laughs> I don't know who had it, but Huffington Post had like everyone's tweets. I think it was them. Yeah. And, and and Rich was the only one that spelled Felt his name uh, wrong, but that's so but honestly, that's perfect, Rich. Yeah, you, you coming from you, that's perfect. Yeah, it, it, he wouldn't have had it any other way. <laughs> yes. 
There's, you know, and I, and I didn't even know this coming to posting. I'm, I'm in there uh, at home lately, and I'm looking at it. There's some nice whatever tweets, this and that. And, and I said to Bonnie, I go, you know, uh, this media, I mean, I'm one of his best friends in the world. And she said, well, they might have put it in if you didn't spell his name wrong. Stupid. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, like, it, like, it's hard for me to show emotions. You, you, you guys know that. Right. Uh, and when I'm, like, you know, when I get the news in the morning, I'm really sad. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to go about my day. And I'm in the parking lot of Dunkin' Donuts writing this. And all of a sudden, like, tears and snot and everything's running down my nose. <laughs> uh, but then I'm thinking, well, maybe the Giants will bounce back next week. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it's really probably the most devastated I've I've ever felt in my, I don't know, you know, it's nothing like this has ever happened, even with anybody in my family. You know, I was yeah. never as cl- close to anybody as of now in my life in my family as I was to him, you know. And, and like I said, like, the, in the dumb tweet, the, the most fun I've ever had in my life, he was involved, Norton was involved, you know. But, I mean, there were times we stood outside of Boston Comedy Club, and people in there, Apartments were yelling at us to oh, shut up. Right. You know, they were hanging out to one of those, shut up, and we're just out there. Me. Did you feel like you were on stage? <laughs> yeah, so no, for, no. me, you, Keith, oh. uh, fucking Bobby. Oh, God. Yeah, it, was just, it was just the most fun. All, all, there's nothing with him but good memories. Mm. Right. There's not, nothing but good memories. I, well, the last time I did radio with you guys and him, mm. I was kind of upset he didn't shut his face. As he was smashing me the whole day. Uh, <laughs> and, and, of course, I'm driving home thinking, well, I should have said this or I should have said that. But uh, nothing but good memories, you know, and, and, and the most fun in, in, in my life as, as a comic. Because the most fun in my life is from being a comic. Yeah. Most I- fun from being a comic. I got to ask you guys something because um, what I've heard a lot in the last month or so is this one really hurts, and and you guys are in a world um, more than us, although we we get a taste of it, where a lot of you've seen a lot of guys die young, yeah, but but a lot of you guys are saying this one really fucking hurts, and I've said the exact same fucking thing. This one really fucking stings, and I want to know why. Uh, well, well, one, it, it came out of nowhere. I had to ask him. Uh, the last thing you saw that <laughs> on Patrice, the last yeah. thing you saw Patrice do on TV was that roast. Yeah, he completely stole the whole roast. Right, completely. So you know you're at his bar because he's bigger than life. You know, and and, and I said this too. He's what, Rich? I didn't hear. He's bigger what? Bigger than life. Right. When, yes. When Patrice was around, like when we sit at the cellar. And, and, and like last night we were there, we're having a good time. Which, but when Patrice was around, you really had to step up your game. It's like, it wasn't like, hey, you know, because if you even, whatever, it, it, just, it, was, it was just like the nucleus of the whole thing. And, and I hate to put, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. You're not wrong either, man. He was, I mean, it, it really was. He was, he was too big a focal point. Too loud a guy, too big a presence. Yeah. Uh, it's the worst one. And, I, and I've had a lot of people I love. A lot of people I love have died. But this one, 
uh, I think is the hardest, when, at least yeah. up to this point. And when you say he was the focal point, I mean, we, we all know people that are just loud and you're like, shut the fuck up. With him, it was effortless. You yeah. know what I mean? It was, yeah. it was, it was effortless with him. So much he wasn't trying to force himself into situations or any of that crap. He was just who he, who he was. Someone just wrote, uh, the funny thing is Patrice would be slamming Voss right now. <laughs> yeah, of course he would. <laughs> he would. Yeah. He but... would. <laughs> and that's hilarious. why I'm going to Myrtle Beach to play golf. Because <laughs> oh, shit. That's, when someone passes away, all you have to say is, that's what they would have wanted. Like, nobody yes, knows. you would play golf. That's right. Yeah. The last time I spoke to Patrice, she said, play as much golf as you possibly can. Uh, as opposed to, yeah, at, at Friday and Saturday nights, it's when you should play. It was always fun. We were in, well, one time we were in Amsterdam. And, I mean, I was, and so is Norm, but I've been in Amsterdam. I never went there. And, and, and Patrice, and, and Brazil with Patrice. But we were in Amsterdam, and we're done, we were taping a TV show, we're doing a show, and we're done with it. And uh, we go, let's go to the window, you know, the, the red light district. And Lisa Lambinelli's like, can I go? And Patrice laid into her, like, are you out of your mind? Why would we bring you? So now she's in the bathroom crying, and I figured, well, I'll go in to console her so I can just check out the hot girls going into the bathroom, right? So I, and it was like, there was no way he was letting her come with us to the red light district. Not that we were doing anything, we were just going to go sightseeing. Uh, and it just, he never held back. He, he never held back. Yeah, him and Lisa had a really weird adversarial relationship. Yeah. And he felt bad about it, though. He, at one point, he really, he got, Patrice yeah. went through a thing where he felt really bad about a lot of the, because uh -huh. like most people, you know, you, know you, you don't sometimes think, and as you get a couple years older, he felt really bad about that. Like, and he apologized mm -hmm. to Lisa. And like he, huh. uh, in Florida, uh, on the young Ron and Paul show, or young Paul, I always yeah. mix it up. But uh, she was on, and Patrice was supposed to come on, and she didn't want to be in the room when he was there. Like she was scared of him. Wow. Um, and he's like, "What am I doing?" Like, like it just struck him as to how shitty it was that they had that relationship. Hmm. And he said he was. I think he said he was sorry to her, um, and they made up. And you know, I'm glad for him that he did that, and I'm glad for her. Well, a lot of people uh, in the twelve step program call that making the bad. Yeah, I understand uh, that, but he wasn't, you know, he no. wasn't sober. He didn't need to be sober. He wasn't an alcoholic. No, no, not at all. But, I mean, it was just, it was always, it was always fun. And I, I don't think when he did that in Amsterdam, it was personal. It was just that, hey, this is dudes. We're going to go to the, you know, the red light district. I, you know, if it would have been any female, he would have done, yeah. you know, he would have been, no, you're not coming. He gave her a hard time, though. He, he gave Lisa a hard uh, time. And, he, and she'll tell you that, and he would have told you that. Well, I know, but we give we all give each other a hard time. We were at Caroline's one night years ago, and I was host. He was on the show, and he went up, and his whole set was smashing me and how I slobber, and he's up here doing his his act with a speech impediment. <laughs> and, and I'm like, I'm like, I was, I've never been as mad as I've ever been in my life. And I and I went up there, and I was just like, I couldn't even, you know. But there was times at Caroline's. We used to do this bit, me and Patrice, where he would go on, if I was hosting, he'd go on stage, and he'd kill no matter what. And then I'd go on after him, and, and I'd start, like, uh, uh, talking with somebody in the audience, and I would say something like, oh, look at the size of your eyes, one of my dumb bits. And in the back, you'd hear, Jesus, at the top of his lungs. You know, Jesus, maybe he has that eye disease, right? And then I would say something to somebody else, and you'd hear, you know, Jesus, 
right? And it was the most fun how we would go back and forth, and it was so unforced. He just made it seem like it was supposed to happen. I remember him sitting back by the uh, where the comics, uh, where the dressing room is at Caroline's, just right where you guys come out, yeah. and sitting back there and just trashing Rich as he was doing his doing his act. Well, sitting there going, shut up! <laughs> shut up! <laughs> was, was, he, was he with us that horrible New Year's Eve? We yes! And we went to the worst restaurant. Uh, yeah, you had a mouthful of, like, herring or some shit. Wait, was that uh. with you guys then? We met you and your ex-girlfriend a like, year ago. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We were off the air at that point. We right? all went out. That was it. Yeah, it was uh, with Melinda at the time. Yes. And, and we were walking down the street, and uh, there was some, uh, some homeless people, of course, out on the street. And uh, we passed by, I guess, a couple of black homeless people. And then Melinda pulled out a five and gave it to the white, one of the white homeless people. And Patrice just laid into it. <laughs> so look at you, you sweet little racist. <laughs> and just started fucking pounding. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we ended up in some shitty diner <laughs> on New Year's Eve. How depressing was that? That was terrible, that diner. That was awful. It was very, very bad food. I was so disappointed. Oh. I had my heart set on some good food. Yeah. We had a shitty diner. Yeah, New Year's Eve with the one with the one host from the radio show. You don't want to be with as much as the other one, but the other one, who knows what he's doing because he can't make a commitment. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, yeah, you know, he probably had a fever or something wrong with his finger, so he stayed in that <laughs> night. So you're out with the other full-blown alcoholic. And it didn't really matter what you were eating because he was going to throw it up later anyway. <laughs> You know, it's odd that you even bring up the, the fact with the drinking and the fact that Patrice uh, didn't drink. But the, the one time, the only time I saw him drink was at a party at my house. Uh, we were drinking Guinness and he was like, I want to try one of those. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. You know, I gave him a Guinness and I just remember he sat in that big leather chair. I have this big fucking leather chair. No one sits in it in my house. And he fucking kicked back in this thing. And drank a Guinness, and it was just really a cool fucking thing to hang out and actually have a beer with uh, Patrice. That was fun. I don't know if I ever saw him drink. I mean, um, maybe in, in Brazil. We did Brazil, I think, three times together. Um, at least twice, I think three. And he might have on one occasion yeah. had a few uh, sips. I don't remember. But he was not a drinker. No, he. and he, the funny thing was, no. he's such a big guy, and he had... Uh, and he had a, a quite a little buzz on after uh, one one pint of Guinness. What a lightweight! Oh, I know. He just got that. His eyes were at half mast, and he got that big smile on his face, and everything was hilarious. And uh, yeah, it was kind of cold watching him sit in that giant chair, we, just drinking. We were, we were in Amsterdam, and I'm with another comic from England. I told this story before. Uh, from England, his name's uh, John Seely or whatever. English comic. John. So funny guy. <laughs> So we're, we're in the red light district, me and him. And for some reason, I wasn't going in that night. I just was hanging out with him. So he went, this guy, John, goes into the, uh, you know, into a window. And he's doing whatever with the prostitutes. And after it, he's smoking pot with her. And the prostitute says to him, what do you do? And, and this is, you know, one prostitute out of a million. And, and John says, I'm a comedian. And the prostitute goes, do you know Patrice? <laughs> Out of all the people, a prostitute in, in a window in Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Patrice, and, said, yeah. and then the prostitute said, "He made me cry in a bathroom." So, uh, <laughs> what are the odds? Uh, just 
nothing, nothing but great stories. It's devastating. This is, you know, it, 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 like Norton says, it's just, it was bigger than life. No, I said that. Uh, Sorry, larger than life is an expression we've probably both embraced at one point. Sure. Yes. Between us, we're, we're 90. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so, anyhow, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm driving to the stupid airport. And, and when I get to the airport, I'm going to have to do, I got to do a call in some radio show on Myrtle Beach, but not about this. So it's going to be, so, you know, and it's going to be the guy and the girl, and they're going to be all happy. Oh, God. In this... the middle of it, I'll probably just start crying. You know? <laughs> and... What's wrong? Well, besides the fact I'm talking to you two, that's what I'll tell them. Well, why not, uh, you know, just... Just go with it. Tell them what's going on. Like, yeah. uh, I, I have to do radio uh, after this. I have to do a phone for to promote a gig. And so, what? I can't pretend it's not happening. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck I'm those really little fun. zoo crews, the morning shows. If, if they can't handle a, you know... A real, a real moment. moment. Oh, yeah, boy. fuck them. They don't deserve to. They, you know, yeah. they deserve what they get, which is which is nothing. Exactly. Well, that's what they get when I call in, anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> a little self-deprecating humor. That yeah, yes, got. of course. It's I'm, almost. It's like a number after the World Trade Centers when we, you know, you guys were in it, and I called in, and, and you started for some reason smash me, and they go, "Oh, we're back." Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was that how we got back into the jokes? Going after Voss. <laughs> Probably. I always yeah. wondered what with the, what the first one was. Yeah, you got back in a real joke. Stack, As he boy. said, after the World Trade Centers. Centers, yeah. Yeah, yeah all yeah, of them. There's a lot of them the, down there. Yeah. The jokes and the riddles and then the wacky games. That's when it all started up again. Did uh, we have wacky games back then? Uh, we always have wacky games, don't we? All right, all right. I'll give them that one. Yeah, wacky yeah, games. Yeah. All right, Rich. All right. Well, listen, everybody hanging there. Uh, uh, well, that's it. Riddles. Uh, People got riddles. <laughs> yeah, I guess we, we got riddles we did too. A riddle. We did a riddle segment, Rich. Riddle me this, Batman. Whatever you did. Riddles. Riddles. in your hat. Holding you. Riddles. Riddles. What else do you call them? Riddles. When was the last time riddles meant anything to anyone? They're on uh, Dixie cups. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. All right, All right Rich. Rich. Thank you, brother. Uh, Rich, Rich Voss, everyone. Rich Voss, yes. I guess a lot of people coming in to say uh, say a, a few words, huh? Oh, yeah? Yeah, um, I think uh, Florentine wants to come in. Patrice loved Jim. Ah. I saw Amy last night. Um, I'm not sure who else is coming. I mean, uh, Yeah, the Bobby, tweets were really... Uh, Bob Kelly. The tweets were really nice. A lot yeah. of... Uh, People uh, tweeting. A lot of people I wouldn't have expected, you know, like uh, some some heavy hitters. It just goes to show, you know, how fucking great he was. Uh, well, at least they uh, in the entertainment uh, e online. At least they've got all of his friends when they're quoting tweets. Oh, but I get. I, I, I'm not even really mad at it. it. It's funny. It is just. Oh, really? It just shows you what dummies. <laughs> uh, they can't help themselves. No, and, and I think no. part of it is they like just, we they, need we need names in their world. What, what right, names right. are? They just don't so know. They have to go with the you know the heavy hitters instead yeah. of his actual uh, you know close friends. I don't see a, a tweet here from uh, Norton or Kelly or Voss or Colin. None of them. They just don't know. But it was funny that they uh, they just chose people who. But Charlie, I get because he roasted Charlie. Yeah, so he yeah, liked him. yeah. Um. 
but it was then of course Dane. They started together. Um, you know, and, and Sarah's famous, and she liked Patrice. I, I don't, mm. I don't think they knew each other that well, but I could be wrong. I love this one though from Seth Myers, and, and again, Seth was just tweeting. He wasn't trying to get on the website. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, Patrice O'Neill. A day spent watching clips of him online is a day well spent. Spoken like a guy who spent a lot of time with him. <laughs> but again, I'm not faulting. <laughs> right, right. I'm not faulting uh, Seth because he's right. just writing a nice thing about a guy he probably didn't know that well or know. Right. Yeah, it's once again just lazy reporting, which we talk about all the time on this show. You could have got some pretty damn emotional tweets about Patrice yesterday. Yeah. They decided to go with Seth because I guess he's a big fucking star. What dummies? Gives that? a fuck. He's a big fucking star. There were there were some emotions going around yesterday. Eon, that one made me laugh friends. though. That one made me laugh because Patrice just would have said, "Just, just admit you didn't know me." Yeah, right. right. Just say it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you didn't care. You didn't know me. <laughs> Give a fuck. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> That's the weird, twisting, ironic thing of this whole thing is, you. I would love to hear Patrice's take on his death. Like, like, and 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 the the way people are reacting to it because it would just be stuff like that. Like, you don't know what the fuck is. You know, like it, that's what it would be. I, I think if you if you were able to get through his outer shell, and this is going to sound you know so hokey, but he would absolutely appreciate this. He would appreciate it. Sure. Oh yeah, Absolutely. yeah, he'd appreciate it, but he would fucking make fun he of was on quite a few things. He was on guard most <laughs> yeah, of the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you, you were able to get in there. He would call out the fraudulent parts of it. Oh, yes. absolutely. He would yes. appreciate people right. who love him. He always appreciated people who loved yeah, him. Yeah. I mean, he really did. Um, but the the things like that, and I'm not saying Seth's being a fraud. He just wrote a nice thing about a guy. Right. It's a nice thing to write if you didn't know somebody. Just saying he was funny. Oh, no, I blame yeah. the lazy reporter. The lazy reporter. Because they, 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 they could have uh, picked through the tweets and you know made it. And found out who knew him as a person right. and who knew him as a com uh, you know, right. and just a performer. Right. You don't always need just a big name. Yeah, it's know? just silly. He, obviously, from that tweet, he didn't know him as a person. He right. knew him as a, a comic. And as a, a reporter, you should know that and go, well, all right, that was kind of nice. But this guy obviously has no idea who he really was as a human being so a day spent watching Ugh. is a day well spent a day well spent why don't we uh, spending days spending yes, that's a day that was spent well <laughs> why don't we play something from patrice you got you got something relatively short eric as we go to break um yeah i uh, I'll, I'll get, i mean we could go as long as 10 15 minutes if you got something all right yeah everything um i cut up patrice's uh elephant in the room special and um we've got a, a bunch of cuts here that i'd like play, to focus play all of it because uh i yeah i'd like to focus on stuff he did on our show yeah it's a good point because right. elephant in the room you want people to buy so it goes yeah. to his family and his stepdaughter yeah well we're gonna have to figure out a lot of stuff he rocks pirating yeah. it he rocks like, he rocks like. Look, I'll be uh, when, when the wake is held. I'll be selling elephant on the room on the corner, um, you know, bootleg copies. I'll yeah. sign it. You know, you know, Jimmy. Jimmy makes a good point. We all know we could get our shit for free these days. We all know, but uh, you know, this is going for a great cause. Elephant in the room. Fucking download it. it it's going to go to you know Patrice's family. Isn't it ironic that Erock's trying to find elephant in the room? Yeah, I know. <laughs> just keeps looking at mirrors, going, "Oh, wrong." <laughs> Yeah, if you appreciate it or love the guy, just you know, do the right thing and actually fucking buy it today. Yeah, because even if you have a copy, just buy it again. There's yeah. medical bills, and there's his stepdaughter, and there's Vaughn, who he wanted to take care of, and his mom. I had never met his sister, and it was funny. She she was nice, man. She was really nice, and she in the, in the mouth, like she just looked, she smiled. She looked oh shit, just really? Like really, Patrice. 
It was I was chilling. Just, oh, wow. was really. I saw in the hospital, um, and I just couldn't believe the mouth. Like uh, you forget how specific somebody's mouth is when they speak and yeah, they yeah, smile yeah. and just the. He, he was like, "That's it's Patrice." Wow, it's very odd yeah. to see that in a living person when huh. someone's really sick. Yeah. People will be coming in, I guess, today, and we'll just talk about Patrice. I mean, yeah, well, well, what do you got to play? The to fans, play? by the way, can I say I loved all the tweets and the. They were all nice, oh, and the yeah. emails, and they really are nice. And people say, oh, people reaching out is nice. It is. Even though you're hearing from strangers, they know you're grieving, and people were very genuine. Yeah, I only had a block like three people, I think. Yeah, I was, blocked one. Total. I had one block. I mean, people fucking, just they just get it and understand. When it's something yeah, yeah, close yeah. to home, you don't, you don't fuck with it. Uh, tomorrow, someone, you know, whatever. But do you know what I mean? When it's close to you, you just don't fuck with it. That's yeah. that's that's the always been the rule in this world. Yeah, people have been cool. They're crying their eyes out out there. I can't tell you how many tweets I I read from people just fucking bawling. Yeah, all day yesterday. Yeah, people were very upset. Um, what do you got, Iraq? Um, all right, I got a short version of Patrice doing "It's Raining" stuff. Oh, is it weird. just a song, or is it the whole? Uh, no, the whole thing was too long, but this is, gets right to the heart of it. So you want to do that? Yeah. All right, and and uh, just for the people that are wondering, yeah, all weekend long here on the channel, uh, and we're not promoting it for our. We're just letting yeah, let you know. Hear it. Yeah, letting you know, you know that uh, all weekend long, it's going to be nothing but Patrice on this channel. And E Rock will be playing his CD in its entirety, so you can right, right. just record it. Right. <laughs> and F the family over. Way to go, E Rock. I tried. Alright, here's uh, Patrice O'Neill. How you gonna say no to me? Yo, side pussy. Don't be such a pussy. Go get some side. Patrice, you gotta tell your story. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, that is a funny fucking story, man. <laughs> that is a really funny fucking story. <laughs> Listen to what happened to Patrice. Oh, since the last time we saw him, yeah, it was like it was like Christmas time. I was I had drove driven home, went to uh, you know go to Boston for a second. So I'm driving back, <clears throat> driving back through you know Connecticut. You know you know you know you drive and you get that that um, that scared tired like that tired that you just you go oh my god I'm getting ready to die <laughs> yeah. tired like. Like you, you don't have any more confidence in yourself that you can keep yourself like awake. You go, like you, You're no, like, oh, damn. It's cold, so the, all the windows are down. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Fucking yeah. young Jeezy. Yeah, I'm up, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Blasting, <laughs> punching your leg. And just that type of tired where yep. I went to sleep a couple of times. Oof, so I said, I got to find... Some I was getting ready to pull over to the side. Do you start uh, having the logic in your head where you're like, ah, I could close my eyes for five seconds? Jeez, now when you're driving, no, I, you've never done that. No, no I've no. sat there. Oh, I've done that. Petrified, like, just like Patrice is talking. Oh, I, I think I can give it just all right, just two seconds. <laughs> no. <laughs> I sit there with, with your eyes open, going, motherfucker, you gotta stay you away. You've never negotiated Drive. with yourself. No, no, I have, but it's and been, said I think nope. I could do a couple seconds here. No. Because you're so tired no. that your logic is starting to go? No, my logic goes in a different way. Where, where you're driving, your eyes are open, you're, you're watching the road, and you're going, motherfucker, stay awake, stay awake, stay awake, stay awake. Stay awake. All right. Stay awake. And, th and then, like, oh, trees, road, sky. Yeah. And you're just out, and then, what the fuck? I was just telling you to stay awake, asshole. At, like, at first, first you're driving, and your hand is at the bottom, you know, at where, you, where you fit, your hand is pointed up, and it's, you're, uh -huh. you're controlling at the bottom, the of, the bottom of the Then when you get those scares, you, you put your left hand out the window, hang out the window, drive with your hand on the top. That's okay, I'm, I'm up now. Uh, no, I I'm that kind yeah. of 
horrified tired, so I got to stop. I do the Harvey Keitel fucking Reservoir Dogs chant to myself. You got to stay awake. <laughs> Come on. I smack myself in the face. Stay awake. Stay awake. You're going to fucking stay awake. I don't know. How, the, like the truck drivers, they must oh. know tricks. To yeah, they know tricks. All right. It comes in a bottle. <laughs> or it comes in fucking a piece of tin foil or whatever the fuck. Oh shit! It's called crystal oh methadrine. Corny. I really am a corny motherfucker because I'm thinking, boy, those guys, man, how do they do it? Cocaine. Coke, crystal meth, whatever keeps you fucking going. Whatever gets the load there on time. Oh my god! Keeps from wrapping up a family of I'm five. I'm sitting there thinking they must have. Oh, they 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 channel Yum Curry, the magical <laughs> truck god that gives them energy and strength. You know. Oh. God. The truck god. <laughs> the truck god. Yeah, there's a truck god. You snort it through a straw. You smoke it. Whatever. Oh my god. So I start driving and shit, and I and I and I go. I see a McDonald's in the in the distant. You know. Oh shit. McDonald's uh fucking rest stop. Yeah. So I just do 95 till I get there. Pull in there. Park. I go. Thank God. I lean my seat back. Now you know what I drive. What time is this about? About oh, three in the morning. Oh, I always oh, leave. Way to go, wow. Mr. Jordan. Wow. I, way to go, Mr. I, Jordan. I, I just always leave late. I just always just go go there and come back, like, leave at 12. Yeah. No traffic. I kind of like the no traffic angle. Yeah, no traffic. Go down, go down to Merritt or 95 from time to time. Yeah. So I, so I park. I'm parked there. I put my seat back. Now, I drive a, a Suburban, and it's, it's, it's niggered up big time. Like, you know, <laughs> I, got, I got 22s just so it don't fuck because I drive in New York. I would get 24s, yeah. but, you know, the potholes fuck your shit up, so <laughs> I got tent that's, like, as black as anything, you know, and the whole nine, so, you know, I, I put my seat back, whoo, thank God, put my um my skylight up, I look in the sky, and shit, just fall asleep, I lean back. You're probably out in, like, two seconds. About two seconds, yeah. but for some reason, you know, after about five minutes of sleeping, I just, my, my eyes open, nothing woke me up. Just my eyes open. Right? Not a sound, nothing. I just like open your eyes. Oh, boy. I look to the left, then I look to my right, out my passenger side. There's a guy looking at my window. <laughs> oh, Clean cut white guy. Abercrombie and Fitch. Fucking, yeah. Fucking ties. Clean. And, and I'm looking at him. Did and I'm you staring jump at him. Or? No. No. I don't get scared like that. Like, just. I can't Mo fucking movie have fear fucks me up. Like, you know, creepy nah, shadow figures. But like people don't. Dude, fucking any if I open my eyes and someone's there or or something. Nah, you, you gotta try to stay cool. Oh. And you gotta when I almost got raped by that big black guy. I had stayed cool. <laughs> you gotta understand how tinted my windows are. Oh, yeah. You gotta understand this. Now, I look at him to try to give him like for thirty seconds we're looking at each other. Like <laughs> just kinda staring. So I, I finally go, okay, this nigga ain't leaving. I, I, I turn my key backwards, crack my window about an inch. I go, what, what, what's up, man? He goes, it's cold out here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's cold. It's cold out. I go, it's I go, cold out. I go, I go, I go, what? He goes, it's cold out here. And he, and he tries my handle. Oh, my door. He pulls my door handle. Holy shit. It's cold out here. Pulls my door. I said, what? what well, go inside. <laughs> I, go, I go, well, go inside. It's coffee in there. Now, I'm sitting there not thinking anything except for this is some oh, crazy motherfucker man. who needs warmth. And I'm going, well, you know, I'm sorry, dude, but 
you know, you're not going to warm up in my fucking yeah. car, you know? He thought you were a gangster fan. And so he walks away. I'm looking at him. And I'm yeah. still not, my, my energy still isn't like, what the fuck? I'm just like, that was weird. You That's know, a little from odd. From New York, right. you know? Yeah. So this, I watch him. This motherfucker gets into a Subaru Outback with a Christmas tree on top. <laughs> And drives away. And oh, that's when man. that's when the adrenaline kicked. I said, This motherfucker, he was going he was gonna suck strange black dick before he went home to take a Christmas tree to his <laughs> fucking family. <laughs> it gave me it was like drinking fourteen cups of coffee and a roll. Oh, you were awake. Once I said this guy was a fag. I didn't know. I thought he was just a creepy cold guy. Creepy. <laughs> He's creepy cold guy. A little I cold. Said, I, I felt so bad for women that this guy. I wanted to. It was almost like I let uh, something evil escape. Like I wanted right, right. to follow him and and, and just warn go to his everybody. Lair right. And go. This guy is smam. Your husband is trying to suck strange gangster cock. And it 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 was a, and it was just like Gangster Fag song. It was a well dressed, fucking businessman type sucking wow. dick at a Connecticut restaurant. White dude. Wow. It was un. It's cold out here. What? It's cold out here. That's something that you say. And pulls my fucking my hand like on my door. Like you felt like you let something evil escape. It, it like felt that. like I let him. Like I said, I should have. Like, for the duty of the world, like, just chase this guy. Because you think the family he's bringing that fucking Christmas tree oh home my has God. any clue? That their husband is sucking rest stop dick and has a rest stop code. Like, I'm going, if I was a fag, is that the code? It's cold out here. <laughs> right. Oh. The, the pigeons fly in January. <laughs> Hop on in, faggot. Hop on it. Click the door unlocks. <laughs> click, click. You think he drove you know away with password. Christmas music in his car? And then, and then like, he gets huh? in and rubs his hand like, <laughs> yeah. it really Ooh. was cold out there. That yeah. was the fat code, but it's chilly. Yeah, I'm just cold. <laughs> helping a brother out. <laughs> That's what got me was the Subaru Outback, and I just covered my With mouth like, like I just let I let evil go. I let it go. I let it. I should have followed really him, Honey, it, honey, I'm home with the tree. With the Get the kids. Tree and he with the dude. It, I shouldn't even care about shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It's just it seems so evil. Man. Yeah. So fucking evil. Wow. Wow. It's cold out here. It's cold out here. Well, anyone ask that? <laughs> Way to read the signs, though, you dummy. I'm such a. I'm so. I'm a fag. You told for being him to go so in, stupid. You told him to go into the McDonald's. Like, yeah, yeah, like that yeah. wouldn't be your well, first like, thought if you were I'm really get cold. my dick sucked in McDonald's. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yes, but John, listen. The, Fuck. I, thank you, Patrice. I was really stupid. I wasn't sure if I should go into this really Obi. warm building in your car. Obi. And now that you're telling me, Obi. of course I should go I, in the building. I deserve the pounding you're about to give me. But it's like none yeah. of my reaction was you fucking faggot it was it's cold out here huh oh, well. and my mind was trying to think of a way and this is what i was thinking not get out of here fag it was hey i i, I can't i can't let you warm up in my car yeah i mean god bless you you're cold you. and it's a cold day but <laughs> <laughs> Go inside. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't tell the, the guy. Holiday spirit. What? Did they uh, lose their heat in there? Uh, <laughs> what? You need some money for coffee? <laughs> you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Let's go to Paul the trucker. Hey, Paul, what's up? <laughs> it's what? Hold on, hold on, hold on, Paul. Sorry. 
<laughs> yeah, fuck the McDonald's or anything. He had his own car. And no, I didn't Warm see in his car. No, you Holy shit, I, even no, better, Patrice. You know, yeah. I, didn't, what, you I woke up to so see him. So you didn't know he had the car until later. I didn't see this motherfucker. I woke up to see him at my passenger side with his face in my shit. But that even confirms it more because let's say he was a fucking drunk and he got thrown out of McDonald's. And that's why he was cold. Like, you could even rationalize that until he gets in his own car that fucking, like, has heat. <laughs> Someone's making a great point here, Brian in Rhode Island. Go ahead. Uh, Brian, go ahead. Hey, uh, didn't, this, didn't Patrice say that it was like 3 in the morning? What the hell is this guy doing out getting a Christmas tree at 3 in the morning? That's a desk, dude. This is the it whole. Have, it might have been his prop. The whole evil was going through my head, yeah. like, honey, I'm, I'm on the way. I work late. I'm yep. on the way home from blah blah blah, dude. It, he had a family because he had a Subaru yeah. Outback and a Christmas tree on top. No, it's like it was so. After that is when it kicked in. The creepiness of it kicked in then. And I thought of it. What the fuck are you doing out here with a Christmas tree at three? You're just coming in. Well, hey, it's four, honey. You know, I picked up a Christmas tree from the all-night Christmas tree place yeah. up on Connecticut Boulevard. And this mother, man, dude, it, 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 it it's cold out here. He was on some kind of fucking little business thing where he tells the wife, you know, I'm, I'm going to be working late. He's just perusing black men porno sites getting himself all worked up has the christmas tree three in the morning figures he better get home and then he sees the rest stop here we go <laughs> and you're just the prize was right a, there i was i was the your grand prize merry fucking mm. christmas you might as well put a bow around your fucking a mistletoe <laughs> on your belt buckle oh, 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 oh. here's a black gentleman for you it's coming out Oh, 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 oh. oh, shit. And what do you want, successful white man? <laughs> I'd like a black gangster cock <laughs> right here in the rest stop. And, and, I, and I am so, like, if you don't know me, you know, you know I just like to dress, like, dress the part. Yeah. But, you know, I'm a comedian. But my whole out thing is like, uh, you know, giant black dude. I'm in a tinted up truck. I got my damn my hoodie on, my this and that. Yeah, and the this first guy's... impression of that would be I'm not walking up to his fucking vehicle and asking directions. I'm not I'm not going for legitimate purposes to your fucking vehicle and knocking on the window while you're sleeping. And he just was looking like just the I, stare. I can't, I can't even like describe was it crazy man stare. It was just looking. That's stare of wanting. <laughs> wanting. But then when he said his when he when he made his wanting. move. When he made, made, his, his move. made his move, he didn't look at me. He turned to the so his his profile was at my window. His so, good side. So when I when I rolled the window down a little bit, what's up? And it just he didn't look me in the eye. He just he didn't have the common decency to, to look, look you me in the eye, eye to ask for the cock. That's cold out here. It's cold out here. All right, let's go to Paul. <laughs> He's a trucker. He has creepy <laughs> shit. Paul the trucker, what's up? The rest stops have like become the new gay bathhouses of America, but I was in Gwinnett, Georgia, and I stopped, and I was waiting to go pick up a trailer, and I, you know, I was there for about five or six hours. I went in to use the bathroom, and the phone rings. You know, the, the pay phone, and I'm like, oh, okay, whatever, I keep going, come back, the phone rings again. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm pitching myself thinking I'm not in the twilight zone. Check in the truck, or maybe something to eat, go back out, get a soda out of the vending machine, this phone rings again. I'm like, all right, what's up? So I'm looking around, I pick the phone, the guy's like, it's... Oh, suck your cock. And I'm going, huh, what? I'm looking around the phone. Holy <laughs> Jesus. So I hang the phone. I'm walking back, and this cop pulls up, and he's just laughing his ass off. And I go, what's so funny? He goes, 
He answered the phone, didn't you? I go, yeah, why? Because I was watching. He goes, there's probably some gay guy in a car over here wanting to blow you. And I was like, what? He's like, oh, yeah. He goes, this is like the prime homosexual hangout area. Well, like, and, and they know the pay phone number? What they do is, yeah, they pull up and they get <clears> the pay phone number. Then when you walk by, they dial it and you pick up. It's like, such a cock. Fags oh, it's just like, holy huh. Jesus. Fag's a genius. Because genius. if I started to beat the shit out that motherfucker, all he said was, it's cold out here. It's cold he out didn't here. Go, I'm, I'm, oh. I'll jerk your balls. Right. It's like they're so covert. Just no, to get in. Keep up the good work, boys. All right, thanks, Paul. You know what it's good like? Story. It's like Dracula. You got to invite him in. <laughs> See, that's it. It's cold out, here. and and you you had to then invite him in, and in order to knew, make the next when step. When he knew I wasn't a fag, he immediately bounced. But it wasn't like. Okay, it wasn't like, oh, sorry, it's up a floor. He left like, you ever see that, that, that thing in the, mo in the Godfather where they say, listen, you don't <laughs> run, you don't walk. Don't look no one in the eye, no you don't look away either. don't look away either. That's how he left. He just goes, oh, all right, and walked calmly away, like almost like he knew I would be in shock if I wasn't a, 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 a Right, fag. don't like, give you any time to really think about it. Just leave the situation. <laughs> This is the Opie and Anthony Show. 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 All right, we're back live. Yes. Uh, a lot of people have arrived since uh, since we took a break. We got uh, Mr. Bob Kelly in studio, Mr. Jim Florentine, and uh, Joe DeRosa. Not Mr. Joe DeRosa? Not Mr. Joe DeRosa. <laughs> <laughs> he's still a newbie, so he's just Joe DeRosa. <laughs> and, of course, right. the shitting on each other started the second these two walked in a fucking room. Yeah. Uh -huh. Just fucking shit. Hitting on each other. Uh, and we got to go to the hotline right away because Joe Rogan is calling from L.A. Oh. Uh, hey, Joe. Hey, what's up, boys? Hey, buddy. What's up, Joe? What's going on? How you doing, man? It's just a weird day for everyone. Hanging. So. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. They, some, I, someone said you played a, a nice clip and said some stuff on your podcast yesterday, too. Yeah. We uh, we played that one. There's a one clip that really, for me, defines Patrice. When you guys got in trouble for that, oh. that the, of course you remember the, the crazy yeah. guy who said all the shit about Condoleezza Rice. Yeah, yeah homeless, homeless Charlie. Charlie, who we yeah. fucking loved. Patrice got on that Fox show with that really humorless lady. <laughs> yeah, from <laughs> now. And just annihilated her, made her look ridiculous, made the whole thing look preposterous, and defined it in the best way that I heard anybody define all this PC bullshit about going after comedians and radio DJs for trying to be funny you yeah. know and that that it was that it all comes from the same place that funny all comes from the same place it was brilliant the way he said it the way he put it was brilliant the way he handled that dumb cunt was brilliant <laughs> the, the whole thing was brilliant he, it was just it was just perfect. It was perfect, Patrice. He killed her with intelligence. Besides, yeah. besides the comedy, that's what was so brilliant about it. When she called him a fool, he won. Yeah, you know, he yeah. goes, "Oh, name calling." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, "Oh, I'm offended." I'm offended. Yeah. It was, it was so. It was so perfect. You know. Yeah. He he killed her with intelligence and charm, and just by being a comic and saying. I'm here speaking for funny, you know, and, and then <laughs> when she was like, funny. she tried to like go over his act and paraphrase his act, and he's like, no, 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 that's not what I said, and then he goes and does the whole angry pi pirate thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit, you that know, was but, hilarious. No, no, I said, you ejaculate her eye, and then you kick her in the shin, <laughs> and, <No. laughs> and she walks around like an angry pirate, ah, and then people were laughing on the crew, and he's like, how 
How are you laughing? Right. Yeah. <laughs> this woman's outraged. Yeah. Oh God damn, that was fucking but that's, funny. That's a great way—a great way to deal with somebody. Like that's how you deal with a dummy like that from now. Yeah. Is you don't you don't uh, cower to them or bow to them. You just if you're belligerent about it, they really have no recourse. And that's what he did, and he destroyed her. Yeah, it was it was it was vintage Patrice. And that guy liked him. That John Gibbs really liked Patrice. He would have him. I think Fox got mad at that, mm -hmm. but John Gibbs really loved Patrice. Well, John Gibbs had to do an apology for Patrice's performance. Yeah. <laughs> Did he really? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. He didn't want to. You could just tell, you know, he was in a, a bad spot. And then, unfortunately, you know, Patrice is sticking up for us and, and comedians in general. And like you said, Joe Funny. And it turned out that Fox never used him again. But that was Patrice. He didn't give a fuck. He didn't care. He didn't yeah, care. what he did was better than Fox using him a hundred times. Right. Towing their company line. Right. It was the, the, one of my favorite parts is when uh, the, when was, Patrice, was, Patrice was like, "I speak for funny." He goes, "You speak for people that stand in front of that thing." And go, oh, today, blah blah blah. Find that guy's life. Yeah. Is <laughs> forty hours a week he gets in front of a fucking camera and does that, and Patrice just made him look preposterous. Right. You know. Oh man. He spoke yeah. For funny, he fucking said it, and that was true. He spoke for funny. She had no idea what she was in for when she, because she oh. probably. Like, Man, and I was yeah. saying earlier in the show, the worst thing you could do with Patrice is not realize what a bright guy he was, because he was really a brilliant guy. And and she didn't understand that he was a smarter person than she was, and he was going to run circles around her mentally. Like, yeah, he's a big, loud guy, but he was going to outthink her, and uh, he really made an absolute asshole out of her, which was yeah, fantastic. Her whole premise was that she was speaking for America, you know, and we are tired. He's like, who, who? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> name names. <laughs> Name you know, one name. You speaking for America? Are right. you speaking for America? Right. And he could do. Speaking for me. He dismissed her, and if anybody knows the face, the, the Patrice scrunch, the <laughs> yes. face, the dismissive yeah. face scrunch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you never want it to be on the receiving end of the dismissive face scrunch. <laughs> it would have been a great silent film actor. <laughs> oh, yeah. by the, faces. But, but they're always followed by the Patrice finger. Yeah, yeah. 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 Go away. Uh, Go away. She's yes. done with you. <laughs> yeah, but he right. dismissed. She kept plowing forward with her pre-rehearsed bullshit. It was yep. beautiful. I I liked your tweet yesterday, Joe. Uh, that Patrice was a thinker, man. Yeah. People was, need uh, to understand was, that. Yeah. Well, you know, people love to categorize people, and it's, it's so easy. And you know, when you you have a black comic, you know, and uh, you mm -hmm. know, people automatically just assume that they fall into a very specific category. You know, and Patrice was just a brilliant comic. He was a brilliant thinker. He was the type of guy that if he wasn't a comic, he would be that dude that you would, like, look forward to going to work. Because if you're working with yeah. that guy, cause you know he was going to say some funny shit all day while you work together. Yeah. Yeah, one thing, one thing that was really great was uh, the fact that he could take this a very complicated subject and I'd be sitting here all geared up for a very in-depth, complicated, let's dissect this <laughs> subject thing. And he would sum it up in one sentence yeah. and make you think, fuck, that is it. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. It's like when he was talking about the DC sniper on Tough Crowd. Remember that? I don't and remember. he summed it up to a, a nigger and a Buick. And he pointed out that they that they beeped the word Buick and kept the word nigger. He goes, they beeped Buick. Yeah, yeah. He would have these theories, 
And uh, he would really agree at, at, at like penning you into a corner and making his, th no matter how wrong he was, I'm telling you, white women don't understand cooking. And then he would just, for 15 minutes, convince you, God damn it, he's right. White women stink in the kitchen. <laughs> he almost got me and my wife to do a threesome with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he is a motherfucker. Oh, he was awesome, man. He was yeah. awesome. He was a real unique dude, like a, truly a one of a kind. Yep. You know, you, you asked me to find another dude who's like Patrice. Boy, I can't think of one. You know, I really can't. Mm -hmm. he, he was very uniquely his own person. Very, a very different dude. You know, very different kind of thinker. He wasn't afraid of being wrong either, and that that's one thing I loved about him is, and he was wrong sometimes, and you know he always made it, he, he, even when he was wrong and he was his argument was wrong, he was always interesting. He was never he never gave you a typical or predictable point of view, even when it was stupid. It was like, well, I can see why he would say that. He was amazing at making you understand why he felt the way well, he felt. He was a great listener, which is important. You know? Yeah, yeah, but he was a great talker too. I mean, I of course I would talk to him for like four hours on the phone. I I remember I'd go to sleep. And I'd wake up, and he'd still be talking. You <laughs> 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 oh, oh, always man. knew Patrice was done with you, too, because he'd call you up, and he would say whatever it was he had to discuss. <laughs> and then you'd go, like, yeah, man, my relationship's in trouble. And he'd go... You at the cellar tonight? <laughs> All right, scumbag. I get a time to go. <laughs> I fucking, my ears were available for your fucking uh, dissertation, and now you got to call someone else and repeat yourself. Sweep. Yeah, that fucking sucks. Yep. It's very sad, man. Yeah, well, you know, um, Stan Hope and I were on the phone yesterday, and uh, I, I called him up, and I'm like, did you hear about Patrice? He's like, yeah. And, you know, we, we realized there was nothing to say, so we just go, sucks, fucking sucks. Yeah, sucks, that's all you can really sucks. say. And, and then and he said, he goes, you know what, it's better that than him not being able to talk. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that's you know been what? something a lot of people have said, too, yeah. Yeah. For Patrice, yeah, fuck. fuck yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. can you imagine the torture of not being able to point out the stupid shit that you see all around you? I know, right? And yeah, not even the talking, been... too. It's like to not be able to, like, communicate. Like, mm. if you can't, like, even to little things like nodding or gesturing where you can at least let people know mm. what you want. And yeah. anything that happens, people would know is because you want it to happen. That would kill him, too. If he could just uh, nod and we oh. had to just, just oh. fucking Voss yapping to him at a coffee shop. <laughs> that barn he was fucking. You'd see him just crack his own neck. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking uh. throw his head on the pavement. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> uh, you know? When you think about trying to replicate him, you know, when you think about trying to replace him, that's when you realize how special that dude was. Like, imagine someone trying to take that. Nah, place. impossible. He never, he, he never, even when I met him in Boston, you know, I met him, me and Billy and Dane. And, 20 years ago, right, Bobby? Yeah, we, I met him in a, comp, uh, the, remember the BCN Comedy Riot show? Oh, yeah, yeah. We were all in it together, and he showed up, and he's just, you know, it's Boston, but he's this big black dude. He there was never a race around him though. No. You hang out with Patrice. I, I used to drive him to his house in Roxbury, and it was never like, oh my god, I'm driving a black dude back to the project. It was just driving Patrice home. He was always just Patrice. He was never, yeah, yeah. You know, not let's say that like he didn't, you know, bring up black subject. He wasn't black, but he it was never a like you know, I'm black, you're white. It was just fucking Patrice all right. the time. Yep.
Yeah, he didn't fall into that easy box. There's an easy box to fall into when you're a black comic. You know, you start doing black comedy. You know, a lot of a lot of black comics will tell you too, like that they get pressured to do a certain type of comedy to fit in on Chocolate Monday or Fat Tuesday or whatever those all black shows are. You know, uh -huh. he never did that. It was it was just Patrice. You're right. No, the crowd was always diverse. Every time you saw him. I remember though yeah. he he we talking on the phone. You could talk about shit, and it wasn't like a fucking. You know, you talk to comics. It's like that's a bit. You should do that. And it's like right. shut the fuck up. <laughs> if you ever did that with him, he'd be like motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna talk to you. Yeah, <laughs> we, we were talking one day. How do you tell if Japanese people are gay? Because <laughs> he, he was like, you'd have to go, dude. You uh, you uh, you, uh, you like pussy? Hey. <laughs> you, uh, you like you like sucking dick? Hi. You could talk to him about bullshit for hours. Nothing. Yeah, the dumbest for hours. Thing. You could discuss for hours. Hours. Right? I remember he had so many phases too. He yeah. would tell you you fucking. He'd make fun of you for something, and then a month later show up with the same hat, <laughs> and you'd be like, "You motherfucker!" He'd be like, "Hey, we can do." It's cool. It's cool now. Yeah. It's, it's cool now, though. <laughs> he bought my watch. This motherfucker called me on the. You know my big Breitling that I've had. Uh, it was the first thing I bought when I got any money at all. And everybody, he gave me shit. Dude, what do you need such a fucking big watch for? I uh, like whatever. He called me up with it. What kind of watch you got? <laughs> like it's a Breitling Super Avenger. It's all you know, the white face. It's great. And uh, and then he I sh he showed up the next time. He had the exact the exact same watch. And it's not a Timex. It's yeah, like yeah. It, it's like three thousand dollars. Go out of your yeah. way. And then he told me not to wear his watch. <laughs> He's like, stop wearing my watch in public, man. Oh. And people, people believed it was his watch. <laughs> his his phases were were true. Like he went through the fucking football jersey phase. Oh. All right, I watched yeah, the yeah. old tough crowd clips. And, you know, he always thought that was his thing. He would wear the f fucking the Dolphins hat and the Dolphins jersey. Yep. And then all of a sudden he was a fucking uh, putting on the Ritz with his stupid big hats. <laughs> he his fucking extra his large hats, suits. Yeah. He walked in the cellar one <laughs> night with a suit on and one of those fucking hats. I said, are you coming up with your own barbecue sauce? <laughs> He very rarely, he never really caught a full pounding, though. He always, I've gotten full poundings. Yes. I've gotten to the point where I've thrown clothes out. Like, I went home and talked to my wife, and she was like, it's all right. Maybe you should find new friends. You know? He's, he never, his laugh, his laugh would diffuse all that. Oh. When you, you, you're trying to get at him, and then he would just kill the whole mood with one big over-the-top laugh. You're like, fuck. And he was so loud. Right. Yeah, yeah, I remember the first time I met him, I 14. do it. I'm at the comedy cellar, and I do a set, and I guess he's following me, so he's in the hallway, and I walk out, and he's just shaking his head. He's like, you drove in for Jersey for that? <laughs> And he pulls a 20 out. He goes, here's some tall money. I feel bad for you. And the first time, I'm like, what a fucking dick. Yeah. And then he just starts to laugh. Come here, man. I'm like, fuck you. He's like, oh, come here. Come here. And he just started laughing. He's like, man, that was fucking awful. That was fucking awful. Never forget that. He was, he was definitely able to tread that line between being just a complete scumbag and being unbelievably charming. Right. He was. Somehow he was charming yeah. after that. Yeah, I talked to him. How the fuck is that possible? The first time... The first time I met him was at the cellar. I was like, I was like a year into comedy, and I was 
bright eyed oh, no. and bushy tail in New York. Oh, and I oh, walked knock in, that right out of you. Yeah, <laughs> I walked in, I had really like curly, like froey hair and a big bushy beard. And uh, him and Keith were talking, and I kind of knew Keith. And uh, I wanted to chime in with my stupid oh, whatever. And I go, you know what I think? And he just looks at me with the scrunchy <laughs> face that you were talking about, Jim. And he goes, shut the fuck up, you halfway through a werewolf transformation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brutal! Fucking I, yeah! I didn't speak for like six months in the cellar after that. Well, you shouldn't have. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's man. fucking hilarious! <laughs> oh, goddamn! Goddamn! You know, his, his take on things was always so different. It was always so like, whoa, okay, and there's that too. You know, yeah, just, yeah. Just pull it out of nowhere. Yeah, he's, things he's, you just wouldn't fucking think of. Yeah, yeah. Right. he's he's one of the funniest guys on the. Oh, ever, ever. I mean, I mean, no, I mean, I watch. You can watch all the greats, Chris Rock, all those fucking guys. He's he's. I think he's funnier and up there with all of them. He yeah, was, oh, yeah. yeah. especially in, in person. It's just the industry. Yeah. If the industry gave him a pass, right. if somebody said you. Because he didn't want to do it on anybody else's terms. He, you know, he didn't want to fucking play ball and feel like yep. shit because he fucking played ball with people that he regularly wouldn't like <laughs> yeah. and that he was funnier than. And he knew he was. He knew funny, and they didn't. If he, if they gave him just a shit, he would be the biggest thing of all time. That's why he said he only deals with mid-level Jews. <laughs> <laughs> talking about the mid-level Jews, he can handle them. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, his last Comedy Central special was pretty fucking good, man. Oh it was. God. Oh yeah. It was great. It was a real, true representation of what he's capable of doing. You know, and so oftentimes, you know, we know a lot of guys who never really get that one special that sort of kind of defines their act. But he nailed it. He nailed it in that, in that Comedy Central special. Yeah, that was a good great. one. He was a good. And, and stop if you. If, I know you guys are passing that around, but go fucking buy it. Yeah, we're don't just watch the sure whole fucking thing. Yeah, we were saying that before. Just like, yeah, because uh, the money's yeah. going to go towards his I family. Get it. Yeah, go yeah. buy it and spend Please. the money and have it and own it and fucking support Patrice's family. Are you guys going to do any benefit shows or anything? No, no. we're never going to do no that. No way, not not for free. Not, not for free. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if they give out, like, cool iPads, I'll yeah, do it. I'll, 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 I got a check for 250 waiting. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'll wind up doing something. Sure. Yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. Yeah, we're going to do something. This is just so new. We'll figure it all out. Yeah. He, he, um, uh, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. I got a question. Did you guys ever see him bummed out? Ever? All the time. Sure. I saw him. I really? Remember, I remember in L.A. He actually taught me. Uh, he, it's, Patrice was What do you mean fuck? all the time? Well, because we talked all the time. We're always fucking with comics, you know? It's comics like, are always miserable. It's, 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 he should have been. He shouldn't have. He told me. He said, dude, I shouldn't be. I should be more famous than I am. I shouldn't. Be friends with you. <laughs> like, like, he like, he's like, I love you, Bobby, but I shouldn't be able to. I shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. I shouldn't be as accessible to you as I am. Like you can just call me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I remember when in L.A. He he was staying with me in L.A. and uh, he he was. I was staying in the Culver City at a one bedroom, and he he we both did this competition. 
and he went he went forward in it, and he of course of course he did he you know, and uh, he was staying on he had to come back out he's staying on my couch and now I'm not in the competition he wanted rides to this he wanted me to drive him to the laugh factory I was in the competition I didn't get picked now you want me to drive you, <laughs> but he actually schooled me he was like yeah that's what friends do you fucking piece of garbage you drive me you let me stay at your house you let me you feed me that's what you and i was like oh okay I, you know, you're right you're fucking right that's yeah. what we do we fucking help each other and uh i remember he came home after doing it and he did well and he just was like he was so he didn't know if he got it and he didn't think he did because something happened mm. it wasn't a perfect set and i remember he was so fucked up like just give me a fucking break like, and this was years ago. Yeah, yeah. And it just gave me one fucking break. I can't. He, They wanted him to cut something out of his act. And if he did it, he would compromise his set and what he want, thought was oh, funny. Okay. Yeah. And if he didn't, it would be good for his to go on in the competition. And he didn't. Mm. He didn't. He did. And they fucking let him do his thing. And he got in. And he got the Showtime special. <laughs> so, I mean, that's one of those defining moments where you... Cut it, and you, I look. I, I yeah, I'll cut it. Go ahead. I just want to be liked and fucking on TV. Right. Most guys would do that. Most guys would go whatever you want. What are you going to do? He would take. That's why people didn't understand him. He would take that moment and go. If I do this, I know it's not a big deal. But if I do this, I'm changing who I am, who yeah, I think yeah. I am, and I can't fuck you. I'm not. I'm you, not cutting anything. You think he was? You think he was stubborn in that way, or it, it wasn't stuck. It, it, I think it's a, it's it's a point in life where you got to choose who the fuck you are. Right. People always felt like God, just make that tiny little change. But to him, it felt like a massive uh, and it's he, a he was all cut too. He, he, Once you make one compromise, right. then you're gonna just. But keep he was doing it. at times uncompromising in, in an unreasonable way, and he yeah. would tell you that. Like there's times yeah. where he would look back and probably go like, Ah, I wish I had played the game a little bit because it is a business and you have to do certain things that he wasn't good at doing. Yeah. And he would say that, like he yeah. knew that. Yeah, yeah. yeah my my, uh, back, yeah. my friend was an audio guy on this uh, Comedy Central pilot. That him and Voss did. I think they were like roasting people at a wedding or something yeah. like that. Disney only took that. And it, he said that, you know, Patrice had his mic on. He was listening to him abuse these Comedy Central executives when they came down to watch the pilot and, and give notes. He goes, I never heard a fucking bashing before in my life. Ultimate <laughs> pilot never got picked up. He's like, I respect that guy, man, because he just told him that shit ain't funny. I ain't fucking doing it. Wow. Why are you here? Why are you, you, wear, you, you have a pocket watch? Go home. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big guys there too and the pilot never got picked up it's like i respect that motherfucker. it's like web junks i mean that's the tosh 2.0 that he's getting millions of dollars for right, right that's right. what it is yep. and he was like i'm you know that he got into a problem with them and he was like i no, fuck you and yeah. they, i mean i would have fucking yep whatever you want sir yeah everybody in this room would have fucking bent over and took it in the ass <laughs> yes. most people we know certainly would have uh, made yeah. the changes but that wasn't patrice no he had such a he had such a like an under like a firm understanding too with the realities of that which you know he would always say like look man if you want to walk that righteous road you got to take the lumps like you got to be ready to lose money and whatever, and he would talk about like if somebody at a club when he was coming up would say, "Patrice, don't do that bit where you say cunt or whatever," and you go, "You know, is it a big deal for me not to do the bit? Not really, but it's just a matter of I can't allow you to tell me to not do it mm. because once I open that door a little bit, then it swings open and yeah, it, and it yeah. never, you know what I mean? It's just the floodgates are open, mm. you know. And a lot of guys aren't familiar with that the way he was. A lot of guys go, "I want to be the fucking rebel." But I also want to be loved by everybody. He was yeah, also you know? defensive yeah. sometimes when he did like like he would do that 
Because, you know, everybody wants to, to succeed and, and do well. And then when he realized, like, hey, this group actually likes me, then he would just think, oh, okay. Like, he a lot of times was, was more mm. defensive than he needed to be because more people were going to like him and be comfortable with him than he thought. Well, he said right. that one time. He goes, I'd rather make you feel uncomfortable than I feel uncomfortable. You know, then you make me feel uncomfortable. Like, people come into the room, the execs and the big, powerful people, and they'd, you'd feel fucked up. He says, I'd rather just immediately make him feel like a piece of shit than me sitting there feeling like a piece of shit, <laughs> which may, may be wrong, may, may hurt him, may, I don't know, but it fucking makes sense. I mean, it was hilarious to watch when some important fucking douche would walk in the room. He goes, look at you. <laughs> fucking short. Which, is that a wig? <laughs> <laughs> we had such a fight when we were fucking taping the Colin Quinn show on NBC. It was, uh, there was three episodes, and I was in two of them with Patrice. And we would do our act. It was Monday nights at 9.30 on NBC on the SNL stage, and it was live. So you were, it was, you know, Colin would do an opening monologue and opening bits, and then he did something called Town Hall, which was like Nick DiPaolo and a couple of us, Keith, myself, uh, Geraldo was in, the, I think, a couple of them, and Patrice, and we would just do a bit of our act. It was like the original Tough Crab. We were actually doing pieces of our act uh -huh. for, for a couple of minutes each into live TV. And I remember I had to go over things with standards and practices, and I was trying to get something through. And fucking, he was standing there just shit-talking me, and the woman. <laughs> and I'm like, well, look, why can't I say this? It's about race. And she's like, well, you can't do that. And he's just like, what are you doing? And I'm like, shut the fuck up, would you? This is live television, you asshole. <laughs> oh, we had such a fucking fight. <laughs> and he was wrong. That one he was wrong about. Because he, yeah. like, he was like just being him. And I'm like, dude, what are you, I'm fucking, this is standard to practice. on NBC. I'm doing fucking live TV. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, yeah, when he was nervous, because he was nervous, he, he was... Yeah, you know, fucking you know, just venting. Do you remember the fight we got in in Brazil? Man, were you were you there in Brazil? We had a rule in Brazil: if you got a lady of the evening, oh you yeah, you put her in a car behind you because they'll, you know, they're a bunch of fucking criminals. You know what I mean? They'll you drop don't want them throwing drugs and blaming drugs, you. And there's roadblocks everywhere, especially on the weekends. The cops just set up a roadblock. They look in, see a, a, a tourist with one of the girls, and they they pat you down. Then you get to pay them off. I, I we had this rule, but Patrice was Patrice, you know, he was the fucking mayor of Brazil, fucking Rio. De he spoke, After one day, well, he yeah. spoke Everyone fucking two Portuguese words, and it sounded like he's he spoke fluent Portuguese because <laughs> he would slow it down. He go, tuta 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 pen, obrigado. What the fuck? Shut the fuck. Yeah, he really thought he was a man about town. It's like they want your money, asshole. <laughs> You guys were doing gigs in Brazil? No, no jokes, no, jokes, no. jokes. Oh, fucking no. hookers. <laughs> we're banging thirty dollar yeah. whores. Yeah, yeah. The, that was three to uh, one back then. Too, dude, right? we would take fucking hundred milligram Viagras and go to the whorehouse and just not come until like the third or fourth girl because once you blew the load, you, you know you were done. And I remember me and him standing there in our robes upstairs and fucking uh, whatever that Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo. Uh -huh. And I had a fucking a hundred milligram Viagra hard on, <laughs> poking out the front of my fucking rope. And, and, and you couldn't see my dick, but you could see the tent. And me and him were just standing there, and we're both just looking at the tent in my robe, and we're howling at exactly where we are and what we're doing. We're like in a third world country, taking dick pills and fucking prostitutes for twenty American dollars. Holy shit! You flew in for that? Oh my god! Oh, yes. Yeah. You didn't hear about the Brazilian? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Joe, that was than, like a two, three year period Joe, with these guys. Joe, more than once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah How many years was it? Was it about a three year period? No, it was, it was when we were off the air. I, I never went oh. once we came back on because I felt like I had too much to lose and things could go wrong so quickly there. <laughs> yeah. what yeah. we do, I think we did three Come. trips. Once I stayed in the Sheraton and twice the Rio Othon. The Othon. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, but Patrice, uh. he. Man, and Brazil, oh, God, was he funny. I remember the last day we ran around and just took pictures of everything for our families. Like, we spent... I had changes of clothes. I was like, let me put the shirt on. I'll, I'll put the, count, the fucking Christo, the Jesus statue. But uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. We would... Uh, I remember we got in the fucking car. We're in the car. Yeah. He puts one of the... He, these cars are small. The cabs are real small. Right? They're just these small little shit cars. Yeah. He gets in the front. You imagine how big he is. Then he throws his girl in the back with me. <laughs> with me. And the rule is no whores in the same car. And I'm going, Patrice, don't put the girl. Put her in the car. She doesn't want to go in the car by herself. She wants to go with Patrice. Right? <laughs> he goes, get in the car. And I, I'm like, Patrice, get her out of the car. And get her. And he's, we're driving. Just go, go. And all of a sudden he goes, shut the fuck up, Bobby. <laughs> and you're very very rarely hear Patrice snap for real. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you shut the fuck up. Then we look and there's a roadblock. Just cops. And I'm like, great. Oh, fuck. And they pull us over and he's nervous now. Everybody's shitting their pants. They got fucking machine guns, but they're finger is on the trigger which is you're not supposed to <laughs> have you your finger on the trigger so they take wow. us out and patrice is everybody's fucking i'm i'm in like you fucking cocksucker a brazilian prison oh I, we're God. gone we're gone yeah and he's out there they got the girl out there that talking portuguese to the girl you don't know what she's ratting us out throwing us <laughs> on the bus the fucking cab driver patrice said and then they get to me i got a thousand real in my pocket which I, they're taking that that's fucking gone <laughs> You know, and then they, I, I tried to assimilate because I'm such a worm. I tried to, because I have puffy lips and I might look a little Spanish. I tried to, I just said, see, because I didn't. Uh, but, uh, I said, uh, but I said, I, you understand they have guns on us. Okay? Yeah. The guy's patting me down. He touches every pocket. I'm like, see. See, I said C around 87 times. Oh, All of a sudden, on the 50th C, you hear Patricio. <laughs> 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 he, he starts losing it. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. You get back in the car, he goes, you fucking idiot. He's like, if you said C one more time. Oh, shit. Fucking he is a funny motherfucker, man. some foreigner being frisked by the NYPD just standing there going, yes, yes. <laughs> Yes, what yes. an idiot he looked like. <laughs> that was you, Bobby. <laughs> I was scared. I was scared. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. You know, Patrice would talk his way out of jail. Yeah. You guys would actually do a fundraiser to fucking get a lawyer to get him out. You'd leave me there. We're working on it, Kelly. You'd love it. <laughs> that was a fucking gay job. Uh, oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. this sucks. Yep. Yeah, it fucking blows me. I'm going to miss him a lot. Yeah, everybody is, definitely. Mm. Well, Mr. Rogan, mm. any anything else, sir? Oh, nothing, man. You know, uh, what can I say? And this is, you know, it's a it's a unique uh, friendship that comics have with each other. You know, there's there's very few people like us. You know, the only people that are like us are, are you guys, are radio DJs. You're essentially the same thing. You're just doing it on the radio instead of doing Creeps. it at a comedy club. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
needy, needy creeps. Yeah. <laughs> that's all the that's all the needy alarm. damaged creeps. Oh, yep, damaged yeah. needy fucking messes, <laughs> right. disasters. <Right. laughs> we, are the, we are the best and worst of hu- oh. humans. Yeah. We, we are the. You only get us. You you only get us if you fuck us up when we're young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you, you have shitty parents and shitty situations growing up. You know, the beautiful thing is, is it creates, uh, you know, MMA fighters, stand-up yeah. comics, musicians, <laughs> anybody who's, like, you know, really fucking determined to express themselves. Trying to hide all this yeah. shit inside a rolling paper outer crust. <laughs> just fucking barely, just barely there. When they stopped Sandusky, when he was fucking that kid, like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm making a comic. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the that kid's gonna be brilliant. In <laughs> years. Uh, shit. <laughs> yeah, Joe. Well said, brother. Well said. Yeah. Well, you know, there's nothing we can say that's gonna make this good. It's just he was awesome. He was awesome when he was alive, and you know, I'm just, I'm just happy I got to know him. I, I, I wish I yep. knew him more. I wish I was around him more. You know, I had already left Boston. But when he was coming up, and you know, I already left New York when he was there. I was, I was already in L.A. I, I you know, but when when I did get to hang out with him, it was awesome. It's right. weird. It's like it's funny. It's like I'm, I'm grateful. I said to somebody like, I had a very complete friendship with him. Like, there's nothing that I say like, I wish I had said this. Right. I wish I had expressed that. Like. It, we we traveled together. We did you said that to together. Me. Oh, is it to you? Yeah. Okay. Apparently, we don't have that. But go ahead. <laughs> no, you, like, I'm right here, Jim. I'm right here. I remember it. You should. You told me that last oh. week too. Oh, okay. I didn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit, friend he is. What? <laughs> it's my. I don't know who I said it to, but I had a complete oh, friendship sorry, Bob. with. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. I didn't remember. I'm, you were just a big pair of fat ears. I was saying it to. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I guess I should have. I should write down in a notebook. Said to Bob. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, listen. I was talking to this fat fuck that I know, and I say, "Oh, sorry, Bob." And, uh, and uh, oh, but it's like you look back on it. And I'm like, I'm really happy that that I was uh, friends with him, and I'm really like happy that I didn't. We did that shit together, and it's yeah. like, I don't look back and go, "Fuck, I wish I had said that, man." Like you look back with regret, and there was none. Yeah. Yeah. There's not one thing that when he was in the hospital, I'm like, I have to say this to him, or I have to yeah, get this point because he knew. I mean, yeah, I knew how much he liked me, it. and he knew how I felt about him. It was complete. It was a real what complete was, relationship. Was complete. He was fucking That's all great, you could ask man. for. Yeah, yeah. He was fucking call you up for his barbecue and be like, "Yo, man. he actually called you and thanked you for coming to the barbecue." Yeah, which yeah. is like, dude, he for all the shit that people say about him, like he's this and he's that and he's this big motherfucker and he makes fun of people and he he's mean to people. He wasn't. He was funny yeah. mm-hmm. all the time. All the time. And funny, that's what funny is, is fucking making fun of people and, and being as honest as you possibly can. But he, he was also the nicest, one of the nicest guys I know. He yeah. would call you up and go, yo, I just want to call you up and thank you for coming by, man. I appreciate you coming by to my uh, barbecue. It's like, what? He fucking cooked at my barbecue for hours no. for a bunch of people he that's you know, he, he didn't know most of them mm-hmm. and just cooked there because he just, just enjoyed doing it. Racist. And then when he was You're done, racist. I'm such a racist. <laughs> you had him do I, that. I just like, yeah, get to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you make him wear a pancake hat? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fucking weird <laughs> cocksucker. Yeah, yeah he, can, he can come if he, if he cooks. Yeah, he's, he's going to cook because uh, <laughs> well, I won't have anyway, I'll let you in my house. The, uh, the, 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 way to spin it today. He, the only thing he asked for when he was done is like, I just want me and my chick to go in and, yeah, Kool-Aid. 
Cheetos. He goes, I just want me and my chick to be able to watch a movie in the theater. Really? And I went downstairs, and there were like five kids in the theater watching huh? some shit. Yeah, Uncle Paul. And, and I just walked in there, and I was like, I shut the movie off. I was like, all right, Ollie is out. Out. And Patrice is like, oh, you're not going to tell I'm like, no, no, I'm doing that. Get out of here. Jesus, Joe, is that your fucking sinuses? What's that noise? <laughs> Joe. You know me? Yeah, you. Yeah. No, I'm not saying anything. I'm I, just sitting there. No, no you, you can hear you breathing in your, your fucking nose into the microphone. <laughs> this phone needs a windscreen. Sounds like, you, it sounds like you're trying to blow yourself in a tub. <laughs> I can't hear anything. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just like that's what a man breathes like. Yeah. We, yeah he we're really not used is to a this man. Probably I was, heard that on the back of his neck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, yeah, is, is, it weird, is it weird to hear that breathing without, don't tell your mother? <laughs> Up, this motherfucking room can spin. It really is really terrible. Fast. It's a horrible place. It's a horrible Jesus place. Christ! Well, yeah. I, I was walking over today with a girl, and she's like, "That's oh. really nice that everybody's going in to talk about Patrice." And I go, "It is nice, but it is going to be the most evil fucking no, room. It's, it's never going to be nice, nice. Uh, it's going to be really trash." We other. all got down together down the cellar last night, and it just—it was literally a couple minutes of man socks. What's up? How you doing? And then nice shirt, yeah. Fucking stupid. And then it just fucking unraveled. <laughs> it was just, a, it was the most. It was fucking Again, incapable it, of just keeping emotion. that moment Thank in emotion. God. These Thank guys, can, I know, but I kind of like that. You guys can tip your toes into emotion, but that's about it. It's not true. That's it's really it not guys. true, man. We, I've, I, I mean, it's weird. I've had some. Where I think we're the most. Um, we just don't do it. In public. public but I've, I've talked to fucking him. I've talked to, you know, I've yeah. talked to Patrice. I mean, some serious, deep, I think we're fucking crazy. That's one of the things that fucks us is that we're, we have so, we're so emotional. We have such fucking mm. light skin. It's like fucking the crust of a, of a fucking uh, tapioca pudding. It's just... <laughs> Fucking mushy douchebags we are. He's trying to make a thin-skinned analogy. Always brings it back to food, doesn't yeah, he? Really does. <laughs> yeah. It's like a crust of a delicious tapioca with a little brown sugar on it. Cinnamon. I like cinnamon. cinnamon. Speaking of which, can you guys send an order out right now? <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. over here. Uh, you know, yeah, we no, get some food there's there. nobody in this room in shape except for Anthony. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, Florentine's yeah. in shape. Look at Florentine's Let me see. Yeah. Look at Jimmy. Look at Jimmy. Jimmy arms. Good. Let me see. Uh, it's all right. No, take a shot. <laughs> Yeah, right. No, but I wanted to say about uh, Patrice, I mean, you know, um, he did have a serious side. Like, my ex-girlfriend passed away, and he was close to her. He loved her. He's like, she was my favorite. And he called me, like, three days a week for, like, the first month. Oh, wow. And I was afraid to pick up the phone the first time, because I really thought he was just going to tear into me. Oh, shit. You ain't over that shit yet? Ain't you fucking a bitches? But he, he would just call, and we'd talk and talk like that. So, you know, he did show a human side. And then about three months later, he's like, you ain't over this shit yet? Get yeah. the fuck out there. I'm going to tell you what a fucking piece of shit he could be too i'm gonna to tell you a story right now that i've never told anybody i got a couple more i got okay. like four more piece of shit stories, of shit stories. <laughs> is, and and i love this is, i love them so much and i understood them so well that i i i let this go but anybody else should have never talked to this fucking idiot my wife uh last year i think it was last year uh not this year uh, october the last october she planned a surprise birthday party for me huge Okay, uh, event. It was supposed to be a hundred people and fucking fucking burlesque dancers, and and then Geraldo passed away. Mm -hmm. 
on the night that the party was supposed to take place. So she had that to was his wake. Oh right, okay, she, right. she had to cancel it and make it, you know, literally at the last second, rearrange everything and make it into a small restaurant. And she could only afford a couple, you know, like a, uh, a small amount of people. She and, wanted to roast you. She wanted us to go up and roast you a little bit and fuck was, with you. It was going to be huge, a huge yeah. event. And uh, she told all my friends. Patrice called me up uh, days before, two days before the party, and went, Bobby. And I was like, what's up? He goes, I got I to gotta tell you something, man. And I'm like, what's up, man? He goes, you know your wife's planning a surprise party for you, right? And I'm like, what? What the fuck? And he goes, I just want to let you know, man, because I don't like surprises. <laughs> and I, he goes, I, I don't know if you like surprises like that. I don't know if you like that type of shit, so... I'm just, and I go, maybe you should have opened with, do you like surprises? <laughs> right, right, right. And I would have said, yes, I love fucking surprises. I'm a lonely piece of shit. I love surprises. He was looking out for you. I he, fucking but it was knew the way you knew. I, well, I fucking knew you knew when you walked in. I was like, he does, he's not surprised. It was Whoa, a, what a surprise. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't you, expecting but, this. this. This is what he said. He was like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. I go, look, Patrice, you're a fucking piece of shit. You're just a a fucking dummy. I know what? Why would it matter what you think in my life? You fuck. He's like, ah, fuck me, man. Oh, he I'm knew he fucked up. Oh, he yeah. knew he fucked up. He, he was trying to take care of you. He goes, can you, uh, can you just don't say anything? Just act. I go, great. Ah, fuck. Now, now you saddled with that. I walked into the fucking party. I had to pretend I'm surprised to my wife. He, I just looked at him and he just did a little smirk because he saw my <laughs> shitty acting. <laughs> Well, I I didn't know you weren't surprised, nor do I give a shit now. <laughs> your your level of yeah. surprise is a valueless thought to me. <laughs> I don't think we should. I think yeah. the surprise should have been that the party just got canceled and you walked in there alone, asshole. <laughs> you're in your you're in your forties. No, you're in your forties. No exactly. more surprise parties. Sorry, we didn't no have the little surprises. fucking hat for you. Yeah. Dad, they got a hat with a four yeah. and a zero. <laughs> Oh god! That fucking you know, hurts. Piece awesome. of shit. That fucking awesome. hurts. Yeah, Joe. He's an yeah, asshole. I think it's awesome that you have a forum like this where uh, you can actually talk about them real. Right. You know, can you yeah. If you were on a regular fucking radio show, uh, or if you were, you know, forced to do some TV show just just a, a decade ago, you would have had a horseshit through it. Yep. You, you couldn't. You couldn't really be real or be and use every word in your vocabulary. You know, it's. it's it's so appropriate that we get to talk about this guy in this form. Absolutely. Yeah, and it, yeah. it feels good because that's exactly the type of guy he was. He didn't want you to soft soap it or bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've been I've been crying almost every night for a month. I mean, it's yeah. like you know, it's not like you know, comedians don't. We're all fucking a wreck over it. It's fucking. Yeah, yeah. I've been claustrophobic. I haven't been able to sleep. I've been waking up just thinking of him laying there. Like it, it's been a fucking. Uh, I have dreams. Nightmare. Yeah, I have dreams that terrible. He, he's actually he gets up. I've been having dreams for the last uh. month that he's up and we're hanging out and he's a little fucked up and he's got a cane but we're talking and he's and, and then you wake up and you're like oh, fuck you know you start crying and you're like yeah. what the fuck and, yeah, yeah that's always the weirdest thing when someone passes when you have dreams about them being okay and then yeah. you know I, I I had a few dreams about Phil Hartman after he died you know that were like you know, for people who don't know his wife shot him in his sleep and then shot herself. You know, and it was really fucked up at the time. I, I had never known anybody that got shot before. It was, you know, especially someone who got shot by someone else I knew. But I would have all these dreams about him being alive. 
and then you wake up and like, God damn, you know, it's just it's the weirdest fucking feeling to have a dream about someone that you really love and care about, and then they're gone, and then you're 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 in the the dream that you're talking to them, and it's just like the old times, and you're like, man, I didn't really appreciate those fucking old times as much. As, as I do now. Yeah, there's a it letdown too odd. when you wake up. It's so weird though because like after the dream's done, you wake up, you have the memory of it, so it's almost like you got to hang out with him again. One more because it's a yeah, new situation. Yeah. yeah. It's mm -hmm. very uh, it's very weird, but you, then you realize it's just you know manifest in your, yeah. in your own head, and yeah. they had no input whatsoever. It was your, just your dumb fucking idea of of the person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Joe, thank you so much yeah, for Joe, calling, man. We really yeah. appreciate it. Good talking to you, buddy. I'm coming in next week, man. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it more than... i got to come to New York and do some bullshit press for, for Fear Factor, the, but the thing to me that was the most important about the trip is that I get to go in and do your show. Oh, we can't wait. Um, yeah, fuck yeah, man. It's been a while. Absolutely. All right, Joe. See you next week, brother. Right, thank you, Joe. Joe Rogan, Joe. Say it, man. Yeah, See we're going to take a break. Some of the uh, listeners are calling him Darth Rogan. Yeah, well. He really... That's, that's, that's what a fucking mixed martial artist breathes oh, like. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He breathes like a bull. Yeah. Well, he, and he should. Big, we, solid we, we, head. Yeah. When Chuck was in here... Liddell, yeah. Same thing, yeah. you know? It's just how a, how a man that could kill you with his hands breathes. That's it. Or my grandfather. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One of the other. Yeah. What grandfather? Huh? What do you mean, your grandfather? Because old people my breathe like Because my grandfather breathes him. How do you know your grandfather? Oh, what do you mean, shit. How do I know? Oh, you doing an adopted joke? Oh, fuck. <laughs> wow. Bold. A funny point, too. Both Bob and uh, Joe. Yeah. Right? What? what? Gay? No. <laughs> <laughs> what, sorry, you told him? What does he do? I don't know. <laughs> you were adopted, right? Yeah, yeah. But you had, and you had stepfathers. Oh, yeah. I had a stepfather. Oh, I had three, no, I had three, two stepfathers and one foster father. Right. Jesus. But you were you were you adopted oh, or no? Never adopted. Fucking need. No, never adopted. Oh, I wow. Adopted. No, I had I had two stepfathers and one foster father. And then one real dad that I, that is, I haven't talked to in 20 years. Oh, boy. Do you know how fucking hilarious it is to watch two best friends, like the two of you, <laughs> one of them go, Really, Bob? I thought you were adopted. Hash out something that is so... <laughs> yeah. it's like basic knowledge in life. Yeah. It should right. be known like the first week you know yeah. each other. But no, no. That's, that's pretty I important. I told him that. I told him. Yeah, he knows that. All right, Florentine just goes, That's pretty important. <laughs> but I don't remember because uh, I'm just thinking... I told him that. that. Yeah. I told him that. I'm just thinking of all the times we've made fun of you for not being Irish. I'm like, oh, I thought you no, were No, that's because Quinn says I... I look like I was my grand great great grandmother was raped on the Khyber Pass. <laughs> oh Jesus! I remember watching Keith Rabbit. Actually, one of the first things I ever did in New York was Stop you guys pointing your fucking thin Dick Van Dyke you finger at it. Oh, you stupid fucking ligaments! <laughs> Norton, Norton, Bobby, and uh, uh, Keith brought me to open for that. You guys at a college when I was like a few months into the city. It was one of the first things I ever did, and uh, I was watching them all trash each other outside. Like, oh my, is the meanest thing I've ever seen in my life. And uh, Bobby's uncle was there. And Keith just goes, God damn it, you're not his uncle. There's a Puerto Rican in this family somewhere. We're going to get to the bottom of it. And I was like, you can talk like that to somebody's uncle? You know what I mean? Like, I thought you had to be respectful of people's families respectful. and shit. Respectful. Nah. Fucking The funniest thing, we went to a Dunkin' Donuts. They're standing at the counter ordering with some kid. Some 14-year-old girl walks out of the back of the kitchen. She walks up to Keith, and she goes, Do you want anything? And Keith just goes, I want you to shut your trap. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. Bobby I... ran. I've never seen Bobby embarrass uh, 
he ran out of the Dunkin' Donuts was, and he was laughing. Uh, he's going, what the fuck's wrong with you, dude? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? you guys did. Fucking Robinson is funny sometimes. <laughs> Not on stage, but oh, in life. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to shut your trap. <laughs> your trap. Uh, but, you know, it's, uh, it's obviously a very, very sad uh, thing to, yeah. you know, to know that you weren't surprised. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker. I never, literally, was the very only important people that today know was to me that. and Patrice. I've yeah. My wife doesn't even know. And I felt like shit, but that fucking cocksucker. But I still, you know what the thing is? You get mad at him, and even, you know, we all get mad at each other. I fucking still, I was like, dude, I still love you, you fucking idiot. You fucking, the whole concept of the party was a joke, because I never had a birthday party. And, oh, and so fucking DeRosa throws his own party for himself once a year for industry. You make it for industry. <laughs> yeah, he goes, he's, he's not even talking to his friends. Keith wasn't even invited one year. It's just fucking Comedy Central heads. Oh, it's my best friend. How did you become friends with him? At one of my birthday parties? <laughs> Fuck you. Goddamn, you might be able to a bar to drink. You make it clever. sound like I'm hanging fucking streamers up and, you know, and putting out a food spread. You might just your fucking resume drunk. out, too. Listen, it's right, a party so, like Billy Bats. Exactly. Don't get nervous. We uh we should definitely take a break. Bill Burr is standing oh, yeah. by and others. Um cool. I want to play the clip Rogan was talking about. You got that, E Rock? Oh, the uh, Fox News one? Fox News thing, no, we usually Sam, play can that you off play it off too. the fucking uh internet for us? Yeah. Sam, get their stat. Yeah, quick. Oh, Rogan boy, really, this is going to take forever. Rogan, uh, Rogan was uh, pointing out a clip uh, that really describes what mm. Patrice is all about, and I want to play that. Most of, most of you have heard this a, a bunch of times. It's still but, great, though. Yeah, it's, it's worth playing. Sam yeah, he was commenting on our Fuck suspension it. for the Homeless Charlie bit when Homeless Charlie was uh, in the studio talking about raping uh, Condoleezza Rice and whatnot. Right. And uh, he was on there defending uh, freedom of speech and in his own inimitable style. Right. And... Uh, there was another a woman from um, National Org Organization of Women on. Oh, we love those people. And he just Ugh. schooled the shit out of her. It was fantastic. He talked to her the way she should be talked to. Her. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And he was never back on Fox again after that. No, because he was uh, so dirty. Yeah, that's beautiful. Another bridge gone. Right. <laughs> Is this it? So, uh, Nick. Yeah. Okay, yeah, just play it. Cool. Right, we go to break. Bill Byrne next. Stay there. What's up on the chopping block? XM Satellite Radio DJs Opie and Anthony, they're under fire now for airing joking comments about raping Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice. Will they be the next to go? Is radio cleaning house after the IMUS debacle? With me now, New City President, now New City President Sonia Osario. She took part in a recent protest calling for radio stations to stop. Stop supporting negative language in music and talk radio. And also, our favorite stand-up comic, Patrice O'Neill. Oh, thank you, sir. Patrice, uh, are O&A next? I hope not. I hope JV, I wish JV and I was in losing job or Imus. It's funny, th this is the thing. I, I, have, I don't know her, but I'm, a, I'm assuming that she has nothing to do with funny. So I'm going to speak as the expert on funny. Funny people should just be left to trying to be funny. What if, what if they're not funny? You made a mistake, but how many, listen, how many times has an unfunny, how many 
unfunny rape jokes lead to rape. Like I don't know how many jokes about rape there are. There's a lot. But your your world is not funny. Your world is next <laughs> next on the big story. My world is people trying to be funny. Well, I mean, you you think it's okay to try to make jokes about rape? I'm diabetic. I make fun of that. I'm a victim. I might lose a toe. But I'm trying to make fun of I'm trying to make fun of anything I I think I can make fun of. Sonia, you know what's happening now? It's the marketplace. Okay, is deciding what's appropriate or what's not appropriate. It's, I think the nation is just tired. There's a new mood in the nation. What nation? The nation. You know what? We're tired of things that is are just Is this the nation, this paper, and you? I'm, the, I'm not the nation. I'm just speaking for me and funny. You're speaking for the nation or you're speaking for... Yeah, you know why? Because I remember six years ago doing uh, something against Anthony Openey because they were just so outrageous and their violent images to that you. they put out to women was just uncalled for and now now i think people you think they were trying to be funny i think now people in Do this country do you think they were trying to be are funny tired. you know what i don't care if they're trying to be funny that's what i'm saying you why are you kids. in that business i've been to your show once and it wasn't very funny being a woman it was hilarious show, when you talked about that's why she doesn't like me i was in the paper with her and the joke is hilarious called the angry pirate and the lady who wrote it in, the, in her outrage didn't even know what it meant and anybody who read it laugh because they know what funny you're not living in the context of funny you're living All in the context of fire have every right to be as funny as they want they can go out and try to be as funny as they want make as much funny make as much money being as funny as they want this is what's happening there is a change in this country people are realizing they it's have an opportunity to speak out and advertisers are listening you're Radio not talking you're not listening. talking Sonia, you're not and, talking to who i talk and to. you're not going to get paid as much money anymore Sonia patrice That's look what at it this is. the marketplace more is cbs speaking. radio firings they've been on the, they've been on a tear lately all right are they cleaning house, or is this the PC cops run amok? You know what it is, John. You know what it is while you're reading that paper. It's the PC cops run amok. Well, you think Who's she's a PC, PC cop? cop? Of course she is. She's, she has an entire encyclopedia of, of her stance on it, but it's no passion involved. It's not a real, this is just what she has to say. We are outraged and oh, fired and fired an and fired. Name calling. I'm a outraged. Fool. I am I'm, outraged. You should be. You should be outraged. I am a fool. Now, if I called you a fool, ah! You know what? People are feeling a new sense of entitlement. Who are these to people in this country? Who are the people? A new How can sense you, of Patrice, so Here's to what. Decency. Here's my question: How can you justify a bad joke, a joke that isn't funny? Oh, wait a minute. Wait. Go ahead. An attempt that, that isn't funny, doesn't get any laughs, and is about raping a the black woman to ever become the Secretary of State well, of the United States. Throw that at me. Well, the, why not? The, the attempt is what I'm trying to fight for. The joke may or may... Funny jokes and unfunny jokes are, are come out of the same birth. They, you, you don't know if anything is going to be funny. You should attempt don't to be you, able to make anything funny. Don't you funny. think a joke about rape is doomed to be not funny? It's possible, but I've heard them. I've heard them. You've em. heard a funny rape joke? Uh, I say a couple. Watch my HBO special. I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, Patrice, will, Patrice says that if you're having sex with a woman, doggy style, and if you Wrong. Hit, her in the, hit her in the head just the right no, time. No, it's ejaculate in her eye and kick her in the shin, and she walks <laughs> no, around no, like, no, no. argh, it's the angry pirate. No, no, That's no. what she was he trying said, to say. a violent act of hitting her in the back of her head, her body... It's called the donkey up, punch. Which will then... Why are you laughing? 
She's outraged. It's called the donkey punch. It's whole humor that she has no Here's clue what it is. You have the same problem that Opie and Anthony does. You can't say just anything on the air. You can say anything you want. It might not be funny. You might get in trouble for it, but you should be able to be attempting. And plus, when is a crazy bum going to get an opportunity to rape the president? If the, the president's wife, John? It was trying to be funny. All right, Patrice, why aren't I hearing Al Sharpton complain about this thing involving Congress? Because it wasn't involving uh, young uh, black women. Well, it's involving a very prominent black woman. Well, where was she during, during young black? Everybody has their agenda. I was there. I was there. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. All right, excuse me. You but know why I'm... am I not hearing from Sharpton? Because it doesn't concern him. It's not concerning him. It's black. It's, you know, come on now. You know Al, ha Al Sharpton has his agenda, and it was perfect for Al. Young black women. And now she's representing just women in general. She's not representing the nappy hoe part. She's well, representing the just the hoe. The nappy-headed part, she has nothing to do with. Just the hoe. Sonia? You know what? Women have been abused publicly in the media for too long and people are tired of it this has been a beautiful response of just the general public saying to advertisers we're your consumers we don't want to have to avoid everything in the street we don't want to have to worry about what radio station we turn on and there is some really derogatory violent you're going to thing get to all deal your with. information uh, ma'am is second hand from someone making you uh, aware that someone may said something that you should be upset about. It's a shame. Your constituency, the, the people you represent aren't all victims in this matter. Go. Patricia O'Neill, thank it's you very much. Sonia, Patricia, Sonia Osario, thanks to both of you. Appreciate it. Time for big politics. Serious XM. You're listening to Opie and Anthony. <laughs> Bobby turns every cent into food somehow. <laughs> 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 Bobby had to take one of my Pop Tarts. You Fuck. threw it at him, he caught it, and Pop Tart went flying everywhere. Well, that was his, that was his teeth. He started eating it. It is true. You well, don't still in the air. You don't fuck, you take <laughs> <laughs> he tried to eat like a like a fucking seal <laughs> throwing him a fish. <laughs> Can you tell the open micers to stop chatting oh! like we're not on the radio? Oh! Oh! That's just mean now. We're Sorry. on the radio. Stop whispering right. shit, dicks. <laughs> Here's the deal to set yeah. the set the mood here. We got Bob Kelly eating one of my Pop Tarts. Mm -hmm. We got Colin Quinn has arrived. Yeah, with his fucking gay coat. He borrowed Mary Tyler Moore's jacket. Where is that? Put it on. Put it on. Show this fucking Look at the buttons. It is Mary Tyler Moore's. Wait for the buttons. He's got fucking wooden buttons. Is it kind of like military? No, it's not military vibe. Yeah. No, not really. Let me see. It looks like it looked like it was going to be a pea coat. Oh god. It's not a cool coat. Oh no, it's those old leather buttons. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking asshole. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh, Angela uh, Lansbury. <laughs> yeah, why don't you go solve a crime in that, you fucking idiot? <laughs> it's a belt buckle. <laughs> oh, Colin's trying to own it. Yet. Colin's trying to own the, the coat. And help. You stepped on your own joke. We also got Jim Florentine. We got Joe DeRosa and Kurt Metzger has arrived. So, And Bill Burr waited through the break. Wow. Bill, what's up, buddy? Hey guys, what's going on, man? Hey man. Hey well, man. Strange day, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, it's awful, 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 awful. 
I think yesterday was I, I set the record for laughing and crying. Every time mm. I start crying, I think about something funny that, <laughs> and I start laughing. Uh, it's just awful. It's awful. Yeah. And yeah, I, 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 bring it down. You guys were on a nice roll there, but no, no, oh, no, no. We've had it's what it is. It's, it's been all over the place all morning. It sucks. It's been all over the place, and you do. It's like I, I, I wasn't able to really watch a lot of the videos that people were posting yesterday because I don't know. It, it was just tough. Maybe feel weird. It. Uh, it was kind of sad. I tried a couple times, but it was just like it got too sad. But uh, then you read some of the shit and you start laughing your ass off because you just read it in Patrice's voice and. Uh, you know, that got, got me laughing pretty good. I started thinking of all this stuff that he did. He, Do you know one time he had a meeting at Comedy Central? And, you know, you put on your I'm going to get a deal shirt and you go in there. <laughs> yeah. And you tap dance and you try to sell your stupid idea for a show. You know, he went in there and spent 45 minutes trashing the executives for putting Mind of Mencia on the air. <laughs> he just wouldn't let up. And then that was it. The meeting ended. Like, that was just basically the me I think he pitched his show in the final three minutes. He, he got the opportunity to go in there and, and yeah, decided he was just going to bash the show. Oh, man, that's yeah, fucking great. Just kept, yeah, and at the end, you know, he pitched his show for like three minutes. And I remember asking him why he did it. I go, why would you do that? And he just started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about all that stuff. You know, one time I went out Bobby, do you remember the time? That that comedian came to town. He had the uh, he had the metal hand. What? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Hang on a second. I'm, I'm going to the airport. This is my ride. Hold on a second. Oh. Hello. Okay. All right. Thanks. Um, freaking guy went to south instead of north. Yeah. So this guy comes to town. He, he was missing his left hand. So he had like one of those three pronged left hand things. Oh Everybody sees it. Nobody wants to say anything. And the great thing was it was his left hand. So when, when you met the guy, you just stuck out your right hand and there was no problem. But everybody's thinking what happened to his, what happened to his hand, right? So after he meets like 10 comics, he then meets Patrice. And Patrice sees the guy. And when he goes to shake his hand, instead of sticking out his right hand, he sticks out his left hand. <laughs> and the guy with the, with the fake hand, like just out of instinct, stuck out his left hand and then sort of froze for a second. And then Patrice, with his big, dainty fingers, just grabbed one of the metal tongs and <laughs> shook it. <laughs> and there was all this awkwardness, and then Patrice just goes, what happened to your hand, man? <laughs> and, like, that was, that's why I loved the name of his last special, Elephant in the Room, because that's what he always did. <laughs> yeah. Just addressed. <laughs> No, you want to sit there and be like, that's rude, that's insensitive. And then you're like, dude, that's exactly what I was thinking. What happened to your hand? Yeah. And I was actually psyched that he asked it. And uh, I don't know, man. I'm going to miss that guy. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy because it's, you know, I mean, I've known quite a few people that have uh, that have left us. But uh, this one is just like. It just hurts. Because he's, so, really he's so fucking irreplaceable, you know? Yeah, no, he's uh, yeah, he, he's even beyond the description of one of a kind. Yeah, yeah, one of yeah. a kind is almost like hacky at this. That's point. too cliche, right? right. Yeah, you're right. That's yeah. what I tweeted but... yesterday. You redheaded <laughs> cocksucker! You <laughs> <laughs> go fuck yourself, Billy. What was that? <laughs> he's making a you good point. 
Bobby, do you know something? Ever since we started doing these stupid movies and this goddamn book, you know, I now hate the sound of your voice. That, hey, that wasn't me, you fucking cocksucker. That was fucking stupid <laughs> Colin Quinn, cocksucker. you oh, red-headed shit, shit. dick. <laughs> was, that that, was that that cocky feature act? No, that was fucking <laughs> that was Colin Quinn. You don't recognize wow. that raspy, shitty voice? Hey. No offense. No, I'm I know. walking through a date carrying my bags at 5 in the morning out here. Cut me some slack, and I'm on a droid. I don't have the iPhone, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Colin, I didn't attack you. How did Bobby get dragged into yeah, this? Bobby was too busy because, eating. It was yeah, Colin Quinn. Bobby. Because <laughs> he, he yeah. said it was a hack line. He thought it was Bobby, so it was mine. Huh? <laughs> What'd you say? I Not you trashed me and I missed it. No, you trashed me. You called me a hack for saying he's one of a kind. Well, that, was, that was a great, that was a really well, great you know deep sentiment. Oh, no, Colin, you're so old, you're grandfathered into using that expression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you followed up with Patrice was aces in your book. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was just swell. <laughs> He's in cat's pajamas. Colin <laughs> <laughs> oh, said five words since he's come in here. He's just getting shit on. As he should. As he should with that fucking stupid gay pico. <laughs> I don't know what the problem is. It's a lovely jacket, Bob. It's not a lovely. It's a lovely jacket if you're an 85-year-old woman. <laughs> uh, where, where, are you, where are you going, uh, Bill? Uh, going to go do some gig in Western Massachusetts. Uh. You know, every time I go, I always get actually, I still get nervous when I perform out there because a long time ago in Lee, Massachusetts, exit two off the Mass Pike, somebody threw a dinner roll at me <laughs> when I was performing and doing stand up in some restaurant. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, that's uh, pretty degrading. My, that's my fantasy. <laughs> I'd like to get paid with those. Yeah. <laughs> Have all five courses thrown at you. <laughs> Jesus, Joe. Just like that a little too much there, Bob. Uh, <laughs> why wouldn't that fucking Arab like it? I like the fact that Bill Burr secretly hates your voice, and that came out. That makes me really happy. I know, it really yeah. did. Bill, Billy's real feelings come out. Yeah. Holy shit, he snapped, right? Yeah, yeah right. No, or maybe no, not. Ever since we started doing stuff together, you guys never, we never call for fun anymore. It's always like, yeah, hey, we got to edit this thing. I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, a book on tape or something? No, we're writing a book, stupid. Oh, sorry. Like you should have. Yeah, I know. Well, you wrote a book do? about your fucking I'll all, do your, that. all your midlife crisis. My ex <laughs> I had mid midlife crisis going on at twelve. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope that I hope that he wants to buy a jet ski for his pool. <laughs> <laughs> Come on over, guys. How many parties can you have? It's never going to fill the hole. <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> Just get old gracefully. Get a pair of glasses and borrow Fag's coat. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure I like my new nickname. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like that one, Colin? Fags oh, coat. <laughs> yes, Jimmy. It is. If you're writing a book with Bobby, I hope that someone is uh, doing the spell check. Because it was very sad yesterday. We were all telling each other before the news oh, my broke. God. And, uh, you know, it's always nice when Matt Frost called me. But when you get a text from Bob Kelly, can you read that right there under the photo? <laughs> <laughs> I oh. said he wish he could. You can't get his glasses. Oh God! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can I? Read it? I yeah. Can I guess it? Wait, wait. Wow, you're squinting bad. Uh, wow. 
Anthony. Get oh, LASIK. Anthony. Anthony, we're on Jim. radio. They don't know you can't see. I Fake can't it. see. Wait, you can't can I... read that? No, I can. I have to squint, though. You want me to? Really bad. Yeah, just... Uh, I, I, I really... I put off... I put off... Right under the picture. I put off classes for under three the years. Jesus Christ. I've been squinting. It just, now it just hurts. Uh, he pa Yeah. Just he passed, Jim? Yeah. But do you understand what he wrote there? No, don't. Yeah. Let, let, let's see if he does. P-A-S-T. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. He wrote, he passed. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I'm sorry that a friend passed away, and I fucked up on spelling, you nerd. No, I wish I met you back in high school. I would have beat the fuck out of you and took your money. This is not... <laughs> you're not... Jeez, this is, this is not. This is not putting the I before Just a little e. Norton going, you spelled that wrong. Shut up. It's, it's a basic... All right. Just because Patrice died, that doesn't explain you being monumentally stupid. That's not the excuse. <laughs> <laughs> what? Did he, die? Did he take your fucking brain with him? <laughs> it would be like Did he pass. Did Keith do like that? P A S S. No, but Keith didn't do it. To him. E D. Yeah. E -D. Yeah. yeah. He wrote it. As I wrote. Intense. I wrote it. I wrote it on the iPhone. I the iPhone fucking. You could blame the you iPhone. Blame yeah, you yeah. I, I I do that sometimes. I'm like, fuck and spell check. It did. Don't fuck well, here it is. It's, it's, I get the call from Matt. I wrote. I I, I want. I turned on to make sure that he knew, and I just wrote for him because I didn't know if he knew because he was on the. I don't know if he answered yeah. his phone. I wrote that, and it just did that, and I was in bed. And what am I going to do? But I, I will. I, I fucked up. I apologize, Jim, for not spelling oh. it correctly. I'm not. No, no. no I'm, 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 I'm very dude, grateful I'm it happened. I'm it, was my one, it was my I'm one laugh sure. of the morning. I was like, oh, thank God, this idiot is still himself. <laughs> this is fucking mean. You know, in, in, in defense of Bob, he's become a way better speller. I remember way back in the. Day. He called. He was sending me an email, and he called me a faggot, and he spelt it F A G I T. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh. I was trying to say it like phonetic, spelling it phonetically, because it was just an accent. Faggot. Spell phonetically. F I N. Spell phonetically. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Do you remember that dude? That treatment. Remember you had me look at your treatment, and I and I tried to trash you about your. This is hilarious. The treatment was unbelievable. The spelling, like it was disturbing. Right. And I go, Bob. Bobby, your spelling is crazy. He goes, so. That's all. <laughs> so, really? I didn't that. go to school, Kurt. I didn't he, go to school. But how about, can we just stop and focus for one second the fact that you insecure fucking lame ass gave Kurt your treatment to look over? A guy you was just it? called an open micer. Uh, uh, open open micer. Well, like, Kurt, hey, no, like you years ago. Kurt is an open micer, but he's a writer. He's a good writer. Thanks, Kurt's Bobby. a great writer. Huh? I can uh, spell it. Yeah. What was it? You <laughs> can spell it. That what helps. was it? Oh, it's called I'm Finished, right? Oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah. How'd you spell that? Yeah. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> R-O-B-E-R-T-K-E-L-L-Y. Was that the name of the pilot of things you've never said at a dinner table? <laughs> <laughs> That's it? Just one? That's it? That's too good. That's it? That just one? That's a home run. Uh, we're not really? like rich boys. Uh, we don't get greedy and try to pile on and bomp. Yeah, that's true. I, that's, yeah. that's what you always get. I always like when Voss is here because he'll always end the fucking fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's yeah, greedy. Da, da, da. First of all, there's yeah. no second of all. We were trying to tell him last night how dumb he is. <laughs> And the difference, he goes, you're dumber than me. You're the, I'm like, I'm not dumb than you because I know I'm dumb. I admit that I can't spell. I know I'm stupid. You think you're smart. He said he on really his podcast, does, yeah. put the, 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 the head speakers on. 
He's talking about headphones. The head speakers. <laughs> he called them the head speakers. <laughs> Bonnie, put the head speakers on. And Bonnie, oh. Bonnie just went, head speakers, Rich. Adult. Really? Yeah, because he tried to blaze past it. And Bonnie goes, head speakers? Are we going to go back to that for a minute, Rich? Are we going to talk about head speakers? He is the dumbest fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I I am fully aware that I am stupid. Yeah. In many areas, but I know oh. I know certain I don't like things. I like what Bobby's doing right now. This is like when somebody blows the game and before the press trashes them, they go, "You know, I take full responsibility." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yep. That's exactly what he's doing. Yeah, Bobby, jeez. Uh, Get me ahead of the well, story. Well, when you're right, you're right, Bill. Why don't you shut your face? I hope your phone dies. <laughs> 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 Bill, anything else on uh, Patrice? Any stories? I mean, you guys started together a long time ago, man. Ah, uh, God, I don't. Um, I don't know. No, because then I'm. I don't know. I don't even want to think about it. It's just too fucking sad, isn't it's it? Just, um, I can't. I just. You know, I don't know that I'll be able to wrap my head around him not being. All I can say is I'm psyched he got to do your show because your fans got to. Get get a glimpse of what it was like to hang out with him because you know you go on there. Obviously, he wasn't doing his act, and just really mm -hmm. seeing like how that guy on stage and off was just—he was just the funniest fucking guy I ever met. Yeah. Ever. There's literally uh, like days and days of material that could be played From the of, show of him just just hanging out and bullshitting about everything. Uh, that, people that, are. That, 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 Bit you guys did. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, that that bit you guys did the up and down game with Patrice laughing. Oh, yeah, that's... like that. You know, <laughs> we well, you know from his soul. I thought he was gonna pass that. Like I used yep. to watch that thing like five times in a row by myself, and I would be crying laughing. Yeah, you can't when not laugh watching that. Yeah, the when thing. He gets up and he's he's walking out of the yeah. studio, still laughing. The door closes, and you can still hear him laughing. <laughs> I, through a soundproof door. I, I remember yeah. I couldn't wait to show Patrice what we learned that Bobo could do. Because at that point, we saw Bobo do that a bunch of times, but yeah. we knew Patrice would bring it to a whole new fucking level. Fucking great. And we were so excited, like, Patrice, wait till you see what we got for you today. And I never expected that reaction. I knew he would enjoy it, but right. I never expected just that over that, that, that complete... Breakdown of control. Oh yeah, laughing. yeah. He yeah. was doubled. He was doubled over doing an old man shuffle out yeah. the door because he could not even yeah. hold himself up. He was laughing so hard. Yeah. No, God, my damn. favorite part is Jim never breaks character and just keeps going. Yeah. Keeps going. <laughs> start talking about the Mets. I never would have been able to hold it together. When yeah. Just repeatedly screaming, "Oh my God! Oh my God! That's the funniest." That's the funniest thing ever. Watching him, you know what's great, too, is when you watch him shake, when, when he's about to lose it, and you, and, you, and you watch him, he's sitting in the chair, and he's smiling, and then you just see his body <laughs> losing control. He, he starts to, to, to like, shake. Uh, yeah. For the people who don't know, Bobo, you know, he would, he would take his pants off, and he would get hard if we talked about sex, but as soon as we started talking about the Mets, it would inst instantly go soft. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. And he never life. knew what we were doing. He's such an no. idiot. Yeah. And so Jimmy, you know, would go back and forth and watch this thing get hard, get soft. Yeah, get talking hard, about her big juicy tits. Right. And he'd be like, yeah, and he would put his hands together and grind his hands. Right. And his cock would be rock hard. <laughs> right. And I would go, but really, I mean, what are the Mets going to do about right field? I mean, it's not going yeah. well. And he would go, yeah, well, they got to get a draft pick. And he would just start talking about the Mets, and his dick would go soft. Wow. Like, like within seconds, though. Within seconds. Have you seen the clip, Carl? Even no. His 
Well, the clip doesn't doesn't do it justice because we had to hide the whole fact. I'd like to build up to that and start with, like, Louis Pasteur and his experiments. (laughs) (laughs) Work our way up to Bobo. Bobo's magical dick. (laughs) I don't think the actual clip does it justice because we had to hide Bobo's dick for YouTube and all that shit. But the laugh is censorship, man. Censorship. Censorship. Yeah, no, that's one of those laughs where even if you didn't know them, you're just laughing at how hard somebody's laughing. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think I've ever seen anybody laugh that hard. No, just fucking. Ever. And he has he had the great laugh, so you just combine the two. Oh, my God. All, yeah, everyone in the room would be laughing just as hard as him. Why does Opie have follow a, his lead. Why does Opie have a fucking uh, uh, coat thing? Why does he get a, to hang his coat and hat up and you rack. guys don't? Do you know what a pain in the ass it was to it get was, that coat rack put why in do you here? Have a it was coat for rack everyone. Thing. There's only two. Everyone. There's, There's two, two fucking things on everyone. Behind Who's going to walk behind you and hang their jacket <laughs> up? I asked for a goddamn coat rack. You put it up right behind you. Your stuff's up nice and neat. These fucking <laughs> scumbags have to... Look at yeah. his all on his chair. I'm not even know, wearing one. He doesn't have a coat because he doesn't like know he can't hang it. Let's, I know it's mild. Hey, Colin, you want to hang your jacket where Rhoda hangs hers? Has a gay coat. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, your coat really does stink. <laughs> Jesus, Joe. Uh, it just makes Rhoda made me laugh really hard. <laughs> I like how Bob Kelly Shut, got wait, the... Wait, hold on oh, one second. Oh, fuck, Uh-oh. I was just lining up. <laughs> okay, go ahead. No, forget it. Now it's over. Go ahead, it's Tony. Okay, I'm sorry. What no, were you going to say? I... Go ahead, what were you going to say? No. Oh, the moment's passed. No, it hasn't. Go ahead, try it again. If it okay. bombs so much. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. <clears throat> go ahead. No, I'm not going to do it. Right. No, he's I'll trying. Say I'll say what I was going to say when I ruined. Go ahead. I don't like the fact that DeRosa used the alternative comedy. Uh, Rhoda really made me laugh. Fuck you. <laughs> you didn't say that, did you? He said Rhoda. Yeah, he did. No, no. I, he said when it, Jimmy said having a nice, honest laugh. He goes, Rhoda really made yeah, me Rhoda laugh. Yeah, Rhoda did it for him. Shut up, Joe. The word row. Joe's only upset because I'm going to ruin his opening stash. Oh, wait, wait. What, Bill? <laughs> Bill, what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> on my awful cell phone, I heard Joe say that, and it fucking annoyed me. All right, well. Boy, I turned. Fuck you, cunts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God damn it. Uh, <sighs> all right, there. Uh, let, let, why, don't, why don't we let Billy Burr go? It's up to him. You want to go, Bill? He's at the airport, right? Yeah, yeah, I want Yeah, I got nothing left. Right. <laughs> the trash and coming my way, so why don't I hang? Up? <laughs> <laughs> it is true. You know it's coming. The winds have changed. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell. <clears throat> uh, uh, I can smell them when they're coming. Yeah. <laughs> See you, buddy. See you, bye, bye, bye. Thanks, man. See you, man. See you, bye. See you guys in a few days. See you bye. later. Um, even, uh, even Piers Morgan. Had something to say about Patrice. Yeah, and you want to play this clip? Gets it all yeah, wrong. Did you hear the the oh, local geez. clip? You guys would appreciate. I should play it for them. Yeah. The Fox Five clip first. Colin, do you hear this yet? No. Oh God. This was the only laugh I had yesterday. It was uh, Fox Five here in New was York. Was it? What's his face? Greg uh, Kelly? Huh? Uh, Gutfeld? No, Kelly. Who's Greg local Kelly? Local guy. I don't know. Local Entertainment Fox. reporter yeah, for Fox Five. No, he's just somebody else. I mean, it's a, it's sad. It's a twenty second obit, but listen to the end of this thing. 
Sad news tonight from the entertainment world. Comedian Patrice O'Neill has died. O'Neill died this morning from complications from a stroke he suffered last month. The Boston native appeared in September's Comedy Central's roast of Charlie Sheen, where his struggle with diabetes was a punchline for many jokes. O'Neill was a well-known presence on talk shows in the stand-up industry and was a frequent guest on the Opie and Anthony radio show. He was 14 years old. <laughs> oh, 14. Oh, Come on. 14. Wow. 14. I yeah. thought he was older. Can you believe that? That's an wow. amazing, an amazing career for a 14 year old. prodigy. <laughs> Jesus. What did you say? He was the Doogie Hauser of what a, comedy. What did you say? I was, we were talking yesterday about the uh, roast and how he was the, all the jokes about diabetes and. Yeah. You know, I'm saying how like 18 different people tweeted that it should have been me to me. You know, why wasn't it you? You should. It should be you. <laughs> oh, I texted you that. We're <laughs> just forwarding that. Those to you, Colin. And then yeah. Amy Schumer said she got like a hundred and something. I hope you get ovarian cancer because of <laughs> what she the road. So like, you, you, you know what? Die, bitch. You know. Dude, on that, wow. I wrote Varos, and it was it was so hard to come up with shit to make fun of Patrice because that's all you could get him on was he has diabetes or he looks like a gorilla. Like there was no <laughs> Jesus shit. Christ. But that was the only yeah. there, that was the only thing. Like, I the think only we just found the eulogy writer. For <laughs> 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 the next day. But like, seriously, there was no like seriously. There was no uh, there, there was no real things to make fun of him about. It was hard to write jokes about him, so everybody wrote about that shit. You know what I mean? Like nobody had. He's still trying to be serious, Kurt. Shut up! You called him a gorilla. <laughs> Stop. I didn't. You called him a gorilla. Amy Schumer and, did. And you exposed yourself as a horrible hack that can only pick up two subjects, and now all the anger towards Amy is going to be focused on you for the next ten years. It's not going to be fun. I didn't... He's at Muppet yeah. Eyebrows on fucking Twitter. Jesus, Joe. Kurt's not taking his shit. I Kurt's love it. Beat up Joe. <laughs> Kurt's going to use those fucking huge rape hands. Choke <laughs> Joe's little fucking. Joe's got great little raping tits. Yeah. <laughs> Look at those little sweet. I'm gonna pump you. You're gonna punch. You're gonna punch oh, me off shit. the love seat back here. Amy's here. Uh, speaking of Amy Schumer. God damn, is she looking good? Yeah, she, she does. does. She, she looks hot and grief. Fuck. Fuck. She, looks she looks hot and grief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, guys, I gotta get out of here. Actually, her, I gotta uh, go. Right. Good, Bobby, uh, she'll take your seat. I'll see you guys later. All right, Bobby. Thank you for coming in. Right. Bye, right. Bobby. Bye, Bobby. Take it easy, Bobby. Bobby, go break a lick. Hi, Amy. 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 Hey. Take Bob. Bobby warmed up the chair for you. I'm sure it's sweaty. Hi, honey. Hi. Hi, Amy. So Kurt, Kurt writes all your jokes? Yeah. yeah. That's what he was just saying. Yeah. That's right, just the ones that get me in uh, in trouble. I go Amy's uh, <laughs> Amy's coat is more manly than Colin's. <laughs> 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 oh, it really is. is my lovely coat today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look at it. Amy, you know, you want to take a look at his coat? P for pussy. <laughs> I think wow. Colin's going for the distinguished. You're like Paddington Bear. Oh. <laughs> 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 Right, you're a distinguished gentleman's coat. Yeah, that's what he's going for. What do you think? Uh, yeah, he's definitely hitting the nail on the head there. Mm. Show with a nice collar buckle. Yeah. It does. It has got a collar it's buckle. A handy, wow. a handy ball gag. No buckle. longer a man. <laughs> <laughs> you guys really should switch coats before we're done here today. Yeah. Why are you holding your coat? 
Because everyone asked me to show it to Amy. I was just displaying it. I was okay. doing what I was Colin, you want me to hang up the coat? You think someone's going to steal it? I was wondering it? why yeah. in the middle of this, like, trashing, you weren't just sitting there scowling at me. <laughs> <laughs> he was, I was like, what? thinking, what's his fucking problem, man? He was waiting his turn. He was but you know what Billy, was saying, about, what Billy was saying about Patrice? Yeah. I was thinking, that just reminded me, when we started doing the show, and before we did Tough Crowd, we did it on NBC a couple of times. And I remember, I was always like, oh, don't leave him alone. You know, he was just like so new to the business. It was like the only thing he'd ever had. And I knew, like, don't leave him alone with any of these fucking NBC executives. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. And then I remember one time just walking in it, and it was like a soundproof office. Like, every time I left him alone with Lauren, anybody, something horrible would happen. But just a soundproof office, and it was like some guy from the West Coast was in town. And it was just him and the guy in the West Coast. And he was sitting there, and I looked over at the guy, and he had this horrified look on his face. <laughs> and Patrice was talking as if, yeah, you were a couple of guys having a conversation. <laughs> and I just walked in, and I heard, like, pussy and bitches. <laughs> like, he was just, like, spouting to this, like, white guy in his 50s in a fucking suit. <laughs> but he just, like, like, as if he's having a conversation with fucking, you know, Will at the cellar. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just, like, and I was just, and the guy just had this horrified, like, his face was pacey white. <laughs> He gave no respect. No, no. That's what <laughs> <laughs> he would do, though. Yeah, it's a pretty accurate description. He gave him no respect. Great. Yeah, people I didn't deserve it. Another no. big producer once. I remember at the cellar, this guy was doing like a movie, and it was like, it was like "Hey, Patrice!" Like, and I thought I was still had. I still said there had to be a slight scintilla of non-destructiveness. Go, Patrice, this guy's doing it, and the guy goes, "Hi, I heard a lot about you." And Patrice is at the bar at the cellar, and he turns around like fucking royalty, like this. <laughs> and then just turns away. Oh, like, a little yeah. dainty handshake. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. He he drove me out to one of Ant's barbecues one time. He's like, I'll pick you up. And I was so touched that he was giving me a ride that I spent two hours making him these rap CDs. I made him like three. Oh, wow. Girls, I thank you. Mixtapes. Oh, my God. Dude, Colin, give him your code. Yeah. Give him your code. Did you talk in between songs, too? No. Yeah. <laughs> Personal story before every song. Yeah. Wow, Joe. I made wow. him three rap CDs. I was like, these are songs he, he probably doesn't have. He'll now, Jerry, this. I imagine the band striking up the music. <laughs> oh, what a dude. show. Jesus Christ. Wow, wow. Trying to do this now. <laughs> what were some of the songs on there? It was all rap songs. Give me a couple. They were all like, I need like love by Cool J. Yeah, I need love by Cool J. Doing it. Uh, yeah, doing it well. Uh, hey, love. Uh, yeah. You can do Boys to Men. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. No, oh no, my God. no, no. I made him like, I was like, dude, oh God, I appreciate I you giving me a ride, man. I know you're not going to take gas money. I made you these, these. I thought you might enjoy these for when you're he driving took around. gas money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he. He goes, oh, all right, like that, right? Because <laughs> you just came out of the closet dude. to him, dude. That's why. That's he a long put, ride. Oh, God damn. He put every C I swear to God, every CD to put it in back-to-back, -back, and he just sat there, two seconds of each song, you go. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Literally, oh, through each God. CD, he goes, I mean, Joe, God damn, I mean, uh, you didn't appreciate the I appreciate own. the gesture and all, I guess, oh, but... Man. Uh, you recognize that you're a white rap historian? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think there were... This is twin hype, Patrice, in the 90s. There I were... think there was... They called me Cracker a few times <laughs> in between songs. And, uh, oh. But the, the funny is that when he found out I was Egyptian, 
He'd call me up like on Thanksgiving. He'd be like, Joe, you want to come over for Thanksgiving? I go, I can't. I'm doing stuff with my family. He goes, you know what, Joe? I'm tired of you pretending you're white. <laughs> and he'd go, everybody knows you're a dirty nigga African. <laughs> Just like the rest of us. <laughs> I remember when I, I sent uh, Patrice a text that I was having a kid. He just he calls up. I see him call him. I think he's going to graduate. He's like, but yeah. the first thing he says, please tell me the bitch is white. I'll never forget. I was at the comic strip uh, Christmas party, and I brought this girl, and she was really hot. And Patrice is just looking her up and down. He goes, you got this in the bag? I go, yeah. He goes, so I could say whatever I want? I go, yeah. He goes, you sure? Yeah. I don't want to ruin it for you. Why would you say yeah? Why would you say yeah? I was like, no, it's fine. So he just went over. He goes, you like this guy? And she's like, yeah, he's really funny. He's like, do you know his opening joke is the difference between alcohol and marijuana? You realize that? She's like, yeah, he's really funny. Yeah, I know oh. that one. That's good. You realize he does voices of puppets on TV. <laughs> That's like my favorite show. And she, he goes, you're just a dumb bitch. <laughs> and the girl's like, how can you say he's your friend? I'm like, he's joking. She's like, how is that a joke? <laughs> he just called me a dumb bitch. Holy fuck. <laughs> Oh, uh, he ended a couple of my relationships early. Uh, yeah. He did, yeah. Early. Just you know, you'd, you'd see him get that look in his eye, like, you know, and you didn't know what what mood Patrice is going to be, and he could be the most lovely, like, little angel, or just he would just slowly turn. It was like slow mo, and I saw him sizing up the dude I was with, and I'm like, I'm like, run, I'm like, no, running over. It was too late, too late. Just trashed this guy's life. The, the guy, I, I don't think he ever got an erection again. I went to a dinner party one time. Uh, we, went, we used to have the same manager, and they invited us to this dinner party. I showed up with a date, second date with the girl, and I was trying so hard to impress her. I walk in with her. Patrice goes, hey, what's up, Joe? Who's this? And I go, it's Melissa. And he goes, hey, Melissa, did you fuck him yet? Oh, did you shit. fuck Joe yet? And, I, and she goes, no. And he goes, you should fuck him. He's a good dude. Fuck this dude. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's have uh, hors d'oeuvres now. <laughs> Obviously, Amy Schumer is here, and now uh, Louis C.K. has entered the studio. Hey, Louis. Good morning, guys. Hey, Louis. Hello. How you doing, man? Like everybody that Twittered yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Here. I didn't tweet. You didn't tweet? No. I always feel... Feels phony, phony, really? Well, the thing my heart goes at. Well, yeah, it depends on. It, well, if you word it like prayers. Colin, then it comes <laughs> off. Yeah. You know, insensitive and hack. No, Put it's on not, Colin's it's, coat and say it. No, it's not that it's phony at all. It's just that it, to me, you know, it's just not your thing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I never tweet about anything, and so. And all of a sudden, you can tweet about something like. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know why I don't do it. Because okay. I, I don't love anybody that much. <laughs> I don't care. Wait till you see Colin's coat. I made a witty remark. <laughs> Wait, oh boy, he's but defending it. At the beginning of my witticism, I happened to throw in Patrice is one of a kind. So, you know, yeah. people kind of let One of a kind. Right. So then, they Bill broke Burr the mold. Yeah. From the airport. Mm -hmm. And goes, yeah, I don't want to leave any tweet like some one of a kind, some hack fucking quote. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought at first he saw my quote was busting my balls, but he was just saying it. <laughs> he really, really meant it. Worse. <laughs> Even worse, terrible. he really it's meant terrible. it, not knowing right. what you wrote. <laughs> How yeah, about the fact know. that he didn't know what you even wrote? No. Yeah, no idea. No. That's uh, And he didn't bother to investigate the full thing that I wrote. That's what hurt the most. True. He just picked out the one hack. One, you know, <laughs> showing your age part. <laughs> I told my kids this morning about Patrice and, uh, you know, and 
I listened to because I told I told him I'm going here afterwards, and then all his friends are going to be here, and and so I turn it on, and there's fucking is he here still, Bobby? Did he no, leave? Bobby, yeah, Bobby, Bobby's, yeah, just left. Yeah, I turn it on, and, and Bobby's he's not even saying anything. <laughs> He's just and the fucking we're all at the fucking cellar last night and we're fucking. He's just telling a story. He could be saying anything. He's like, we're all at the fucking cellar and fucking what's his name is there and fucking. He's not upset. He's not. Yeah. It's just this shit that comes out of his fucking mouth. I think he just caught a pop. And my daughters are six and nine. I'm going. Uh, I'm trying to ride the fucking volume. Ride the volume. <laughs> They can't enjoy people's oh, emotions no. about their fucking past friend right. because of this fucking. <laughs> and so they go like, "Why does he?" They had to ask, like, "Why does this person?" Because it sounds crazy. Yeah, <laughs> of course. If you don't listen to it all the time, it's like, what's wrong with this? It's yeah. beyond Tourette's. It's like that's so odd because here, well, when he was here talking into yeah. the mic, Didn't you don't realize it because he he's says here. fuck a lot. But yeah. I guess Bobby if you're listening to it, to it on the radio, it's you really, especially with children, yes. right? Yeah. right. Oh. But I explained to them that Patrice and Bobby and I came from Boston, and that there was I, I told them what it's like to do comedy there. That there's drunk Irish people. I'm getting them. I'm getting them. I'm teaching them stereotypes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Irish Bostonians get wasted and they just and they sing na 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 hey hey you get chanted off stage oh. and so people had different ways to survive that and uh, Bobby's whiskey I explained to the kids the difference between like you're trying to tell a story so I went to the store and the guy there was really uh, mean to me right. nobody's listening they're throwing stuff at you but I went to the fucking store and the fucking guy was a fucking asshole like it's a way of Charging through the shit. Like, that's what turns guys like. Oh, shit. And then Patrice was just this enormous, a mountain that sat on stage. He was just a mountain. A uh, yeah. whole other approach to being listened to by those audiences. Yeah. Bostonians terrified of giant black men. Yeah, just a huge uh, presence. Uh, yeah. Did you start out with him on the stage? No, then? he came uh, up after I'd left Boston, and then he just showed up here as this right. Boston, yeah. young, enormous Boston guy. Bigger than life. He's just, yeah, yeah, he didn't yeah. have to move around on stage or anything. Oh, he just so last time there I and saw him on stage, we did a, uh, the Nasty Show in Chicago <laughs> at the Vic Theater, and it was me and him and Nick DiPaolo. Were you on that show? I don't remember if you were What there. year was it? Uh, I did that with Geraldo and Patrice a year and a half ago. I don't know if I was on that one. But he closed the show. I hosted it, and he went on last. And he was, I mean, it's just, he would just stand there and yeah. fucking, he was, he was really starting to hit a stride, too. He was mm -hmm. getting great. I mean, he's always been one of my favorite comedians, like, always in, like, the top three since I first saw him. Wow. But in the last few years, he just started to get great. Like, he figured it, every comedian hits some point where they figure out their thing. Mm -hmm. Like, they... Do the Hellraiser box, they click it right. <laughs> <laughs> it starts yeah. fucking everybody starts coming out of the doors <laughs> and hitting everybody. And he just did hit that. I mean, just that last special was incredible. He was just starting Amazing. to figure out yeah. how to make his thing really work. Yeah, but, and uh, and off stage to be able to do that on stage is fantastic. But then off stage, just to hang out and bullshit about stuff and make it genuinely funny. Any fucking subject that would come up in here when he was sitting here. 
He half had, hour. He yeah. had something. He had on. at yeah. least he a half had hour on no, it. He, I was telling, I was trying to explain him to my kids because I, I want them to understand what this stuff <laughs> yeah. means. Besides <laughs> that, he was big black guy and he said crazy <laughs> shit. Um, I had to like, I'm explaining him. I had to say that he was black at some point. Like it didn't matter, <laughs> but at some point I had to say he was a huge black guy. <laughs> Like it, I didn't. It didn't actually wasn't material to anything I had to say about it. <laughs> right, him. but you do. You feel compelled yeah, to, him to describe yeah. him like that. Yeah. And also the life lesson that you got to fucking take care of yourself. But uh, yes, yeah, true. You know, yeah, which is yeah. it makes me angry at him. But uh, it's just that's the you know biggest substance abuse problem amongst black people is cherry coke. But still the biggest killer. <laughs> But I told them, I thought of a bit that they, he did here that I was able to explain to them. And for a six and a nine year old to grasp it was kind of weird, but they got it because of his wording, which was um, about Plaxico or whatever the guy's name was who shot yeah. himself. Yeah. Plaxico, Plaxico Burris. Burris. Yeah, yeah, the thing that he said about how his, you know, he was rich now living in a mansion and he had a choice in life. He could live, hang out with rich white guys and play golf or hang out with black guys that he grew up with, but if he who are fun. But in order to do that, he had to carry a gun because those guys are fucking stupid. And they're all carry weapons. So, like, live amongst your own, but he's not stupid. He's rich now. So he had to carry a weapon in order to hang out with his own people. That's such an acute observation. That's where he would find these, like, cracks in the... The little things. Oh, yeah, no God. one else was thinking about. And my about. kids were howling. They, they got yeah. why that was funny. Wow. There was the shit that, like, I pondered for years and when the subject came up i felt all good about being able to discuss it and talk about it and then i was saying before in one sentence he'd wrap it up yeah. and and be like how did i never see that and he'd close the book on it yeah, yeah. done say, here's that's it. That's... here's what it is yeah that, and that's it. And that's where everyone now has to refer to Patrice versus the people. <laughs> right, yeah. Yes, he said president versus <laughs> <O'Neal>. president. <laughs> Patrice versus the people for racial harmony. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, and he, I mean, I remember he, like the, the famous thing of him going on whatever it was on Fox News. Yeah, we, we just played, played that. Yeah. He got, shit. There's this a woman who actually dresses up to go and protest a rape joke, and he makes her laugh at a rape joke. She laughed at it. She, she absolutely made, did. That's the power of what he did. Yeah, he yeah. Couldn't, she even she couldn't deny it. This woman whose whole, I, whole life is, I'm going to go act outraged. Right. Yeah. And she had to go, shit, shit that's, that's, that's funny. funny. That's funny. Fuck, that's funny. funny. <laughs> I wonder what she's doing now. That yeah. couldn't have been good when she went back to the office. She changed her path. Yeah. yeah. She, yeah. I was doing really no, like to He was a guy who forced people. <laughs> he, he also didn't take any easy roads himself. Like, everybody does some bullshit version of themselves. Everybody right. does. I do. I have, like, a bunch of jokes that I know are just there because, ah, oh, old, fat, old, you know, right. overweight, <laughs> middle-aged it's dad. Like, I got a bunch of those that I'm kind of, ugh. Ace in the hole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Forced, he has, I was going to say, he forced you to be honest, man. Yeah, and he he didn't do that himself. Like, he was such an atypical. The first thing he ever did that, made, that I saw that made me go, this guy is special, was mm -hmm. uh, his bit about how he loves the Beatles. Yeah. And the, the pressure as a black guy <laughs> to have certain trappings. And he says, I love the Beatles, but I can't. And he do it, you know, this visual of him riding around in a Cadillac. <laughs> we all live in a submarine. Like in the hood. What's up, G? <laughs> yellow submarine. <laughs> yellow submarine. But uh, that's not your typical uh, no. big black guy bit. No, no, we 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 got into so many great uh, racial uh, conversations on this show. Oh yeah, and uh, 
you know, he 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 just slammed me. And mm-hmm. uh, but the great thing was, the second the show ended, you know, we'd be walking down the, the sidewalk, going to the parking garage, and he's just, you know. Hey, how, how's how's your pool? What's <laughs> that like? like your pool and shit? That, that cool? No, my favorite like, part of being so on this show. Cool. <laughs> I loved being on when he was on because he'd get like we could we would lock horns and stuff and get like I I told him once I wasn't attracted sexually to black women <laughs> yeah. and he tested me for like two hours saying saying that that meant I'm gay. He's like, it means I'm gay. <laughs> and he said. So he would go like, and he it was he started doing this bit where he'd be like, "Please bring up like," and it was like a lawyer asking for, he was like, uh, uh, "Please bring up fatbooty.com. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I go to the website. He's like, you know, "Really? Nothing? There's nothing uh, that you can? Yeah. You know what? Bring up, yeah. You know, Look at that. Uh, that's juicy. P- pissing on blacktits.net. <laughs> and he'd come up and he'd go, "This? You don't like this? <laughs> references, man. But we would go okay. at it here, and then yeah, we'd walk. I, the best part though was walking ho- down to the subway with him, and then we'd stand on like Sixth Avenue and and Seventh or uh, Fifty Seventh, and just stand there for like four hours yeah, and yeah. just talk. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah! And he'd say openly. Sexual things to every woman that walked by, <laughs> and they would all smile. You look yeah. delicious. Yeah, he's just like, look at you with those pants. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look kind of panties you got on. Pink. Oh, Bye. Fuck. Good morning. He was yeah. on a street corner. Yeah, yeah, when well, we would do the when well, we would do the walk over at the old station, right? And we'd be walking to XM. Uh, and Patrice would just stop and talk to any girl yeah. mm-hmm. that was walking, and they would. Engage him. Yes, they would talk to no, him, like and it's like, heard. why aren't they running? <laughs> they he would running disarm you because he was funny and silly, and he wasn't threatening. And they right. would just like, look at him. But you would the... think he would be threatening. Right, right. I mean, just his physical presence right. would mm-hmm. be threatening, and the ability. Uh, maybe to... yeah, that's what it was. It was the relief. It's like, oh yes, no, here's, right. here's this huge black guy. He's not. But he's got kind of a sweet me. voice. The... Oh, I want to hug yeah. him now. We were at the comic strip one time, and there was a girl he liked at a Christmas party, and he's like trying to play hard to get. He's like, I'm not going to talk to her and he didn't talk to her and she didn't come over and I said you fucking idiot you think that she, you're being like hard to get she's happy you're not talking to her she doesn't like you <laughs> he really thought that she was being intrigued by his evasiveness he was just happy that this fucking fat creep was leaving her alone the, the ability to uh, diffuse his, his physical presence with something so fast like that quickly when he started talking to you words. is amazing yeah like because you you would just look and go ah big black man yeah. must be afraid must yeah. cross street. Uh, he but was it, an empathetic person too. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. what made him a great comic is that he, he saw, you know, if he, he had insight because he was empathetic. Yeah. But he was yep. a guy who would like talk to him for five minutes. He'd start asking you about your life and oh absolutely yeah yeah going on every single time. Hey, you like your truck? Yeah. Be talking about my truck and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got mine. It's, I like it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, really? Where is this conversation going? <laughs> you knew it wasn't a conversation. He was basically fishing for information, yeah. and when he was done, he was just going to walk away or get off the phone. It wasn't like, yes. I really want to know about right. your truck. It was, yes. I need a piece of this and a piece of that, oh, and then I'm done with it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to put on my bowler hat and go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Cotton Jesus. Club. <laughs> yeah, a lot of looks. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck. Remember, he pulled off the Pink Panther pink shirt. How oh, we how didn't rip him apart. We tried for that. too, man. 
He was wearing a pink white pink, pink shirt with the pink panther on there. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Only he could get away with that. Holy Walking fuck. in here with that shit on. It had the pink panther on it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, 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 it had, uh, <laughs> what? Sequins on oh, it with it sequins was, and it glitter. All, and Oh, what the fuck. fuck? He was trying to pull off with that one. We tried. <laughs> we, <laughs> we didn't get the best of him that day. Uh, Dude, one of the funniest God. days in here <laughs> ever was uh, we. he was in here... And we started talking about food from around the country, and he started trashing every city's food. And he's going, he's going, Chicago deep dish pizza stinks. It fucking stinks. And the phones are just fucking lighting up. The whole world is hating on him. Yeah, Texas barbecue. Oh, we got the best barbecue. Fuck your barbecue. Fucking. You took them all on, though, man. Oh, my God. It was hilarious. Fuck yeah. So many good fucking, uh, but it's like I was saying, like every every subject we came up with, uh, half yeah, hour. When when uh, one of the funniest things was uh, when we were talking about the cruise ship deaths, and uh, <laughs> how it's just so easy to kill your significant other on a cruise ship. They they circle around three times and then leave the scene of the crime. You just got to push them overboard. In no a evidence. Giant ocean, yeah. and he like took it the extra step to to, to do the. Uh, the Rasta man selling rock coats to your significant other. <laughs> Buy a rock coat, man. And you put it on and then push your loved one over the edge. And they just sink right to the bottom. They Fucking even, hilarious. They even did that to Bin Laden. That's even how they got rid yeah, of him. Yeah, get rid of him. You're never going to find him. It's the ocean. The ocean. Yeah. But people were bringing up so many things. And there's just, like I said, literally, if you strung them back to back, days worth, oh. worth of oh, yeah. shit. That uh, is just material that isn't stuff on stage. It's you know, right. it's just conversation. Well, most of the stuff he didn't even do in his act. No, right. it was just him. Well, that's talking. the beauty of it. I mean, Great. not to kiss your asses, but that's the beauty of you guys. Um, most of the stuff you do on our show, you don't do on stage. Yeah. Kurt only we does material in here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's all he does. I only all. talk about Joe's fucking little fat tits on my axe. <laughs> We used no, to... I see no reason to change it just because I'm on the radio. That's the name of your new album, Joe's Little Fat Tits. Right? <laughs> hey, that was for my. Be quiet, Louis' kids are listening. <laughs> hey, explain to your kids why they can spell better than Bobby. <laughs> uh, Bobby. Yeah, I love how you know, I heard that. That he called you a nerd. Because of how he spelled past, past, yeah, P A S T. You're a nerd. Like you, only Bill Gates and Stephen Hawking and Jim Norton know how to spell fucking past. He passed. That's like a caveman talking. He passed. He passed me. It's like a weird. It's like a E. E. Cummings poem about a dead guy. He passed. Fucking moron. Hey, you nerd. Sorry for paying attention at school. Tries to turn it around on Jim like. Oh, you're one of those guys. It's like it was a basic spelling error that everybody makes yes. in a long and complicated yeah. word. Right. Like this is not a PH yeah. in the middle of a word, you asshole. This is five year olds can spell this right. Yeah, it's not even like laugh with a GH. There's no silent oh letters. Yeah. I get the same one. Idiot. He spells yeah, he spells yeah Y A. Yep. So he'll text oh, you. Yeah. the same one. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. 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 Did it happen? Oh, you got this, he wrote the same thing to you? Yeah, oh. sure. Moron. 
And it's not a spell check thing. No, no of course it's not. So you don't blames it all the time. Go over to the T. It's a whole other part of the. <laughs> yeah, it's it's geographically very far. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> from two S's and an ED. Yeah. You can definitely there. tell if somebody fucked up no, or if the passed. iPhone fucked up. You know what? Right. You're right. And I wish I would have called him on that because it annoyed me when he said spell check. It's no. like there's more letters than the other uh, one. We all well, know. Also, yeah. when somebody's no, we defending themselves and they use two different defenses. Yeah. He also said. The first one was, well, who who knows how to spell pass? That's like a Latin. That's where he starts, and then he goes, "Oh well, it was the spell." Of course, I know. I'm a nerd too, Jim. It was the spell check. He also said that he was laying in bed. So I was yeah, laying in bed. Like, like oh, what are you gonna do? Yeah, you can't spell when you're oh, laying in no. bed. When you're laying in bed, let there's it go no way. Point. Yeah. Then you're at the mercy <laughs> of that aggressive spell check. We should call, we should call him right now. Very yeah. proactive. That he's, spell check. Hey, he's on the set. Don't bother. Him. Oh, that's right. He's on the set. He's on the set. <laughs> oh, is he stupid. God damn, man. Uh, well, she called Tribeca Films and tell them you have a guy in your cast that can't spell. Yeah. <laughs> fired. So, I'm smart so, too, so, dude. So, so. Yeah. I'll be. I'm, I'm smart too. <laughs> I'm, I'm not dumb of. like everyone thinks. Dude, you know what? Dude, it's passed just... over, dude. <laughs> I'm finished. You know what, it's dude? His... You're so schmarmy. You're spelling the words right. Schmarmy. What are you, queer? Spelling. <laughs> That's his thing is the fat consonants. Yeah. It's just spelling. A... Spell so. <laughs> he just spits out his consonants. Oh, man. Spell. Just because you can spell. He's so. He totally dissected his speech. Yeah, That's uh... fantastic. Spelling, dude. Spelling, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I got a fucking pencil and I wrote fucking. What are you doing? What are you emphasizing? What feeling are you emphasizing? Oh, fuck, man. The visual of you turning down the radio for your daughters. Oh, is well, I do. I listen. I, this. I always want to listen to this show, but I, I drive my daughters to school right. and I always, I am always riding the volume. But with him, it was just. And I, sometimes I let it go. Yeah. The curses in the but world. I don't. My, and I'm a. I do it for a living, so right. I don't mind my girls know it earlier than a lot of kids their age. But that was, you know, Jesus. There's no call for that. Yeah. <laughs> not, it just no doesn't call. make sense. Uh, it's not even that it's, like, offensive. you got to know when to use those sense. words. Right. Fucking Because even when he confused Colin with um, with Bill Barr, he's like, cocksucker. He couldn't just say Bill. It was Colin. He's like, fucking cocksucker. That's what he does. It's because he's so insecure, he doesn't yeah. think he exists yeah. if he's not making a big explosive <laughs> Noise. <laughs> and he, he can't just go anyway, so here's oh, how I feel poor, because he feels like he's shrinked into oh, nothing. Poor Bobby. So he's gotta talk like this and say fucking in order to like feel like oh, he's man. registering and feel like he's moving the needle on life at all. <laughs> Otherwise, he's gonna kill himself. Oh, oh, poor Qu bastard. Quiet is terrifying to me. Uh, oh, I yeah. wish he was still here. No, and I fuck, explain fuck. to my kids how, like in New York, the audiences are harder in a whole uh, other way. In in Boston, it's like you're gonna get your ass kicked and people. People are going to scream, but here they're just deathly, uh, intelligently quiet. It's unnerving when you come from Boston. And so when yeah. a guy like him comes, and I described a guy like Bobby sputtering and cursing on stage, <laughs> and New Yorkers just cringing, going, what's this guy doing? And his face is turning red, his fucking now bald face is turning red. <laughs> 
and he's oh, trying to any place with him on the mic. Any kind of literacy is going to upset Bob. <laughs> yeah, well, he also with, he also yeah. pauses to fucking and cursing is a way of pausing because he's really he's too stupid to collect a lot of thoughts in a row. <laughs> <laughs> he picks them up piecemeal as he's going. <laughs> and you know what, dude? Fucking and as he's doing that, he's like thinking like next, please next, yes, please next. Yes. to come into my brain. He can't be. He can't put silence between words. Oh my so God. Then, instead of going so then. And that's, yeah. again, perfect, perfect exact opposite of Patrice, who could command, <laughs> and then he'd talk, and then it'd, it'd be quiet, and you'd wait for him. Yeah, yeah. But Bobby's like, yeah, so then I fucking, <laughs> I went to the thing, and this fucking cocksucking. <laughs> These are all, I'm <laughs> trying to think of what those comes are next. It's the equivalent those are supposed to be pauses. It's the equivalent of dot, dot, dot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On paper. No, uh, dude, that's, no that's, silence between words and no air between bites. No. <laughs> God damn. Thanks for the laugh. No. Patrice uh, was not afraid of, of that silence, too. Yeah. No, that's what yeah, was just, so... That's a talent. Ah, he was just, just quiet. Yep. No, and then he had nah. a fastball. Like, he could do that, and then when he'd get on a roll about something... I mean, he was a very... I, I love... One thing I love about stand-up since I started loving it is how it works, like, musically, you know? Mm. How somebody works the mic and sounds. Like a rhythm? Yeah, and he had this great way of doing that, that he would start by just talking about something, introducing the subject, make people even a little unnerved by how <laughs> uninterested he is in, in <laughs> yeah. fucking standing there and doing a big performance. And then he would start getting excited about something, and then he'd start, and then his voice would go up to that... Yeah, yeah, raspy register, and he'd start <laughs> feeling it, and then and then the place is rolling, and he'd rot. You know, it was just yeah, had a great dynamic to the whole thing. Yeah. That's, That's what he was starting to figure out. <clears throat> that because he was on stage, he was funnier in here than he was on stage for a long time, and wow. he was just, I think, just it takes until you're in your late thirties, forties to suddenly turn into. I can fucking do anything I want up here. I think that and he just uh, got there. There was probably a a, a fear uh, of of starting slow like starting right. with a, a basic conversation and not this you know i gotta grab their attention i gotta talk fast i gotta talk right. loud like just like you said this almost disinterested way yeah. he would introduce the subject and then it would it would build but to to have the confidence to do that at first uh and not think you're gonna That's lose hard. the crowd well, right what, what gets you finally to do it is when you get older you just don't care right. yes, you really just right. don't give a shit yeah. i, I you actually to... don't mind if your life stays <laughs> yeah, up fuck it know. i went to the i disagree you need a good icebreaker <laughs> <laughs> Shecky Quinn over there. <laughs> I went to the, have an icebreaker. You gotta have a good starter. I went to the taping, and I don't know if it made the DVD, but just, just like what you're saying, he came out and just just checked out the room for like five yeah, minutes. And I'm sitting a there, huge amount of balls. And I'm yes. sitting there in the audience. Huge. I don't know. I don't have those balls. I, I don't know if they edited that out of the DVD. I haven't seen it yet. Or? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I'm yeah. sitting in my seat like. This is your fucking chance. Yeah. Do something. But that he takes... had the confidence to just yes. well, you take get it the credit all in. Your gear when you do that. Yeah, there was yeah. one guy who was great at that. But I don't know. I think he's well long gone. But remember Jonathan Mike Solomon? Solomon? Oh yeah, Mike Jonathan. Ray J. Jonathan Johnson. Solomon. Jonathan Solomon used to come on stage, and he had the first time I saw him. He had a tape recorder with him, and he came on stage. Didn't say anything. He just came on stage, and he looked at the tape recorder to make sure it was running. And then he put it on the thing and then kind of cleared his throat, looked around the room, yep. and then started. And I was like, wow. But it, he, did the, he did that every night. Oh, After okay, I saw him yeah. a few times, like he always starts yeah, by pretending he he's not sure of his recorder. Right. Like, I don't even need to look at you people yet. Right. And it would be like, at first you'd go, what a dick. But then you'd <laughs> yeah, go, yeah. I guess this is what he does. If, as soon as he gets one laugh, 
he's bought credibility for that pace. It is almost like rebooting uh, the crowd, you yeah. know? You kind of, yeah, forget here's that last my guy. pace. Right. right. doesn't matter how high energy he was. Right, fuck him. John Joseph <laughs> just did three songs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now you're all going to watch me fiddle with my, fiddle with my Panasonic micro-recorder. I'm going to say another yeah. guy that used to do that, and I'm, gonna get, I'm waiting for my trashing. Okay. But Ray Romano would go on at the end of a show where everybody's hot. Yeah. And he'd go on and be like, the whole crowd's like, oh, this fucking asshole talking about his oh, fucking boy. family. <laughs> and by the end of that set, <laughs> by the end of the set they'd be like, yeah, they'd yes. fucking get him right into his, yes. his energy. Yeah. you got to yeah. bring him into your wheelhouse, Carl. <laughs> into your wheelhouse. That's a good word, Jim. We, uh... We have Bob Kelly on the phone. Oh, oh shit. Uh, hey, Bobby. Bobby. Bobby, we were just talking about you. Hey, guys, I know. I hate everyone in that. <laughs> and fuck you, Louie. Yeah, you've been jerking off to this the whole time. You love being talked about. You stinky, red-headed fucking piece of shit. <laughs> there it goes with the fucking again. Why would it hurt my feelings that my hair is red? It's been that my whole life. Exactly. <laughs> it's the only thing you can come up with. You don't even have, like, a unique... Yeah. Like, I didn't say anything about how you look or just your basic... You said his bald face. Hardware. You did say his yeah. bald face. Yeah. Well, after, like, a long <laughs> other yeah. acute... Yeah. And you say you don't like me. Yeah. Fuck you. I didn't say I don't like you. Yeah, fuck you. I fuck you, you Louie. say I don't like you. That's fuck you, you Louie, with your two legs <laughs> and your goddamn toes. <laughs> Fuck you. And I hope you kids are listening. Fuck them, too. Okay. Oh, shit. Oh, watch out. Bobby. I brought him into the, into the conversation. And he just hung up on that one. He said, I hope your kids are listening. Fuck them, too. That's right. Jesus. I know you're listening, too, now, you yeah. idiot. Right now, what he's doing. You know what, Right now, he's walking away, putting his phone, and he's trying to pull up his pants like a fat man does when he walks. <laughs> you have no way. Bill Frawley is trying to pull his pants up the bottom half of the egg of his body. And they got nowhere to be, nowhere to hang. There's no friction there. No, there's they nowhere for them to hook onto. Yeah. He just got to pull them so tight that there's a belt mark uh, in his fucking non-waist. He, he probably wrote out that rant just so, because we were just making fun of how he yeah. talks. He probably was reading yeah. it from a piece of paper. Yeah, and that's all he had, so that's why he hung up. Yeah, yeah nothing else. <laughs> and he spelled red hair, H-A-R-E. <laughs> Want to uh, take a quick break? Uh, yeah, yeah, I got to piss badly. Just for live read uh, purposes. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, Louis C.K., we got Colin Quinn, Jim Florentine, Kurt Metzger, Joe DeRosa, and uh, David Tell just showed up. So. Okay, where's Amy? Okay. Yeah, and Amy's, Amy go? She left, I think. Amy Why'd left? she leave? What? Yeah, she she got pissed off. She, what? she told it's me you guys to have the do. shit out of She shit. had something to do? Yeah. <laughs> What'd she have to do? I don't know what she had to do. She had nothing to do. None of your fucking business. But she's lying. You might have to do another radio interview here. I think that's where she went. Oh, right. All right, she'll probably come back to the the woman's network. Vaginas and periods. Quick break and we'll continue. Serious XM. Serious XM. Yeah, this is the OP and Anthony show. Got a lot of guys in the studio. Oh my god, it's so funny. Jim Norton. Everyone's Jim Florentine, Louis C.K., Colin has left, David Tell has come in, Joe DeRosa, who's Russ Benee. haven't seen Russ in a while. What's up, Dave? Hey, guys. I just want to say, as a representative of the white comedy community, I'm glad to be here. Horrible loss 
And uh, I think now we have every race and creed represented. <laughs> That's right. In yes, the we're all. <laughs> it is funny. This is Patrice's home. There's not one black guy no, in here. No, no. Yeah, where was one. Keith? I thought he, he died. Was... The one black guy. <laughs> Keith. I don't know. Keith is. So I saw Keith last night, but uh, you know he knows today or tomorrow. It's an open invite to come in. Or Kevin yeah. Hart. I don't think is in uh, New York right now. Yeah, we'll push. take uh, some more people tomorrow. And that about covers it. Yeah. <laughs> and, that's, and then there's. Um, and then I there's. Uh, that's it. Yeah. We, I think it's great that you guys are doing this and uh it's, it's a shock and I, I don't know about any yeah. anybody in this room but because of twitter and all that kind of stuff i can't even process exactly what's happening or mm. what what happened and uh it's just a horrible law so yeah it really is and and it, you see it on twitter and you see how many people uh uh love the guy just yeah, but how many went paid to see him, huh? Yeah, that's true. I hate to be the, yeah, uh, yeah. They come out of the I hate to be the now. douche and bag of the conversation here, but yeah, yeah everybody loves him for free. <laughs> we got a purple suit to buy and a gigantic coffin, all right? Let's make things happen. All right? Jesus. Enough hemming and hawing about it. Oh, my God. Got bills. Oh, my God. Nine, nine, nine. What? No, sorry. That was the last time I was here. No, but I mean, oh honestly, God. it's true. There's a lot of, a lot of fans and... Uh, oh, my God. What? Well, what were you guys talking about before I got here? No, Patrice, we didn't bring it up. Oh. You're the first one to bring it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the president's in town. You're right. Yeah. There's so many other we're things talk happening. talk about that. Purple suit and a giant coffin. First of all, Patrice was probably the most fucking hardcore, could not give a shit about what anybody thought. And that starts from the, uh, what do we call it, show business itself. He could not, I've never seen a guy walk away from more projects. Oh, God. Yep. The Office, uh, he was on that, right? Yeah. 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 He was like, fuck, I'm out of This is like, <laughs> no, I'm, no, I don't want to do this. Arrested and, Development? Arrested Development. Uh, web what, Junk? Web Junk. And, like, and I'm sure like several movies where they like just probably wanted, Russ worked with him on the last pilot for Comedy Central, right? Yeah, that's Ru right. And, Russ Maneve, everybody. Yeah, and you know, he... The way the way you're saying that he was we were involved in something with his pilot and it wasn't going the way he wanted it to go, and there was a room full of Comedy Central executives and I, I'm telling you he screamed, with not even a hiccup of anxiety or intent, <laughs> and just at, for 20 minutes just a steady stream of well thought out insults and wow. just let everybody yeah. have, with with no fear of losing it or what he was really really willing to walk away ultimate balls yeah totally ultimate yeah, balls I, I, from the beginning from the, the, his whole life yeah. jim yeah. you you uh, tweeted a picture yesterday you and patrice on a movie set and how miserable he was or uh, something like that furry did he do something on there we fucking did uh, which is not a great film <laughs> right. we had we played great. construction workers and we had this. They gave us honey wagons. I saw you guys do construction. Dave just starts laughing. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Fire Avengers. We play construction workers. I was like the codependent. What he was just embarrassing to be associated with. Because we had to go in and do our first meet uh, with the director, and we had sat around all day. And I'm trying to like, hey, you know, hey, we're doing a movie, and it's a Brooke Shields movie, and we're sitting down, and he's just. Uh, uh, You're like the battered wife making I'm, excuses. I'm like, you know what? He's tired. <laughs> He's the wife of the alcoholic. Everybody <laughs> hated him on that shoot. He oh, was so. Shit. He, no, was, he never had a time like when you first come to New York and start being in showbiz or whatever. Uh -huh. Everybody has some awful, cringeworthy memory of you know meeting a booker or whoever and shooting up too quickly from your chair. Oh, hi, hi, thank you. Yes, thank you. Uh -huh. He never lived that moment in his <laughs> no. whole life. 
could, he could be in a, slumped in a chair, and you know Steven Spielberg walks up to him and he and he looks at him like, "Do I have to take my hand out of my pocket to shake your yeah. hand?" <laughs> uh, how you doing? Uppity. I think it's always uppity. Uh, <laughs> it was a very down, down energy uppity. But I can, I can say this because I talked to, and I think a lot of the comics here will back me up. There's a lot of comics who wishes they could be here, and you've been getting calls from people. To this young generation of comedy, like Louie and I are kind of like, you know, in gym, like we're all the gyms here. There's like nine gyms. <laughs> we're, we're different. But to like Russ, Russ's people and Joe, especially like Joe's people, Joe Jarosa's people, Patrice was the guy that they looked up to because he was definitely the fucking wildest, like, you know, commander of like a stage and like. Especially with the New York City club scene, which is way better than, you know, like the L.A. club scene in terms of, like, you're going to get in somewhere eventually here. You know, it's not like you're going to do a couple of improv classes and meet somebody who does a voiceover thing and rescue a dog and just kill some time. You know, hopefully before you're 40 years old, you know, something happens. But here, like, these guys looked up to him because he, like could dominate these clubs and then if he didn't like the clubs he wouldn't go back you know yeah. it wouldn't be like this whole thing of like you know play ball or whatever and that's that's pretty you know especially for a guy who is a great comic you know you want to see him perform a lot i don't think patrice only on his terms that's all i'm saying yeah he never lived a false moment i don't mm -hmm. think no he just wasn't willing to Sometimes he would allow, though, Patrice is the thing, and he, and he was his uncomfortability with people sometimes. He misread situations where he thought that people were being worse than they were. <laughs> and there was times he would go back and realize, like, ah, I, I probably shouldn't have handled that that way. That was self destructive. Like, he was also good at looking back at, with self analysis and going, yep. ah, remember when, up. Remember when Chris Rock gave him that speech? Oh, boy. We had Chris yeah. Rock oh, right. well, I remember because Chris and I, when we were doing this fucking stupid pootie tang, we were auditioning people, and Patrice was, for both of us, one of our favorite guys. Yeah. We loved Patrice, and yeah. we wanted to put him in the movie. And I don't remember which part it was, but there was a big, huge part that was his. Oh, shit. As long as he just walked in and just made a oh, no. basic effort. And Louis, he was <laughs> a good actor, right? He was. He was a really good actor. He could act. He, he could was really, really act. good. And so it was just, let's, you know, and anyway, Chris and I were, we were working on it together at the time and doing a bunch of things at once. And the, that audition that he did was, took place without us there. So we saw a tape and we just see him walk in with this script at his side and his big hand. And he just looks at the camera like, do I, do I have to do this right now? And he kind of picks up the script with this big, all right. <laughs> and just starts wow. reading the lines like, this is shit, I hate this. <laughs> you can see the sweat on his face said, um, like, I just, I had to walk here from whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this. And oh, uh, and we're like, he, we really wanted to give him the part, right. but we couldn't. Wow. But we talked about it. That he was wasting opportunities because of how that's what Chris how said much that talent he had, yeah. and if he could make a few little adjustments to doing exactly what he wants every ten seconds, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, <laughs> he might have been seen by more people. It's hard because we love the guy because he was like that, and when he made it to forty, it was like, all right, you made it to forty this way. Now it's working. It's just yeah, starting yeah. to work. <laughs> Uh, but if he had taken, you know, again, I'm angry he didn't take better care of himself. It's mm -hmm. part of your job if you're given, you know, he was giving a vital ingredient to America's comedy. Right. And he 
deprives everybody of it now because he fucking wouldn't stop drinking grape soda. So yeah, <laughs> and eating McDonald's. He uh, loved Spike Lee loved him too, and uh, he was in Twenty Fifth Hour. And Spike uses the same right. guys over and over and over. Yeah, really. And uh, yeah, he does. I've seen all of his films. <laughs> I don't see Spike in here, do you? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a good reason. There's a reason for that, Dave. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> This is called, uh, uh, this is a black bridge that was burned. Oh, <laughs> you, think was, you think it was just white people he offended? <laughs> um, he was, uh, he had a pilot, like, Spike wanted him to do a project, or, or to hold off on a project, like, because it was between Patrice and another guy, but Spike really liked him, and uh, Spike's like, please just don't go out to L.A. for pilot season, and Patrice just refused to bend, he would, he's like, I gotta go out for pilot season, and Spike's wow. like, I just want you to, to, can I just keep you on hold, because mm. he wouldn't have to use him for that or something else. And Spike actually called him personally, which you really don't do. And he goes, look, I really would like you to, to do this, to hold out for me. And he goes, well, you're calling me. That's, you know, this is the, my agent should be talking to you. This is my agent expressing my wishes. Oh, my God. And Spike's like, you won't do it? And he goes, no. And Spike goes, all right, then. And hung up on him, and that was the last time he spoke to Spike Lee. I, I've then, never heard. I, then, I've never heard a, a re revisionist white man telling uh, two black men talking a story. <laughs> that like my mom describing a, a reach around donkey punch. He took all the spirit and, so and emotion out of it. And then Spike said, the "Gentlemen, penis." In well, the I, I didn't want to jig it up too much. <laughs> you may have the road, Patrice. By my liege. How, how was that supposed to? To say it, and the one motherfucker. Yeah, on the phone. Right, you got my attention. Like, yo, 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 yeah, like set the stage. It's Brooklyn in yeah. the deserted playground. <laughs> Hung up that motherfucker. A chicken looked at white pussy. I don't do good black impressions. I just do me. Uh, pretty good right there. Thank that you was, very much. Uh, pretty good. Oh fuck. You know what? Don't fuck Spike Lee with this fucking. You know, if he did, he did he. He wasn't hiring him. No, he but he's saying here's money, so don't go get that other yeah, money. But he wasn't asking him to saying, go get Maybe money. Maybe I'll give you this. So. Sounds like a test. But now he. Really, yeah. I don't remember the yeah, entire story, that. but he really. Uh, well, fuck that shit. I'm not in a position fuck to say him. fuck Spike Lee because I would love to do one of his pictures. <laughs> so, was this but before from, Katrina? From Patrice's. <laughs> <laughs> was it? <laughs> From Patrice's dead point of view, that's easy to now take. Uh, yeah. Yes, exactly. Fuck Spike Lee. I'm going to say through yes. dead Patrice. And because <laughs> Patrice, Spike Lee, and because, I, Patrice, don't give a fuck about Spike Lee. And because Patrice is dead and can no longer help me, fuck Patrice. I'm with Spike Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'll side with the director who's alive. Oh, yeah, that's right. Louie is the only living director in here. <laughs> no, but Joe, did you, make, you made a movie recently, right? I made a, a, a short film. Yeah, with right. Bobby yeah. Kelly. Oh, there we go. And Bill Burr. If I don't say that, I'm going to get screamed at. Fucking great, you fucking shithead. You fucking made a fucking... You fucking Arab cocksucker. You didn't say my fucking name when you mentioned the fucking movie. Jesus. But, you know, these guys, Kurt and Joe and, like, Jay Okasin and Mike Vecchion, these guys, like, knew Patrice in the, in the like, in the in the day, right? Like, back in, like... he He, like... Kind of like a shepherd, you white boys. Yeah, into... he really... <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> he was nice to white boys. No, no, he really was like. He was, man. Because you guys fucking... used to tell me. Because his whole principle was like, never get let somebody give you, you know, hold something over you they can take away from you. So that's what, like, at the Rose, dude, that that was like the most tense, shitty fucking job. And like <laughs> that work, that was I had to work with him because he wouldn't talk to the writers. Like it, it made like a dude. It made like a whole <laughs> stink. He, he yeah. had his manager call. I don't know if they thought I was in an office separately, but they called the writer's room just to talk to me. 
So the head writer, Ray, picks it up and goes, here, it's for you. Because he just wanted me to go over his jokes with him. So they're really territorial with that shit, dude. Like, mm -hmm. that was like a whole thing. And he didn't give a fuck. And I watched Ray talk to him. And Ray's a fucking really good writer, but he's like the same kind of like, you know, he it, it, the same way Patrice would be as a comic. He's like that of writers where he won't like... Uh, Ray's a really funny dude. Yeah, he's he really a funny dude. But so... So I watched Ray on the phone, like, trying to talk down, like, tell Patrice how it was going to be. And I just saw Ray silent, and his neck turned red. <laughs> and I found out later, Patrice, like, he told me, like, man, I don't give a... You ain't the head writer of shit. Like, I don't give a... Don't ever talk to me that way. Like, he just, like, <laughs> smashed him down. I was like, wow, dude, you could do that? I mean, this is just, like, this just happened. You could reason with Patrice and get him to change his yep, opinion. You could. But it had to be voluntary. You never, yeah, ever, no. ever yeah. were going to beat him or, mm. or intimidate him into changing oh, never. his opinion. No, yeah. he wasn't. He didn't choose his battles. I think it's better to let this go. He, yeah. Yeah, Fight another day. Yeah. He's just like, no, I'm not doing this right, <laughs> yeah. right in front of me. I'm not doing it. But his, his performance, thing. and we'll all agree on it, I mean, like, just like even the specials he shot, like usually, like when you shoot a special, they never capture the guy. Like right. I think, I think eighty-eight percent was captured with him. Like mm -hmm. I saw uh, at least uh, one half hour with him, where like it just totally fit. Everything was right, and the crowd got him. And you know, it's good to see because him and I used to talk all the time about like we do these crowd, you know, we do these shows different places, and you know, it's like oh, these people were not getting me. I get walkouts, you know, that kind of stuff. And like for him, especially because like you know, I'm a bit of a fag. Like I'll you know midget joke my way out of it. <laughs> he he he, hadn't, he didn't have any of that in there. You know, he'll, no, he'll like yeah. he'll fucking do, go harder and harder. You know, he was so. one of those guys. Yeah, when he, it turned ugly on stage, he'd be like, okay, you want to do it like yeah. this? Yeah. Now he wouldn't uh, dance around and try to find a way back in with that. Well, he, <laughs> And it was so many, like, was, oh, okay, we're enemies now. There <laughs> were so many clubs I'd go into improvs of Funny Bones the week after, and like Patrice walked about 300 <laughs> people on five shows. <laughs> we all love that. Yeah. I, just, like, oh, really, like, I go, did he even go? He, no, he just wanted to walk more. He didn't care. Yeah. Just get the fuck out. Just yeah. go. Go right now. But he got sent home from Hilarities in Cleveland. They fired him, I think, in the beginning of the week. Yeah. 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 Oh, shit. Yeah. Then at the Knacker Club. The and I met that, that guy. That's fantastic, right? Yes, I just uh, so... I mean, I want to know the details of that. I want. To, I wish I was there for all of that. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever show was the one where they're like, "Okay, we can't." We you can't gotta go. You like, what are they tried having the, the 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 sweet, funny energy middle guy close one of the shows? Mm -hmm. Maybe mm -hmm. let him middle for the same money. <laughs> <laughs> let the other guy close, and then still, no, he's just gotta. He's gotta go. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And how does it get to that he's point? Leave is there Cleveland. a talk first? He needs to go I home. No, it's like, like a they talking send him to, home. Yeah, yeah you gotta go home. You gotta leave. Yeah, you're killing us. Even keep the hotel. We just need to, get out. <laughs> need to get out of town. But you'd envy his integrity. Like even like again, sometimes he made the wrong decision or he was dumb. But the integrity he had with, I'm not going to bend and, and whore myself. Mm -hmm. he, every comedian envies that because yeah, you, are the collateral damages you fuck up some good things. But the reality is, at the end of the day, you never feel like you're a fucking prostitute. Like you were grabbing right. your ankles at some point. Ever. Yeah. Ever. And I think I think we all have those moments in our career. That's a great name for a pilot. Grabbing my ankles. <laughs> I'm grabbing my ankles here. NBC. And what a, when Colin was in here, we missed it because we were on the second wave of uh, people, me and Russ, coming in. Yes. Um, <laughs> we decided it would be better to go to a Baptist church first. And, you know, <laughs> so, so, good for you. No, I would have done that. Yeah, good well, for you. That's all right. You guys, everybody grieves differently. No, that's good for you. Yeah. But, uh, 
did did you guys talk about the tough crowd? Because like the initial grouping no, not of much. the tough... not, not much actually. You didn't? Yeah. Okay, because people still bring that up to me. They're like tough crowd, and it's always like the same skeevy chick who was like hot ten years ago, but she's like, you know, I love that tough crowd. And then she would go through like, you know, about you guys and how you guys all, you know, gel together. And there really was a gel. And I think we all did bits on that. You were on it, I were on it. Times, but, yeah. but like you guys definitely they were had the core, that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, you and Patrice and, and Geraldo, Nick, Nick and Geraldo and, and Keith Geraldo, Robinson yeah. and Colin. I mean, uh, it's it's yeah. it was one of his favorite things he ever did. It was one of mine. Colin getting bashed every fucking oh. show. What oh host God. allows himself to be attacked? Uh, oh, and did you guys uh. kill? He he would just be wearing shorts or some shit, and you would attack <laughs> his little Irish legs. I was watching one recently <laughs> where we were slapping. It was Pat Cooper was there, and and Voss and me and Patrice, and you would, it was five guys instead of four, and then you would just tag out the, the guy like if he said something hacky oh, or something awful, down, yeah, yeah. and you have to go to the bench. Oh, oh, wow. We had a we had a bench, and uh, whoever said something really hacky. Or if a joke bombed, you got fucking tag teamed out. <laughs> that was a great bet. Yeah, it was just a, an original way to do a talk show. Watching yeah. him slam people on that show was the, f yeah. you know, it was, I remember watching him and Marin on there one time, and I, you know, Marin's fucking hilarious, and they started talking about the Bible. And Marin goes, "What? If, it ended when it needed to end. What if there was a third testament?" And he started into this Mark Marin oh, no. thing, uh, like you can hear it start. He goes, "Oh no!" He goes, "And let's say the third testament opens up, and he got that far, and you just hear Patrice off camera go, shut up, Mark.'" Did you already watch the clip of him trashing that fan? A tough crowd. Oh, like, oh, I wasn't wow, there for that. That was a good one. So uh, great because. Because that fan wants to stick to his Vietnamese guns and doing that voice. Yeah. And Patrice just won't fucking. He's like, will you pull He'll out of the Vietnam Matrix? I <laughs> love no part of it, yeah. And, it, and he's just, I mean, because it's, it's all his insults. It's like what you were just talking about. It, all his insults are, uh, like, insightful. Like, he scanned you and figured your shit out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly, like, man. Yeah, he didn't just throw out shit that was uh, surface insults. He knew what the fuck would, would get you. He profiled people extremely yeah. well. Extremely yeah, well. Quickly, too. And that's why when he smashed you with something, it was like, oh. It was personal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you you walked into the comedy zone, he'd stare you down for like 20 seconds. Right. He knew yeah. it was coming. You're yeah. like, yeah. all right. And then you got a personalized bashing. Yeah. The, the worst yeah, no, stab. Yeah, no, he's been, he's, been bashing. <laughs> he's been looking at you with the red uh, yeah. Terminator screen, like <laughs> doing an analysis. Oh, fuck. Breaking it down. Yeah. I'm he walked people. He walked people in regular life, not just a show. <laughs> <laughs> I remember he walked the, the crowd in a restaurant. All, I swear, I swear. One night at the cellar, all the waitresses from Caroline's went down. They were all dialed up and they all looked hot. We're all like, "Wow, we're gonna try to fuck all the waitresses from Caroline's tonight." And they single file walked out. And I go, "Where are you girls going?" They go, "Well, it was fun until Patrice showed up and got up because he just sat there going, uh, you stink. I bet you're fucking pussy, but." The worst was when you'd fucking start dating a girl and you'd bring her into the cellar uh, and, all, and and they were all there and you'd see the look and you're like, oh, fuck. This is, oh, I'm gonna get, first of all, I'm going to get attacked in front of her and humiliated. Because you, you don't feel like a real comic when fucking five guys are just kicking your teeth in. <laughs> you, why why would you bring a girl? Yeah, why would you bring a girl? Oh, man, it was a tactical error. Yeah. You know, you fuck, you want to bring Technically, it wasn't a girl. That's yeah, real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 Supportive. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Twain Awards? <laughs> Come on, little lady. Yeah. Dude, you know, <laughs> starting. Jim, do you remember that when you came in? You came in with that girl, and uh, you, I remember you came over and asked him not to be. That was your mistake. You asked him to not be a dick. Like you oh, came to some girl and no. sat at the back. That ain't gonna Patrice work. And was sitting like a middle table, and he kept. He goes, "Hey, you hey, Doctor Octopus." It was when he was making fun of you for uh, uh, open up for dice. So you came with this girl, and you sat. You tried to sit her away from the, both the table <laughs> and oh, the middle shit. table. Yeah. And it was right after the dice thing, so he starts doing this dice voice at you <laughs> at the top of his lower, He would not leave you alone. And you're like, can you please him with a girl? And then it, like, it was like blood in the water. Like, <laughs> just like a shark would not stop. I don't remember. I, I vaguely remember asking him, like, just not play please, tonight. Not tonight, right? Not tonight, please. I really like this, this is, one. This is really... Uh, I, I need, I was, I, we argued about that one time. I'm like, I need... Everything to work for me to fuck. Like I can't. I, it has to all work you out. Brought for me to the wrong place. You brought it to the wrong place. You thought you were just yeah. gonna walk in like that. This is Henry. It's his place. Yeah. Henry. Pissing girls off and getting laid as a result. I mean, actually, one time we did Mohegan Sun, and it was right after this, <laughs> my ex dumped me, and he was like, he was trying to cheer me up. So he was sitting in, the, in that horrible. Sure that worked. That cafeteria. <laughs> yeah, you're, like, you're at cafeteria where in the in the uh. casino. He picks out this big fat, like the fattest Dominican girl I've ever seen in my life. And he just starts talking to her about fucking me, like really openly in this randomly in a cafeteria. And I'm horrified, like, dude, don't. And he's like, yeah, no, he's got a big dick, I heard. Why don't you take it? And it, dude, this girl called me up late. Like, it fucking worked. Wow. Did you bang her? Now I called my. I was, he, he had no respect for me, so I called my ex. To come back up and fuck me instead of fuck. I should have oh. fucked that fat girl. Uh, uh, see, there's a I lot of shit of could have would is in this yeah. room. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's about Patrice. Yeah. Dude, she called me up in the middle of the night and asked if I was hungry. It was amazing. I <laughs> love the Mohegan yeah. Sun in the cafeteria. In the cafeteria. The employee cafeteria. He just picked up a God, fat We live the worst <laughs> fucking lives in the world, don't we? <laughs> yeah. He'd get you laid. The only stipulation was you had to fuck a girl that looked like Patrice. <laughs> I know we're talking about him like he was fucking, uh, like he was Nicholson in the 70s. He helped you fuck a fat chick in a cafeteria. <laughs> what a life. Oh, what a shame. Yeah. What a I can't loss. believe that came to a halt. Yeah. Trying to hook up with a fat Dominican chick in a yeah. fucking... After she just did a double shift, it's just not like fucking food. I should have done, really done it. I should have fucked that got a reek. Chick. For the story, yeah. Did you guys do that uh, roast of Patrice at... Yeah, Boston, was at Boston I think. Comic? I believe Boston. Because yeah. I remember all the comics were like, hey, we're, you know, there was like a big wave of people like... What's all the excitement? Where's everyone going? They're like, they're roasting Patrice over at the boat. Like it was like a lynching in the 20s. <laughs> no, just like freckle face guys who are no longer comics and oh, just like weird. Like, you know, like ventriloquists were running over, magicians, everybody like, we're going to get him. And then all these long faces leaving because Patrice can hold his own. Yeah. Yeah, like, the beast, like in that animal video where the wildebeest like saves the smaller beast from yes, the from the, lions. from the lion. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. that. He could hold his own. I, oh, yeah. I remember that. I, I think I remember that. Is that um, where Keith bombed? Yes, I think that was the on? one where Keith went up and, and tried to, to just improv. Like, why oh, are we roasting shit. this man? Fuck, I remember, I remember that. that. Yeah, yeah. That was the one. Yeah, he came in late. He came in late, uh, like, yeah. and just went right up to the fucking... Yeah. Not to prepare it at all. And that's, like, yeah, 2003 yeah. or something? Yeah. And, and that, because we were off we're the off air. air, man. And I remember I wasn't sitting next to you, and one of the comedians pointed out how I wasn't sitting next to you and how I sold you out because we were off the air. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. I know when that was. That I think was it was 2003. Funny, yeah. Jumped on uh, Colin's coattails was the joke. Yeah. <laughs> went from to him. Yeah.
Uh, I love his bits about being paranoid as a black guy, like not one. If he threw away a soda, <laughs> yeah. oh, that was fucking brilliant. He didn't throw it out on the street because it might land next to somebody, like some dead girl. He'd be the Coca-Cola the, killer. The, the Pepsi-Cola rapist. He'd go over a hill and land by a dead white girl. He'd always get a receipt. So it was marked <laughs> yeah, no what time it was. By gum. That's actually, you know, I think there was some truth in that, too. No, there was. You can tell that's why it was funny. But that's what it was like a totally other thing. Yeah. It's like I remember reading a thing about Rocky when they made that movie and that Stallone was peddling the script. Nobody wanted to make it. And then uh, whoever made it, the guy, producer, said he's reading yet another uh, boxing picture. Like there's so many. Uh, who's going to want to make this? And then he goes, and then three pages in, this guy's talking to his turtles. And I'm like, what is this? And it made him pay attention. That's what Patrice was like. He's like, uh, here's another big black comedian on stage. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch him with one eye open. Mm. And then he's talking about this Pepsi Cola rapist thing and these silly, silly, weird, <laughs> totally different insight into being a huge black guy than anybody. And you go, yeah. wait, wait a minute, a whole other thing. I thought you were going into a different direction where you were saying trying to convince him of something was as frustrating as talking to turtles. <laughs> Like you, you, have a, you have a better shot at winning an argument with them. <laughs> but we all agree he was black. At the end of this, we're all going to say he was black. Oh, man. Really? And from Boston, too. He was a black guy from Boston. So, Louis, do you think you ever like met him like like as a child? No. Oh, no. Because <laughs> no, no, no. you're from a different town. No, Boston, no, bo- totally segregated. Yeah. Would you say like Boston like, is? I mean, I don't. We well, you know, giantly oh, yeah, yeah. different. Like Nick DiPaolo probably never saw me. Never. No, no. there was no, you, maybe no, a school bus. Did not walk on the same street. Nick wouldn't even sit on the couch with him on Tough Crowd. <laughs> <laughs> no, every time I had a for Boston comedian over, like sometimes a Boston comedian would call me when I first moved here and ask to stay with me to try to be in New York. And we'd be like on the Upper West Side, and he'd be like, "Why you live in a black neighborhood?" <laughs> like literally all the time. <laughs> see, you see any black people, it must be a black, black neighborhood. Yeah, for twenty blocks. <laughs> <laughs> this is black. This is a black neighborhood. But uh, no, so no, Patrice. I don't know what part of Boston he was from. Roxbury. 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 Yeah. Right. Well, that's, that's a good yeah. place, right? <laughs> he was the best to argue race with, though, because even when, like, oh, we, God, we, for yeah. hours, because even when you didn't agree with it, he always had a great point of view. It was like, and you always had to respect what he was saying. You, it's like it wasn't just the typical black guy sounding off about race. Right, that's it was a well that. thought out point. Yeah. And uh, he was right about white racism. Like he how, knew he's more like, he's... about white culture than any black guy I've ever. One of the most white people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've talked to three or four. <laughs> yeah. No, and he was basically. <laughs> <a> very... <laughs> yes. I just realized who was talking. Yeah. Me. Actually, actually, this is two. Yeah, right? Actually, it was two of them, and you talked to them both twice. <laughs> <laughs> this is two. I thought it was two totally yeah. four this different guys. This is two white on black. Let's ask somebody of a different uh, creed. Uh, Russ, you're you're kind of Asian. <laughs> you have to stand up for our only um, <laughs> celestial in the room. <laughs> no, but he was fair. I mean, I, you know, it wasn't a, like like Jim said, it wasn't a knee jerk black you know response. He was fair, and, and, and yeah, you know, he stood up for white people as well. And he didn't like white women, which threw me immediately. Being a black comic, I, I, he you think that with a held few, it back more than anything. That, that he didn't like white. That he didn't like white. You know, he didn't bang white chicks. No, he did sleep with a few white chicks. Actually. I know, but it didn't help his career like a lot of the other, <laughs> like, your, like your Sammy Davis. Your uh, uh, Russ and I were talking about something that we're the weakest generation of comics.
<laughs> on the way down there. Because we're like, think about it. Don Rickles, Joan Rivers. Right. People have been through wars. Just yeah. all these amazing <laughs> things. Yeah. They're still going, you know? It's like us, you know, who knows what's going to happen. so fast. Yeah. All yeah, of our Freddie guys. Yeah, Freddie Roman all is our still best around. Guys. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, Freddie Roman. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like just so many. Jackie Mason alone, like he's like yes. doing something right now. Yep. Who knows what he's doing? <laughs> exactly. That's a frightening of, thought. Uh, no, but of, uh, <laughs> the cast no, of that's true. Cleveland. We lost a lot. Hedberg. This year. Oh yeah. From, yeah. Uh, I can go Geraldo, further back. Oh yeah, even Jerry Wilson. Uh, Jerry Red Wilson. Fuck yeah, Jerry. This year it was uh, Shimmel. 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 Uh, it started with Jenny, Richard Jenny. Yep. I guess you could say that was like in in the Drake Sather. Oh, that Died yeah, that guy. Wing. That was yeah, uh, yeah. That was the shooting, shooting yeah. himself. Mm. Wow, this yes. is impressive. Patrice wow. Stefano, <laughs> Hedberg, Geraldo, Mike Di Stefano, um, Freddie Soto. Yeah. Freddie Soto, Soto, that's right. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. yeah. Jesus, comics <laughs> die more than rappers, dude. They really do. <laughs> they do. Amazing. Rappers are healthy now. <laughs> they live yeah. a good life. Yeah. Yeah, they're all drinking wheatgrass. What happened to you guys? Criminals. Vitamin water. Wheatgrass and Red Bull. <laughs> Is there anything the fans can do, like any any donation set up by the, yeah, by the family? Well, honestly, or, what I think is... We're going to figure they it all out. Like, no, but I, I think a show of support... Uh, because I'm doing Magoobies oh, in Baltimore wow. this weekend, and, and I really wow. think no. to get wow. those shows sold out, wow. it's what he would have wanted. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for Jim to break the ice because I'm at Mohican Sunday. <laughs> See, there we go. Was, we were talking yes. about the cafeteria, but yes. I, like, I can't. And I, was waiting. I knew he was going to do of it. Of course. Yeah. Wait for his lead. Yes. It's what he would have wanted. Wow. Of a full house for me. <laughs> it's what he would have yeah, we'll wanted. Uh, to answer Dave's question, we'll figure it all out. Yeah, we'll do something, obviously. We'll absolutely do something. I don't know what, but... Because yeah, uh, we don't know uh, yet. We don't know what's going on yet. Yeah, and uh, weird time. Uh, I assume his family and all that, you know, want their whatever service. There'll be there will be a service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're already looking for a church, and uh, I I think it's gonna be in New York or I think New York. I'm yeah. not sure though. But I don't know if it's been decided, but it, they'll probably know by today or tomorrow. So we'll you know everybody will will find out. I just don't know exactly what day. Next week, sometime maybe. Yeah, it was so hard to like just even sleep last night. Every time you start dozing off, you just think about it. And, uh, it's one of those uh, he rocked on this show. You guys really sucked. Oh, we were we were fortunate, man. No, oh, you guys were very cool to bring him on and it's, like let him be himself. Me? We if he sucked, he wouldn't have fucking. Yeah. Been no, but, he he was so good at just talking about anything. Yeah, he like, really was so insightful. Uh, you know, and, and a lot of listeners would write in and say shit like, oh, I don't agree with him. Fuck, fuck his opinion on this. It's like, is that really what they said? No, nah, they, yeah. all right. They, <laughs> they called, get that they out of here. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> What's that cantaloupe doing? <laughs> yeah. Your crowd's a little, you know. That guy's a real nincompoop. A little rough, yeah. that guy's a little rough a real around the edge. Yeah. There's no <laughs> Occupy. Uh, <laughs> you got the Outback Steakhouse crowd. Not yeah. the uh, Occupy Wall Street. <laughs> uh, this, was, uh, this was fun. Yeah, now, really, now really. Uh, goes back to sucking. Made me laugh a lot today. Yeah. Yeah. Just talking about all that shit. It's very, it's still very hard to watch videos and 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 shit like that. I, it's possible to digest it's at this so point. Hard to do huh? that? Yeah, I mean, it's impossible to digest at this yeah, point. Yeah, you know, can't. it's a goddamn did, shame. You know, I was on my yeah. way out to see him, and I got the phone call uh, yesterday morning. I mean, did you get to see him in the hospital? Yeah, that oh, U-turn, huh? I didn't see him. We went and, the day before Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, me and Matt Frost, and uh, you just talked to him for a few minutes. You knew he couldn't hear you. I told him everybody was asking. For him and you know, 
hoping he could hear, but kind of hoping he couldn't, you know, because he was on morphine. It's like you don't want him to 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 know. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it was yeah. very, very sad. He, he, didn't, what, he wasn't what responsive he at all. No, not at all. Okay. I don't believe so. Matt Frost said he might have made a some type of a gesture, but you don't know if that's just. Uh, Jesus. Oh, that's yeah. horrible. I mean, you don't know if that's if that's uh, involuntary. involuntary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, for somebody so mentally outspoken, that's just, just it. Yeah. To be like in a locked-in syndrome, it's that's terrible. That's horrible. It's so, fate worse than death. Did he reckon? You think he recognized? I don't know um, because we came. We didn't know he was going to die in a few days, but you, it, by then I think he was very heavily medicated again. Oh. It was just so I'm almost hoping he didn't know or it, it filtered in somehow. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the wow. worst, the Good worst. that we had a lot of laughs and ended on a great uh, well, note. Yeah. I think the fans <laughs> wanted to to know too. That's yeah. such a sad. Yeah, well, watching no, it. Not they didn't. Then if he's <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, because somebody like that, uh, you just you don't want to think that uh, they're they're put in a position where they're cognitive they they know exactly what's going on but they, they can't express themselves because yeah. that's what he did so well yeah is, is just do you know express. how bizarre it is to have a one-way conversation with patrice o'neill <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it, it, it's the most surreal thing i ever did in my life i'm like i could just say anything and you can't respond <laughs> oh i wish i had this opportunity oh, years ago shit. you should have spent 12 hours there oh, yeah. just yeah. trying my jokes patrice, on him everybody patrice everybody misses you we hope you're well Black people are responsible for their own yeah. plight. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what, dude? Look, white pussy, I'm and sorry, I know but you're it's in better. There thinking I'm right. I know you're inside there, uh, and you can hear me, and you know I'm right. Oh, I should have done that. And I'll tell everybody you said so. <laughs> and that's how you'll be remembered. And played like Judas Priest and Ozzy and things that he would really fucking hate. Jesus, <laughs> oh, I brought you Joe's mixtape. <laughs> yeah. Joe's stupid mixtape. Hey, I got Joe's Comedy Central special here I'm going to put on. I should have just put on all the comedians. Not just no, no, but all the comedians. I should have just put on because he never would have wanted to just sit there and have comedians playing. That would have been a fucking God, fate what a nightmare. Oh, oh, like, uh, the anthology of improv. That would be great. Here's the whitest kids you know. Come on, guys. The French waiter sketch. Oh my god. But you wouldn't hear anything. You would just hear like the ultimate focus group. <laughs> there was nothing worse for me than being on stage as a seller and Prochise had to go to the bathroom. I'm walking by that stage and I'm just shaking his head at you like, you stink. Oh, oh, nothing worse. I would just pray he didn't have to go piss when I was on stage. I got that look every time. He's, I used to go on the road with him to open for him sometimes and uh, he'd sit in the wing like of the stage or whatever and you'd walk off stage. You'd have a good set. You'd walk off stage, you'd get applause, and he'd just be shaking his head going, <laughs> I guess I'll go try to clean up that fucking mess. Uh, well, I, 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 I had my recorder on the side, you know, where Patrice was sitting, and then I go home and listen to the tape. The whole tape was him telling me how much I suck. <laughs> So funny. The first time I met him, Jamie Duke, I might have told the story recently, but Jamie Duke, it was a local booker. He, he had set up a college. It was me opening Patrice Middley and Dom Fig headlining. You remember Dom? Oh, God. 
And it was a he horrible... He became the vampire yeah. comedy after The vampire comedian. He yeah. was the vampire comedy. <laughs> what? what do you mean? Well, he decided... Well, he was Dom Fig for about 40 years of stand-up, and then he decided to be the vampire of comedy. Was so he, he put in teeth. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. He put white makeup on. No. White makeup on. No. But he would wear a fanny pack on stage. He had a fanny pack that he had his stuff in, but he didn't take it off. He was like the vampire with the fanny pack. <laughs> do, I asked him gently, so why are you doing this? Being the vampire comedy, and he said, um, "I'll I'll be on every show because I'm the only one that I'm the only vampire comedy." Yeah, so they'll have to have me. <laughs> right. wow. I will be on every show. Did it work? Yeah, he <laughs> hosted SNL. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the new Twilight movies. I fucking I bought it was it was a noon of his time. It was an afternoon gig in a fucking college, and it was horrible. And I bombed. And Patrice, who I'd never met before, went on, and he didn't do much better. He I might have had a one, maybe he had a two and a half. Wait, he did a college gig? Yeah, this is many years. That ago. is the ultimate yeah. bad <laughs> no bad booking. And then Dom Fig went on and fucking had like a minus three. Oh. And fucking Patrice, I had to drive him back to New York. And he real and he's making fun of me because I was like acknowledging that I was bombing. He's like, you're up there like, hey, I tell you, no respect. And he's just attacking me like I oh, bombed. Shit. And I'm like, you fucking bombed too. He's like, no, I didn't. I'm like, you fucking asshole. I hated it. I hated Patrice when I first. He, this fucking pompous oh, idiot great. really thought he did well. You really? really couldn't stand him at that moment, oh, right? Motherfucker, I hated him the first time. Uh, I think that was the way oh, people great. took you. You hated him the first time. Yes. And the yeah. next time you see him, you're like, oh, there's that guy. There's that mm -hmm. asshole But if guy. you start there with somebody, there's like nothing. What else is he going to do? You're going up. And then, and then and any, he'll charm yeah. you. Anything well, he says, I don't remember like, when you know, I liked he's him. All right. He's yeah, all right. Part of, the, part of the burden of like, it was always like, I always said hello to him the wrong way or something. So like, <laughs> yeah. I came up with him, I slapped him on the back. He's like, don't you ever come up to me. I'm like, all yeah. right. Yeah. It's like an emotional burden. No, sometimes I see him and I'm like, I'm not sure exactly the perfect way to say hi to him. I don't want to. I don't even want to try. I'm gonna get called out on some bullshit just for what's up, Patrice? Oh, oh. come on with that. What's up? Yeah, I don't want to really? examine my whole life every time. Yeah. <laughs> we were driving back from Montreal once, and uh, we were lost. We couldn't find the highway, and we we pull up to this guy at a stoplight. Patrice puts his head up and he goes, "Excuse me, sir." Excuse me, kind sir. Uh, I need directions to the highway. Could you please direct me and my lost friends, please? Right? And the guy goes, Yeah, sure, man. You just go. And he just fucking rolls up his window. We're laughing so hard. And he's going, Wah! <laughs> and then he just goes, ah, oh, god damn it, I can't do it. And he rolled his window down. He goes, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Give me the fucking directions. <laughs> he was telling me a story about a comedian he was, a, he was having a problem with in Boston that was bad mouth and I'm giving him a hard time. So Patrice just calls him up on the phone and he says, you know, I hear you're bad mouthing me. You're saying all this shit. And uh, he says, next time you're on stage, and very calmly, he's like, I'm just going to walk in and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a chair at you. <laughs> and then we're just gonna see where it goes from there and i'll just keep throwing chairs <laughs> just the way he so calmly said it to me i'm just gonna throw a chair at you <laughs> he was never, that's one thing he wasn't though like patrice would emotionally bully people but he never ever 
uh, used his physical uh, imposing, other than what people would be nervous of by just looking, looking at him. At him right. Never tried to physically never bully people. But I mean, never even tried to impose right, his right. size. No, no. It was all fucking his voice yeah. and his booming opinions. He never tried to physically yeah, but bully the size people. Was, you yeah. know. people would take that, yeah. but he didn't. Yeah, but Jim, you were the best wife you've ever, ever had. He, was, <laughs> <laughs> he never laid a hand on me. <laughs> I just can't shit without crying. No matter how cold he supper was. He would only make me feel awful. <laughs> he would just yell at me. Never laid a hand on me. He assassinated my character. <laughs> he made me hate myself. <laughs> but he never laid a hand on me, not one time. Oh, shit. Yeah, he, he he would never do that. He could never, not even close. He all could just, psychological yeah. damage. It, it's yep. like I said Why? earlier. Why bother? He didn't need to. Well, like I said earlier, he totally diffused his his huge size. Yeah. With uh, with what he had to say, he was smart. And he was really smart. As soon as you realize that, and the best was watching a comic try to fucking go back and forth oh. with him, and it's like, Pathetic. oh, <laughs> you're one of those guys who doesn't understand that he's a lot brighter than you. Yeah, yeah. Really he's gonna is. really yeah, no humiliate you. No, and he was level. the first guy yeah. during the 9/11 thing, where whatever during the war, whatever, where he goes, you know. Muslims, you now are the new, you know, and were you guys like he was the first guy who did that, and he did it like mm. a lot smarter and classier yeah. than I've heard it a million times since. Yeah, yeah. since that, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And he was the first guy to make that connection. So mm -hmm. even like, when he did Letterman, remember when he gets up there, he goes, uh, "Patrice, you're a big guy." He goes, "You just call me fat." <laughs> goes, no, 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 you just call me fat. That's okay, but you just call me fat like right off the bat, his first time on That's there. Great. Attacks yeah. Letterman ten and seconds. Only time. Time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the only time. I was going to ask Jim a question, because you probably know, was he the kind, well, you're talking about science. I write a lot, and I just, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to giving advice. <laughs> was he the kind of guy? Yeah, that would actually day. like, like, would he fight if it came down to it? Like, yeah. he seems so nonviolent in any way. Like, sure. would he just walk away, or would he, you know what I mean? I think he would have. Sure, he played but, football, and uh, he, he people didn't want to try him. I remember there was a he was a bouncer. I mean, he he was a strong well, guy. He was very, very strong. He grabbed me once, just playing around, and you felt he was, uh, he was very strong. strong. Was it in a shower? <laughs> <laughs> move forward we were, in a car, <laughs> we were in a car one time uh, in the village and the guy and the guy it was a black guys in front of us in their car stopped and it was a cab behind us beeping and so the fucking black guys in front of us kind of got out of their car and thought it was patrice and uh it was going to be a physical thing and the guy said uh and patrice is like uh, hey gangster it's uh it's him and the way he spoke to the guy uh you realize that he wasn't afraid of a physical confrontation mm. the guy didn't back him off uh it was it was interesting to see him in that because I'd never seen him in a situation where there could be a physical problem, <laughs> and he handled it very He's well. Super, he was super intimidating. He was oh, really yeah. intimidating. He oh, had yeah. the hat on, and you just didn't know what he was capable of. So yeah, yeah of course I think he would have if he yeah. had to. But, but I've never seen him get out of that car because the last three times I did see him, he was in that car. He would pull up, and then you'd go over to him and he'd talk to you like yeah. like we I used to say like the show Cannon. Yeah, he would pull up and then talk to him. And then you'd run off and he'd 
when you're <laughs> talking to a guy in a wheelchair, yeah. and you kind of have to <laughs> go take a knee so you can talk to him. <laughs> go like, I guess he didn't want to go in the cellar or didn't like feel comfortable there for yeah, a while. It so was he'd a go, very uncomfortable. Thing he'd be like, "Who there. else is in there?" And you'd be like, "So and so's in there." He goes, "Well, tell him I'm out here." So then you go in there and go like, "Hey, Patrice is outside." And then like some other guy would talk to him, and like we all would just come out <laughs> and talk to him in the car. He was like talking to Paulie from Goodfellas. Get them out. Yes. He pulled up like the ice cream man. Yeah. fucking ran out. And then you'd be out there talking to him, like, why did I come out here? It was nice inside. I was having fun. And this is this is toxic. Why did I walk outside to be insulted by an asshole in a fucking six seat escalade? Well, what's the ultimate like insult insult to you like that he did? Because I know like you and him went back and forth and back. He said so many funny. One time I was getting a tough crowd. They had chair massages. And I was flirting with the chair masseuse, we, and uh, he go, he walked in. He goes, he asked her, he goes, "Do you feel like you're checking a piece of fruit to see if it's bad?" <laughs> Which was humiliating. <laughs> she laughed at me. <laughs> I remember when we went on the virus tour once, and yeah. we were si sitting at the table signing people's shit. Afterwards. <laughs> right. Uh, and I was sitting next to Patrice, and uh, some kid, some teenage kid, says, "I'm only 15," and he was like bragging about how he was a teenager, and then he asked me to sign his under. Underwear, like he pulled his underwear up out of his jeans and he asked me to sign his underwear. So I'm like, I don't give a shit. I go for it with the Sharpie and Patrice slaps the Sharpie out of my hand, literally, and goes, what? You're going to sign a teenage boy's underwear? You know how fast you're going to be in jail? Like, he smacked me. He said, what are you doing? Uh, he really would hang out after a show and, like, talk to all the fucking people that, you know, didn't walk out. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, go, he wasn't like, I mean, I remember him telling me that because I, I always hate that. Like, I want to go fuck, get the fuck out of there and he was like always he would always hang out with all of them even if they hated his guts and talk to every single person yeah to him. yeah and and the crowd i i saw him once in uh cleveland and the crowd was just like every fucking mixture of race and mm -hmm. Very diverse. color always. yeah it was you know there, there'd be the black people that would come in the black contingency would come mm -hmm. in, and then the white people would come in it just really he uh he wasn't pigeonholed into a he was crossover group of people. Act, yeah, yeah. You, didn't, you didn't see him rageful very often. Uh, very, very rarely would you see him yeah. like that fucking. But you once in a while saw it, and uh, it was just a very rare thing. He never had to get to that level of, mm -hmm. of just fucking visceral anger. Like Bob will get to it quickly, or I'll get to it quickly. <laughs> but he didn't have that fear. Louis said it really well. He had Bobby had this fear of he doesn't exist if he's not fucking exploding. <laughs> but I mean that's how I am too. And it, it was interesting to see Patrice. He would never get to that point of range mm -hmm. when you no. argue. He could be louder than you. Yeah, right? he said that to people at times. You're not gonna be louder than me. And you're like, yeah, yeah that's a good point. You're not. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I remember uh, many times he'd be uh, talking about something here, if you want to call it talking, uh, and and Opie's just pulling the fader back, down, <laughs> down, down, and it just at 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 some point it sounded like he was talking through a paper and a comb. That's what you know what it, it had a great effect though on this show that his when he'd get upset he'd start sounding off mic because you'd yeah, actually yeah. start hearing him on everybody else's mic. <laughs> yes. right. yeah. his was, start, his was start, off at one point. He'd yeah. go from it and he'd be like and now and another thing. And it had a, it had its own thing to it. it yeah. Was, uh, <laughs> fuck.
I wish he'd gone for a couple of walks, that's all. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? I mean, that's what I was telling my kids. Like, I wish now I had gone to his house and just said, get the fuck, let's go, we're going for a oh, walk. he wouldn't. Just walk around the block with me, you yeah. fat motherfucker. <laughs> you're going to die. Because you joke about that stuff when, you're, when you know uh, somebody right, right. who's unhealthy. Ah, he's not going to make it. And then, but it's no, when you're around 40, it's no joke anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't do it anymore. It starts breaking down. How do you how do you how do you understand this shit? In the I don't know what you do into with a person who's alive when they're not taking care of themselves. Do you learn from so. this shit? Like how, I don't know. What do you do? I don't this know. This is brutal. I mean, I remember when Geraldo was in the hospital. I thought he'll be okay. Right. Uh, and when mm. he comes out, I'm going to call him and say, "Hey, man, I don't drink. If you want to go to a movie sometime, maybe a hard thing about being addicted is that everybody you know does it, and you know, hey. like I don't do anything." Never once has somebody been jonesing for coke and they said, all right, instead of getting high, I'm going to go to a movie with Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you fucking wow. little, you little <laughs> house on the prairie. <laughs> <laughs> just make some cornmeal. Right. You really are talking yourself up, or right. exactly. really talking coke down. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Go to the pictures; analogy. they'll be fine. <laughs> the picture show. Coke is like going to the movies alone. You people don't understand. <laughs> oh, it's, too, it's hard. There's two competing things you want to do so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, how do you make sense of this? Do you? Uh, actually, you know, there's two ways to look. One of them is Louis' way, which is like, you know, uh, it would be great if he had cleaned up his act. The other one is that, like, you know, I, I consider him like one of the last great dirty, filthy, genius warrior comics. And that, mm -hmm. you know, I think he, uh, unlike a lot of the people in this world, got to live, say, and do pretty much everything he wanted to do. It's kind of sad that he left so, so early, but, uh, you know... To be honest, I, I, I think he wouldn't have wanted it any other way. You know, it's a sad end. But from seeing this over and over and over, it's like, uh, you know, uh, the guy was incredible at what he did. And uh, we're, we're just kind of lucky that we all got a chance to see it live and mm -hmm. get to know it. And mm -hmm. for the fans of Patrice and, and comedy like that, you know, you know, really... Uh, uh, th that kind of comedy is not going to be there forever. So you know, yeah. it's every day. It's getting a little, it's a little tamer. It's a little lamer, and it's a little sure. more, uh, you know, uh, crunchy. So you know, if you like somebody brutally great like that, you should really like you know go see it live. And I think that's that's the point of it. But I have no, I have no answer on, yeah. on what it is. It so. just stinks. well, he would have been. Yeah. He was getting better. Yeah, yeah. And his voice would have been more. It would have just gotten better. It's yes, not like, being, it's not like being an athlete where you just have your golden years and you phase out. Yeah. Comedy's you get better when you're mature. Mm -hmm. you're, Dave's getting better. Everybody I know is getting better as they get older. I'm holding, I think. <laughs> I'm holding you're getting, you're gotten better. Yeah, thank you. And uh, Jim's gotten better. Jim is a whole other guy. Mm -hmm. You get older and you get better. I liked this guy. He would have gotten better. So, so, you know, he had this fuck you, fuck it attitude. But if he if he had just fucking got the calories down, uh. it wasn't like, because he would be better. We'd have more Patrice and mm -hmm. better Patrice. If he had just fucking lived longer, just it's just sad. Yeah. It's a sad to me. If we're sixty, sad, if we're sixty-five and talking, we no, I am. Comedians grateful. do. With sixty-five, we're talking. That'd be like twenty-four more years we could have had of him. Like it, it, it everybody's it right. Whole other thing. It, 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 like he did do what he wanted, and he did say whatever he wanted. You're right, and, and Louis's right too. That it's like, hey man, I wish he would have taken a little better care of himself. Well, that's not a guarantee because he was diabetic, 
but you kind of wish that he you would have known that that wasn't the case. Sure. I don't, I, I don't I'm, I'm glad I was as good of friends with him as I was. Yes. You're, I'm, I'm you happy know. that I was as close to him as I was. What bums me out is an avoidable loss of a great voice, an avoidable one. That's yeah. a drag to me. Yeah. But uh, Geraldo, like when, when, Mitch, when Mitch died, some people were like, don't focus. Like when people saying that he was, that he had uh, died of an overdose. Some people were like, well, don't focus on the negativity of his. No, do focus on it. Because <laughs> the fucking guy was in his 30s. Yeah. And he could have had a huge life and career and he could have given a lot more. Uh, and he died of something that it should be pointed out what killed him that doesn't have to kill a person. Right. That's a fucking mistake. And some people take that shit lightly. Some people go, ah, you fuck around with drugs. It's so well, no, it, it kills you if you keep doing it. If, if and and that's that's sad. It doesn't have to be. Mm -hmm. So you know, I mm. wish he'd taken better care of himself. That's all. That's if the if the only thing if there's any positive to come out of it, it's like if somebody's not healthy. It's not a joke. You could fucking die, and that's a shame. It's a message for the younger guys. That's up. all. Take well, care of yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it really sucks how much hacks care take of care of their bodies. Oh. <laughs> you know, like, uh, hacks are always in great shape. Yeah, yeah exactly. Prop fucking, comics. You know, <laughs> prop, it's built into the act. Lifting, you know, packing, lifting that suitcase full of props. Steve Byrne is cut like a swimmer. That guy's got a swimmer. Sorry. the name. I don't even know his name. I still know that's funny. The saddest moment to me yesterday was when I saw when I saw the Wikipedia turn over, because in the morning when it went out on Twitter, it didn't have the death on right, Wikipedia. Right, yeah, yeah. And when I saw Wikipedia turn over and it said Patrice died on this day, yeah. it was so sad to me sad. because it was that moment where it officially became, number one, that he was gone, and number two, I was like, he's officially one of those guys now. He's this brilliant artist that, just like the guys I found a million times, discovered and then you go on wikipedia and go i want to learn more about this guy and then you go fuck, he's fuck dead? Yeah, yeah there's an end this to guy's it this guy's dead well, like, now he's he's, it? he's embossed at that age now that's right it. that's the end of it really yeah sad. Yeah. No, yeah that is no. i hate the idea of not getting any new yeah. something new that i when he did a half heard. hour special back when we did them at the uh, there was a bunch of hbo half hours Kevin. that got done and he he did one when i did one and did uh, you do one of those half hours i, didn't remember I did a half okay. hour and he he it was a new thing for him. Like it was something that he was unsure of. And I remember the first show he did, he almost like froze, like he couldn't get hmm. through the show. And then the really? second show was good, but it wasn't his best. Like right. it was way people weren't seeing how good he was. Dude, elephant in the room is and, where it came out. But then yeah. he yeah. fucking figured it out. Yeah, that's uh, and and <clears throat> he he that was it. That was him yep. going like. And now people actually see how good he was. He could have done ten of those. That captured his exact. He like, could have yeah. just started mm -hmm. churning those out. It would have yeah, changed every. It would have changed the tide special. for him. He was, was just special. naturally funny. And I compared him in an interview yesterday briefly to, to Pryor because, oh yeah, Pryor was Pryor, but as a naturally funny human being, there's nobody, no comic who ever lived that Patrice couldn't have sat and been funny with. Right. There's yeah. no fucking comedian yeah. that we call legends that he could not have sat in a room with and gone back and forth with and mm -hmm. been respected by and been funny with. No one. Effortlessly. I, no, yeah, yeah. not Dude. one comic. When, so, he, yeah, uh, when he went on at that roast at the end, that was like the most amazing thing I ever saw because yeah. I had like four... At least four like Comedy Central importance that I don't even know like what all their jobs are like. Is he gonna be okay? Is his <laughs> we don't have his thing? And I'm like, yeah, he'll be fine. Like, they were like getting to me like, or I'll find like that yeah, he's he's gonna be great. Like, and if not, it's not my fault. And he <laughs> went on and like, I mean, he just the, the uh, what's Key Walsh's boyfriend? This guy Chris something. He's like a producer. I remember sitting there watching Patrice at the end. He goes, wow, this is so different and real. Like, it was so different. I mean, they they cut it pretty decent where you, you get a sense, but the actual thing there, like mm. after all these people got done with their like recited jokes, even the ones that were good, like 
His shit was so fresh. And so he's so unafraid of all these fucking Hollywood people. It's amazing, dude. But he had to, because he was so uncompromising, he had to figure out how to make that work at all these different levels. Yeah. That's why I took him. Mean, it takes, comedy takes a long time to get great at. Like, some people get good at it fast, but it takes a long time to become a great comic. So, like, the only thing you can tell anybody new is keep w refining your voice and stay healthy and get on the just treadmill stay, yeah. just stay fucking <laughs> just stay alive <laughs> if you just stay alive and don't quit you will be one of the best comedians ever lived. That's all you got to do stay is fucking healthy. It's pretty simple. Yeah, that's what I remember. I live did your a, way I, into greatness. Right. I did a yeah. show uh, in Chicago in uh, at the the little club there, the Zanies. And it was like I had the week, and then Ralphie May had the Thursday. It was one of these things where he just sold mad tickets. So they just told me, Ralphie's doing Thursday. I'm like, this is my week. And they're like, well, you can come and do the show if you want, because it's already it's sold out in 10 minutes. So he came and did a show during my week, and then he had an opening act who travels with him. Some young guy was pretty funny. And he said, uh, and he was sort of in Ralphie's orbit. Uh, not just because he's a planet, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was one of those guys who had guys with him, like an entourage. And he said, "What? You got any advice?" I said, "Yes, yeah, stop uh, traveling and getting high with Ralphie May. Like, don't <laughs> that road to Iran of like getting stoned with Ralphie, going to McDonald's with him, drinking several beers at the end of every show. Uh, you can do it and enjoy it. It's a choice, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. you're not going to be a you're not you going to get to the next. You're level. not going to get there, right?" It takes a long fucking time. Yeah. It's How a grown Ralphie not you know. a stroke, by the way? Like, Jesus. Well, white oh, just God. Sick, you, know? you see where he hides his weed, Ralphie? No. <laughs> he pulls his pants and it's under his fat flap. Oh, oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a witch hunt. He's a gay man. i got a hiding spot. the one white guy that we have that's alive. He's in the hospital recently. Just be white. is really Ralphie went through his own thing recently, right? What happened? I don't know. Oh. No, he's oh, in bad shape for a little bit. I'm Jeez. not sure where he's at right now, but so mm -hmm. now, uh, now a shitload of people discover Patrice now that he's gone. That's, yeah, that's, that's the best thing you can though. do as yeah. far as that's so just, fucked up though. Yeah. Go see Elephant in the Room. Well, he's, it's on Netflix. Man. Buy it, yeah. I think it's going to be on Central Thursday night. Yeah, but you got to see the uncut one. See I the uncut one. Yeah. Fuck those people. There's so much extra shit in there that I didn't realize was in there. It's like an hour and a half, right? It's yeah. an hour and 17 minutes. <sighs> hour and 17 Yeah, it's, it's mm. fantastic. All right, It's guys. just going to be a bummer when uh, things happen and you, you, you in the news and you go like, ah, oh, I would love to hear Patrice's take on that. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Eh. Yeah, Socks. You can probably guess what it would be, though. Oh, you yeah, can. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. The crinkled nose. He would have hated her. Yeah. Well, I want to thank everyone. For yes. Today. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having us. Four hours. Yeah. 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 Dave and Jim and Lou and uh, Joe DeRosa and Russ Maneve and and uh, Kurt Metzger and Colin and Bob and Amy. Colin yeah. and, and Amy just left. Well, Colin, Colin said goodbye. Oh, he, I was in the bathroom. Amy, just how about some social skills? How about saying goodbye? <laughs> I think she was scheduled for like another naked headshot or something. <laughs> <laughs> Good. There were a lot of comics that wanted to come in today to uh, to do their, you know, to be a part of this. So, guys, that was really cool. That was really cool that you let us come in. So, well, thank you. Uh, well, yeah, tomorrow, thanks, guys. Tomorrow we do the same thing. Get us at ten o'clock. So. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is kind of the Whatever. warm up. <laughs> Yeah, we were like the guys who. Uh, yeah, 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 the yeah. Tomorrow will be Steve Martin, um, <laughs> think, you know, the surviving Hudson brother. Um, <laughs> Holy shit! The original Mork before they went with Robin Williams. Uh, the pilot Mork. Uh, the surviving uh, cast of What's Happening. Um, <laughs> 
All right. Uh, but thanks, guys. Everyone's really good. Nice. Yeah. Patrice, we miss you. Bye, Patrice. Thank Absolutely. You. I don't think he's Patrice. listening, though. All right, guys. All right, uh, that's it, I guess. Bye, bye, bye. I'm going to end this. Bye, 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 bye. Just fucking hit something.